This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Ah, if you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to a thrilling, soaking wet episode of the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Joined by Jack wearing a hat and a big coat, very sensible. Wear your hoodie, a thin hoodie. The Thin Hoodie, that famous band from Wheels. Uh, Ross, wearing shorts because he's brave. Yep. And Matthew, wearing a bad hat. It's, it's muggy. It is out outside. Uh, no, it's, it's been raining and then it, it goes sunny. And then it goes, I am dripping wet. I am representing so, the Drowned Rat Society. I'm, I'm like bloody rubbish. I have had this on, but I was considering taking it off halfway through. because. But man's not hot, so I, I shouldn't. I don't know. I'll Very see good. how sweaty I get. It is, it is. I agree with Ross. It's humid. It's humid out there. It's humid. And I drive to work, so I've been outside for literally two seconds. That's all I've been outside today. So oh, then, yeah, if off. you're outside for two seconds, oh, you might yeah. get lucky. But if yeah. you're like me and thought, oh, I think I'll walk into work today, get a lovely sweat on. Rain, humid. Rain, humid. It's, it's like weird, bad dubstep, it? Ross. It's like being in a, in a monsoon country. Oh, it's like being from in the Brazil. rafters. Yeah, the, 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 the depths of the, the, the jungle. That's what Newcastle's like today. Yeah. It yes, is. exactly. It is. On a happier note, though, ah, oh, it feels like the sun is shining right here in the podcast recording room because we're joined by the lovely lads themselves. <laughs> well, what, we, what we should point out before we begin is, is that we're recording this on... A, not We normally record the podcast on Thursday, which That's leads right. to the Friday podcast curse. That but is what happens. We're even more susceptible to that this week because this is on a Wednesday that we're recording this. So there'll be no Dynamite review, unfortunately. Oh. The reason for that is excitement. Oh, we're all going down to Money in the Bank. That's oh, well, some of us, some of us yeah. are. Some of us are going to Money in the Me Bank. Me and the two edit, the two first choice editors for the podcast, because people like Andrew, who sat behind the camera today, have better things to do than sit and listen to us for four hours. So we are down to the bare bones in terms of this podcast currently. So that's why we're doing it today. Yeah. Oh wow, it's like our version of the Thunderdome era. Yeah. God, how we're we gonna cope? This is Cultaholic Underground. Oh no. <laughs> we've, we've tried to split the the fun evenly amongst the officers. Some people went to Clash at the Castle, some are going to Money in the Bank, and then there might be a, another thing later on in the summertime. It's all in it, Wembley. Anyway, well, yeah, it's all in it. I was trying to be, was trying to be sneaky about <laughs> that. That secret biggest show they've ever done. I get you, yeah. yes. Um, so it's all, we're all, are you excited for Money in the Bank? Mildly. Okay. Because the show looks good on yes. paper. 
It's just kind of like me in the bank. I'm like, all right, it's a dead concept. But I'm looking forward to that tag match that's been announced. So I'm looking forward to the show more than the stipulation. Yeah, yeah well said. Although I think you were saying, and I think Andrew was saying as well, that the men's Money in the Bank ladder match is really in the spirit of Money in the Bank. It's all pretenders or contenders. Right? One man will be made, and his name is Ali Knight. Oh, yeah. yes, it is. Yeah. It's yes. got to be done. I have to admit, though, some of the shine from them doing it in London has been taken away from how insanely loud and passionate the Puerto Rico fans were. I'm looking forward to any overseas WWE shows. I agree with that. Anywhere we go, it's better than North America. Everywhere we go. In terms of crowds, yeah. it is. Let's be honest now. I'm sorry, everybody. Apart but from is. sometimes Canadian crowds, sometimes Chicago crowds. Oh, bizarro world, they yeah. call them, because they boot CM Punk, which <laughs> I guess is weird. Uh, he loved it. Let's right. Of course he did. Forbidden Door breaks AW's live gate record. Ooh. Um, Mr. TK himself, the co-promoted show with New Japan drew $1.2 million to make it the biggest live gate in AEW history. Uh, so it's in the top three biggest live gates in the history of pro wrestling in Canada, hmm. according to him. So it's the WrestleMania X8, I guess. So yeah. Whatever the one was. Six. Oh, of course, yes. Warrior Hogan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Edge yeah. in the sixth row, ninth row, whatever row it was. Hit row. Let's hope not. <laughs> ah, so that's nice. After decades of blood, sweat, and tears in service, Alex Shelley finally lifted the Impact World Championship at Against All Odds after beating Steve Macklin for the strap. He then celebrated the best way he could by going to Waffle House uh, and did the old machine gun celebration of four scrambled eggs, two chicken breast, steamed hash browns, and a whole wheat toast. The same meal Kevin Nash brought for Shelley 17 years prior. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's, I'm worried, though. Because the X Division champion is Chris Saban. Oh. Could it be a collision between the, the two Motor City lads? Oh. I don't know. I'm I hope trying. So. To be mint. I mean, Impact deserves more attention, I think. We haven't got time to do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if we didn't require sleep, we would love to yeah. watch Impact Wrestling. They've been all right recently, but the one thing that feels off tonally about the show is that Bully Ray is just constantly around the main event scene. <laughs> Yeah, when that oh, thank you. I was trying to think, why do I why don't I watch Impact? Yeah, because every time I switch <laughs> on, it's him or Tommy Dreamer. I'm like, enough. They've got some sort of influence, yeah. Anyway, weirdos. Seamus <laughs> uh, frustrated by Brawl and Brute's WWE booking. Don't know about this. Uh, he says, I just don't think they've really capitalized on the group. I don't think they've really let us show what we can do, said Seamus. This stop-start stuff is really hard when you're trying to highlight young talent. It's frustrating, you know? So I don't know. Maybe we'll get an opportunity to show what we can really do as a group because a lot of those other groups who are out there now have definitely got an opportunity that we haven't had to do some storyline stuff, some character stuff. That's kind of been a shame, mate, to be honest, considering the talent that's in there. Which, I mean, he is right as a as a team. They're, like, pretty low down, but people love Seamus. I was going to say, it's yeah. refreshing, to, refreshing to hear from a guy like Seamus who has been showcased arguably better than he ever has been as part of the Brawl and Bruce. But as, as he says there, Ridge and Booch mm -hmm. have a match on SmackDown. If little feud gets going over a few weeks, then it just starts to come to an end. Yeah. Or they used to make somebody else look good. Yeah. So, okay. I think as well that um, if he really wants to get proper like in-depth storylines and stuff, he needs to head on down to NXT where it's all been kicking off. This Imagine week. a pub brawl between them and the Gallus yeah. boys on tap. But wait, because not everything's as it seems. There's one more in Gallus now. You watched that next Yes, of course. Oh, oh, oh. Do you think I'm missing for what, this, please? What a morning I it's been. Did not see this oh. one coming. Let me tell you. No, oh. and I and I, I don't think it makes any sense. But we'll get to that. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Uh, Dax Harwood calls out top name, reportedly left AW Dynamite in a bad mood. Uh, and they now delete a tweet. He says, I can't thank everyone in AW enough for all. That's not right. Okay. 
Uh, he said something that's like, the, oh, that's the good bit. Oh, <laughs> no one cares about the good positive tweet he did. Here's a negative one. This one will give me some heat, but F it. It needs to be said. Whatever top star left the show in a bad mood because a certain individual was there, instead of running to Dave, why not just tell the individual face-to-face? -face? Oh. That's how we used to do things back in today. Uh, Meltzer himself responded to someone who had screenshot and re reposted this tweet, asking, remember the last time that happened? In response to last time someone went to someone's face to talk about it, referencing Brawl Out. Oh, right. That's it. I mean, that's quite a fair point, I suppose, from Dave. But what's that? No, that's probably why he deleted the tweet. What's doing? It's like, hang on. Dave's come back with a good tweet. Uh, he deleted the tweet because Christian owned up to it, didn't he, in his promo? Oh, it was Christian? Yeah, saying in his promo. Was that a uh, collision or some promo he did oh. this week? He was just like, yeah, I left the show in a bad mood the other night. Oh. Was, oh, I thought that was just in front It was, but I was making a joke that Dax. no one got. Oh, oh but you, never, right. you know what? That's actually oh. good, Ross. So was it actually well, like... I can't tell that might be. That's how weird it is back there. Well, I mean, it's Chris Jericho, isn't it? Surely, that's well, the cause So it was is. it actually, yeah. <laughs> like first of all, letters were right. But yeah. Well, I thought it would be Jericho or Omega, but Omega seems to try and avoid the drama, doesn't he, really? Yeah. He, he like, yeah. generally, compared to the books. Yes. He Kenny knows when to shut up. And and Where's Kenny? Has he left in a bad mood? No, he's going to play Sonic the Hedgehog. No, he's going, event in LA. hopefully going to get his head checked out. Jesus. It was great, wasn't it? <laughs> great. On that later on. Oh, I thought you would have been up in arms about that spot. What? Because it was so unsafe, pal. Am I the unsafe dude? Oh, oh no. Uh, no. You shouldn't, it. especially when you're as banged up as Kenny Omega, pal. You shouldn't be taking bumps like that, no. I've made you slightly Welsh, I've realised. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm like every week. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Matthew. No, I, I think Matthew. I, I, actually, I don't know what what you make of spots like that. I know you enjoy superficial damage, like big chest chops and that. You mm. enjoy the the meaty stuff. Oh, me, Matthews. Growing up watching CZW, XW, <laughs> GCW. Oh, I was I was clutching my pearls. <laughs> uh, but more on that later on. Might as well tease the people there yeah, for the big ooh. show that I was talking about. I want to end on this funny bit. Kojima apologizes for giving CM Punk an elbow drop to the nether regions. To quote the great man, my elbow drop hit his cock. Sorry, <clears throat> but it's not on purpose. Accident. Because I don't have that kind of technology. I don't have that technology. <laughs> Hashtag forbidden door. I assume it means technique, but I think that's no, 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 even I'm better. Happy. I, I like love this it. version. No, it's yeah, like yeah. batting practice in cricket or something. Yeah, yeah. They've got an elbow drop cock machine in the, in the nets <laughs> at the rest in school. Like, just nail it every single yeah, yeah. time. I don't different have the speed. Nail the drop shot, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Ah. And Punk also did, well, we'll talk about that, I suppose. Yeah, there's lots of other stuff to talk yeah. about uh, that is related to this mammoth king-size edition of the Colorado Classic Podcast. But obviously, <laughs> but obviously... So close to getting it right. Nearly. But, but obviously, before we can get into any of the wrestling... I'm wet. We've got all kinds of bollocks segments to do instead <laughs> before we get straight into what everyone wants to hear us It's like about. when a match starts on NXT and you're like, wow, I'm really into this. Yeah. I will join this match. Picture in picture. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Right, nah, cool. this, is the, this is like when Penta takes his gloves off. Everyone loves that. He goes, <laughs> That's Tumman in Japan. This is the flourish and when Tenna took That's 15 minutes to take his glove off one time. <laughs> oh, right then. Let's Tell go to way. Japan, boys. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> what a segment ender. Tubman in Japan. That title just seems like a threat now, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> now let's have a look at the pictures that you can't see if you listen to this on our podcast. <laughs> Dick Tubbs, day 79. Okaru to Sapporo. Yeah, that's as much as I'm going to say. Now let's look at the comments. Going to miss the tent and Fuji. Big heart. Oh, no, he's finished Up it. the Fuji. This is important. Sapporo's is finishing. It's the end. Oh, that's my Japan door. Yeah, Japan tour done. I am offering indefinite lie down. 
Tara. Thumbs up. That sounds like Aww. he's going to top himself. No, it no, it doesn't. Doesn't. it doesn't. Logan Paul, stop that. Goodness <laughs> me. Uh, I want to comment what one the time before this segment ended. Going to miss this, says a ballo what? Ballosium I don't like it when it's just one name with no punctuation. You have to guess where it begins and ends. So you just end up talking right, complete Matthew, bollocks. Matthew, we all go to bloody Preston <laughs> Uni or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> There's a question mark in there. In. That's enough. <laughs> the, the real big Instamac. What's going to happen first? Jack buys a new hat or Jack goes to a Italian restaurant with a laptop? Tell you what, I've got, I've got, first of all, this is a new hat. It's just the same design because the other one was battered. Uh, I've also got two other new hats recently. You've got two hats of the same design? The other one's absolutely scruffy. This is Look how white it is. Yeah, but it Shining. just looks like you've washed it. I tried it, it just <laughs> didn't go white enough. Also, I'll tell you what, right, I'll explain what happened, right? I Please went, do. I was going to mention this next segment, but I went to London recently for the baseball. I bought Ooh. a baseball hat of the team I was supporting, and it was like two for one or whatever, or buy one, get one half price or whatever. So I just got the one that I was wearing just because it was clean and new. <laughs> Is that weird? Ross, do you own any of the same type of clothes? Jeans. Jeans. Jeans, jeans. jeans the, don't of, count. the Hall of Fame staple. I've, but I have changed jeans provider because I oh. was walking through Marks and Spencers. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And they have these, Speaking of money in the bank. I know. They, they have these... <laughs> it's like a card. <laughs> <laughs> they have these hybrid technology jeans that are stretchy. What, like what in the, the half leg, electric? Like, oh, you know, I don't know. But in the leg, they, they stretch outwards and it means yeah, you yeah. can do high kicks and stuff when you're oh, bobbing on out. Like Jonathan Dean Ambrose jeans. Ah, basically, oh, yeah. And so they're, they're, water, the they're waterproof as well, which aids with the, the walk to work when I occasionally do that and it's raining. Wow. Um, so yeah, I got myself in that 40 bats a pair, which is a bit step up from Burton's, Fair but enough. I thought it was worth the jump in quality. You'd think it'll oh. last longer as well. You yeah. would hope so yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah, we'll Plus, find out. One argument of how Richard told me about four years ago was how regularly you should wash your jeans. I used to do it once a week thinking, oh, you know, you wear a pair of jeans for three, four days in a row, you got to get them in the wash, haven't you? Richard Tubman opened my eyes to the fact that he worked in end clothing and the, the, the standard there was once a month, no matter how many times you wear them. Obviously, if they're dirty, you wash them. But if they're not dirt, like visibly dirty, once a month. I guess this is to mm. like preserve the quality oh, no, of the denim yeah. or whatever. I don't know. And you, don't, you do notice a deteriorations, but it was called yeah, by jeans, washing them. But mm. jeans look cool. They're the only item of clothing that you do want to deteriorate because they look sick. Yeah. That's well, <laughs> not all right, though. Like Those aren't old, crusty jeans. Those Aye. are cool jeans. People buy old-looking new jeans on purpose. Yeah, yeah, cool old looking, jeans. Old shoes is the weirdest thing. I can't get my head around at the minute. You can buy that shoes that look old, no. like look battered, like you've worn them for several thousand miles hmm. of that's weird. Yes, yeah, like strange. Tubman's. Wow, what a good segue! It's nearly as weird as Richard's fried chicken. There, that looks weird, doesn't it? Oh, what's that got on it? Did I'd, you put in the comment? Of course, you had to put in the comment about the food. But uh, I'd just like to say that the chicken in Japan was fantastic. So I, I'll defend this chicken. Up the chicken Ooh, in Japan. Up yeah. the chicken. Chicken in Japan. I want to know what he put on there. Chicken controversy over here recently is that no. you can't get your chicken. If it says from Poland on the box. Do not eat it because it's got some sort of steroid in there that is makes <laughs> oh us God. susceptible to um, like a heightened risk of cancer or something like that. Jesus! So if you if you're buying chicken from your supermarkets over in the UK, if it says it's from t Poland, from t Poland, on t Poland, don't buy it. And you would know about mishaps involving chicken. Oh yeah. As well. Still oh. haven't had any Tesco chicken. And you know it's got the wrong stuff in because it's twice the size. <laughs> <laughs> The big end, the comments on MMA. So, Rich, uh, uh, sorry, Andrew, we're on day five. Can we now move to day four? We're just one day in currently. Oh, no. <laughs> Joel is faster paced when it comes to time. Listen, 
Andrew's just lost we in the moment. We didn't warn him, though. We didn't warn Andrew. And doesn't know how to use Instagram. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and Andrew's pulling faces now. Just click, just click the X off. at the top. Yeah, yeah just click, He's pulling yeah, faces yeah. not seen since there the Jishu and Tiger Liger bit. Yeah, yeah. That's the most recent one. What, five days ago? Oh! He has gone on an he's indefinite ended, thing. He's ended the, he's ended the journey. Oh, he's no. Could he not have let one up? He's having a rest. We're gutted because this not segment bad. will only be five boring minutes. <laughs> what was the last day we would have done then? I think I recognise that cycle path on the, the second one along there, so maybe that was the last one. That's not a cycle path, that's stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah. Shabba. But what a prick for not letting us know it ended. Oh. <laughs> what a silly bastard. There's the tent. Hey, the that's tent. what we're here for. Is that a tent pole, or is that just a pole? Just happy to see you. Uh, Gormley Kevin says, when Tubman is back, we need a review of the best tent spots in Japan. While a compilation of money shots, in brackets, tent pictures, okay. you filthy bastards, in the background. I agree. You can't, you can't. When he's not in Japan, he'll be talking about being in Japan. You can't say money shots. Not that you filthy. But you can't do that when you've said the term. That, anyway, um, I, I'd like <laughs> to, to criticize Kevin. I'm just checking my Instagram DMs because people try and sometimes communicate with us via my unread Instagram DMs during the segment. Thank you to Liam who sent me a screenshot of a tweet from someone called Ruby who uh, cycled across America and said, "Hear me out. What if you and El Tubman de Japon joined forces <laughs> and did this?" No. Joint forces. Right. I cycled walked, across America. And he cycled. Yeah, but I walked across a much narrower country than America. A I'd... better country. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's Money right. the banks are being held where this year? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, a very anticlimactic. That's the end. That's finale. the last ever Tubman in Japan. I like it ended flat like that. He'll still be in Japan. He might do more like Instagram posts. He just won't be traveling. I don't know. He's on his indefinite lie down. It's like he's hit a snapmare and gone one, two, three, and the crowd's gone. Ah, oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, emotional. What a what a ride it's been. Not only for Richard. Yes. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Andrew keeps making notes, and I'm worried. But he'll be. Is he coming back next week then, or is he? Is he no, due no, no, to be no. back soon? He's spending the next few weeks in Tokyo. Yeah. And then he's back. I think last week of July. Ooh. Yeah. That that'll oh. be it. It's forbidden door. Money in the bank. Tubman coming back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Ah, well, more on that or not next week. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, oh. the Hall of Fame segment. Ooh, in condescending order from last week. Alex Eyre, Cinema Man, 9%. Hey, you know what? I just nominated someone I know. So that's, um, and it prompted a nice discussion about Beyond the Mat. So that's fair enough. It did. It was a nice podcast and, um, bit, not a good Hall of Fame pick, I no, guess. No, but, but um, Alex works for North. Check out North Wrestling. There you go. There's going to be a hair versus careers match. <gasps> oh, no. It's the Landed Gentry. You know them. I know them. Versus Gangrel and Rory Coyle. Hair versus career. Oh, I can't wait to see that man get shaved. A McDonald's <laughs> vanilla milkshake. Well, Gangrel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gangrel's career's on the line. He could retire. Carry on. Can you retire as a vampire? Oh, I don't know. Anyway, a McDonald's vanilla milkshake slash double shot espresso combo, known as forever as the Ross. The Ross, apparently, I. Twenty-one percent. Some people like that. Some people are just too scared to try. I'd assume that's why I'd I didn't be, win. Oh, yeah. Be up all night, man. Oh, oh. But I'm surprised at this. But I'm very pleasantly surprised. Orcas fighting ships. Seventy <laughs> percent. Getting back to nature. 70. Up the orcas. That's a big one. That's a big win for the orcas. People went out and get in. Yeah. Everyone saw Free Willy as a kid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, get in. 
it's been a while, hasn't it? Congratulations. But don't jump up and down. Do I? Yeah, yeah. Oh, do yeah, a cartwheel yeah. across the table. Yeah. Uh, my pick then, this is hopefully going to go all right. Maybe it's not. I went to Subway yesterday. Don't always go to Subway, but I was starving. You know, I get that feeling where you can feel your legs bubbling. You're like, oh, okay, I really need food. So I went to Subway. They've got like the new menu. I went, oh, time this well. And they had this thing called the uh, Breckwich. I went, that's a weird, bad name. <laughs> it was just a breakfast, all-day breakfast in a sandwich. Right. And I went, that's really nice. And I, I hadn't had an all-day breakfast or a variant of that in a sandwich, on a plate, oh. whatever, in forever. And I had forgotten how much, first of all, how nice they are. Don't the full spread, the the beans, the eggs, the little sausages, uh, maybe some bread. With, yeah, what? Uh, hash browns. What? Black, black pudding. pudding. Oh. That's it, well done. Uh, the mushrooms that look like they've been set on fire. Rubberized ones. Yes, the like rubberized mushrooms. Yeah. Disgusting. Love them. Love all of that. Bit of haggis if you're up north. Some lawn sandwich if Fraser was here. Uh, yeah. And I realize not only are they bloody lovely, especially after the day after the morning before. Yeah, I said that right. But also, I forgot how much the Americans hate them. <laughs> <laughs> they oh. go nuts over these things. Could we please have a picture of an all-day breakfast like Ashley? Mm. Oh, there's Hello. one. There's Here's chips, one we made yeah, earlier. Yeah, there's chips for them, which is a debatable That's not. That's not a, it's not an all-day breakfast. Mm. I would accept it, but... Yeah. Yeah. You there's swap, definitely Weatherspoons, wasn't it? Dodgy bacon. Yeah. Swap out your chips for your hash browns and your yeah, 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 I still yeah. eat it. Yeah, if you just... Yeah, do the Google search for that and we'll have a look at them. We'll assess them. <laughs> is chips a staple of an all-day breakfast and we just didn't know? Uh, nah, because there's um, usually not enough room on my plate. An, hang on. If it's there an all-day all breakfast, can it be chips? But if it's an English breakfast, oh, I don't know. It's the same thing, isn't it? Um, why do they hate it? They find it weird. Because people, I think like uh, celebrities they follow come over here and someone's told, said, where can I get the, a nice meal from? They go, you need to go with the Weatherspoons, lav. And then that they take photos of stuff like that. And so Americans are just, you know, they're waking up. Wow, well, you're not going to get a particularly good one. You're getting a white one in a Weatherspoons. It won't be like the best English breakfast ever. Then they do the thing, and they go, oh, where's the spices? I'm like, uh. oh, yeah. And then we're but... like, the salt. In all fairness to Americans, the one thing they, well, one of the many things they have up on us is their breakfast food places Whoa. to go and eat. Oh, the variety. Oh, oh scrambled egg with that one. Hell yeah, I'll take <laughs> that. The, the American, oh, where's the, that? American scrambled, American scrambled eggs I do prefer, but I think there's something wrong with them there. Like they're really <laughs> fluffy like clouds, but like unhealthy clouds, I think. Unhealthy um, clouds. Yeah, their scrambled eggs are amazing. Smog. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> our, ba our, our bacon's better. Yeah, the one egg tornado for you, hun. <laughs> our bacon's better. Our sausages are better. But I don't think they even do beans. Do they do baked beans in America? Maybe. Don't know. I think they do, but they're nothing special. But they're scrambled eggs, fair play. I'll give them scrambled eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the bacon, no, nah, it's not even a contest. No, no, no. And so, yeah, it's nice getting a tomato that's for some reason burnt and singed. And you're like, what have you done to this? <laughs> it's a staple of that. So, any, any highlights on that? Meal there that you look for, Ross? Oh, the meat all day long, mm. every day, all day, just meat, no potatoes. Andrew, you're a vegan. <laughs> do you have vegan breakfasts or do you just avoid them as a genre now? There's a lot of places that do good vegan all day breakfasts. A lot of mm. places that do good yeah. vegan all day breakfasts. Corn sausages. Mm. They're nice. Are they? You said corn. I remember. Corn. Can you have pork and leek? What, what was the occasion when there was some sort of <laughs> vegan wings or nuggets or something here? Do you remember that? It was the hot. It was the spicy challenge thing. It was the spicy sauce thing we did. Oh, it was the same day when me and Ross did that. But then also, you had some on the live stream or something. You had some spicy wings or something. Oh, oh 
Oh, them them vegan wings were nice. They, good oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, was that Junkum or whatever they're called? No, uh, VFC. VFC. Oh, it's actually called. Oh. Mm. Fair enough. So you're nominating just English uh, for all day breakfast. Uh, all day English breakfast. Wow, very I'll patriotic. Because money in the bank is where. Land in the Weatherspoon's yeah, yeah, toilet, exactly, lads. Landing. Three miles down the road from this old mining town of ours. Right. Uh, <laughs> no, of course, you'd be walking there like we all did with your cat and your little flat cap. Mm. One of those little, one of those sticks of the thing of your earthly possessions yeah. tied up. And that's enough of that bit. Uh, who was second place? Ross. It was Ross with his Ross. Aye. Sometimes on Twitter, you know, when your algorithm just lines up tweets and they just work very well together. Well, my Hall of Fame nomination will be titled Ben Potter, who I know listens to the podcast on occasion, Man of Cloth. Because this is what happened on my Twitter the other day. Matthew tweets, as you can see there, my day has been spent getting DMs oh, wow. from UK mates who have been watching Ben Dorf. I nothing like that, Ross. You do a great uh, impression sorry. of me. My day has been spent getting <laughs> DMs from UK mates who have been watching Forbidden <laughs> for Door at various times and telling me about the religious experience they're going through watching Omega versus Osprey. And I quickly scrolled down my Twitter page, pal, and the tweet <laughs> below it was Ben Potter. I am now a man of the cloth, as oh, if it was real. Wow. Oh, my God. Why is he, what's he done? What's this? It's just the fact that Matthew was getting wow. all these messages about religious experiences, and now Ben Potter's obviously being converted by the Church of Omega and Osprey. Yeah, yeah. You watch AEW. <laughs> One, so look what happens to you. Here, Ben is um Ben's like uh who's like I'm trying to think of like a band who doesn't show up often, but they often like he's not the most active on Twitter, but he drops bangers sometimes when like the Jericho Triangle as well. <laughs> that was it. That him. was yes. great, yeah. It's like a sniper. Yes. Uh, so what is he doing? I've got no idea. I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. Oh well. He's having a nice time by looks of things. He's cosplaying. Some people go as anime characters. It was Sunny Con the other week, uh, and he's just going as Saint. Oh, I can't read that. Oh, yeah. F. F. Etheridge? F. I wonder, like that. is he at some sort of like... How big was he? Look he's got his hands. <laughs> is he at some sort of like market or something, maybe? Or some sort of sale? don't know. It looks some like a sort of sale. <laughs> yeah, like the selling that pictures of Jesus and that, yeah. I'd have gone through. Is it a church, maybe, on a tour? Or a uh, tour where you dress up as the saint? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm intrigued. Oh, well, I'll tie it into my Hall of Fame pick. So I've got to, anyway. Don't you dare pick Saint. No, 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 it's not. I'm not picking a religious thing. Oh, I'm a big fan of her uh, feeding the poor. No, That's a no, massive no. woman, by the way, because look at the little house in her hand there. <laughs> like a giant. Hey, but there almost, you go. almost as big as Ben. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Ben, I'm, I'm happy for you. Um, yeah. But I just thought it was funny the way that Twitter lined yeah, that up. I know, it's, yeah, it's, when, it, when it works, it works. Go on then. What, 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 when are you saying you're getting like religious experience messages? Maybe, from maybe. I had my mates watching it. I had three of them going, Have you seen it yet? Have you seen it yet? Have you seen it yet? And I was playing around going, Seen what? Uh, <laughs> what, home and away? No, it's not on anymore. And they're like, Oh, you, you know, Omega Osprey. And like one of my mates, I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen him in like 12 or 11 years, I forget how many it was, but I saw him the other weeks. He came up to Newcastle because he's down southwest, I think. Well, no one cares. And He'd just been like messaging me now, like a lot of mates, like, he, here's my resting thoughts. And he says, I'll just give you my live tweet report. And it was just, oh, oh, oh. It was just like Andrew reacting to like dust. You know, just, oh my God, ah, oh, like just that, just that, that. No, no context, but I knew exactly what he was referring to. So my mates bloody love that match. Mm. Oh. Like we all, we all love, bloody love Ben Potter. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's all right, is Ben. He's uh, all right. No, he's the best. I said that. Like that. Oh, he's a, oh, he's a lovely lad. Oh, he's got lovely, lovely cheeks. Oh. <laughs> he does. Now you said that, and I've had to stare at him. Hey. That's the end of that pick, then? That's that pick. 
Um, my pick is the socio-cultural difference, or the social or cultural differences. The, the cultural differences between Brits, great. between Brits and Americans. Because I was down in London Town last weekend watching the old baseball in West Ham's stadium. Uh, it was the Cubs versus the Cardinals, and the Cubs won. Go Cubs! That was the team I wanted to win, right? It was a two-day sure. event. We went on day one. The Cubs won. We didn't get tickets for day two, and the Cubs lost. So I was. we picked the right wow. day. So three bloody home runs live. Whoa! Anyway, so the main takeaway I had from it was, like, there were so many Americans there who'd, like, made a week of it. Like, they'd come over to watch the baseball and just spend time in London as well, which is fair enough. I thought it would be all, like, British people, but but it was loads of Americans. And therefore, there was loads of examples of the cultural differences between Brits and Americans. Um, Americans are more polite and friendly, but will make conversation out of thin, when there's no conversation needed to be made. Um, they also take national anthems very seriously. Me and my girlfriend were sat next to two American men. They played the Star Spangled Banner at the start and they were like, hats off, like proper, like serious. And then really respectfully listen to our anthem as well while we're just laughing about it going, it's the same king. It's not God Save the Queen anymore. <laughs> um, so they also had like a gospel choir. So it was like, God Save the King. They made it all jazzy and oh, that. Okay. It was bizarre. Um, also, um, what else was I going to say? I'd like to shout out a, a British man, actually, who at one point we were sat outside the stadium just waiting to go in. And he walked past in, I think he was wearing New York Mets gear. And he oh. went, um, he went like, this is exactly what he said as well. He didn't say, are you Jack from Cultaholic? He went, are you off that wrestling podcast? Mm. So he, he's more of a, he's podcast first. Couldn't even think of the name of the channel. So fair play to him because he's a podcast fan first and foremost. Um, if he's listening to this, he'd had a few, I think as well. So he was in a good mood. He gave me a really hard high five. Um, I just had a lovely weekend, but saw many examples of the differences between Brits and America. I've got another one. Um, sat in Trafalgar Square on day two because they had a big screen up with the, the, the other game on it. And this American woman sat next to us and was like, oh, is that seat taken? We were like, no, no, go for it. And she's just eating her food and stuff. But I could sense I, she was trying to start a conversation and I didn't <laughs> want to have a conversation. And she dropped a chip and the pigeon started to like eat her chip and she went, huh, there you go, bro. And I ignored her and she went, there you go, bro. And I, I didn't take the bait. I was I'm not. Unlike the pigeon. Which did take the bait. Um, Stupid pigeon. Yeah. So the, the pigeon regretted taking the chip. <laughs> it was like, oh, I don't know how to talk to you. Sometimes I wish that we were more like Americans in terms of being more charismatic and conversational and stuff. But sometimes silence is golden. <laughs> so, mm. um, Especially a baseball game. No, that was all right. The blokes next to us were all right. There was a bit of banter at first. They saw my Cubs hat and they were like, it'll cost you two beers to sit next to us. Wait. Yeah. They've also got any sarcasm or banter. <laughs> um, anyway. So. Did you, <laughs> what do you mean? It doesn't matter. So, um, but they were nice men. They were nice blokes. Just innocent men. Just normal men. Um, and it was a nice weekend. But when you mentioned religion before, it reminded me. We didn't go at this in the end, but just looking at stuff to do in between baseball games around mm -hmm. London. Have you ever heard of the London Mithraeum? What? Myth Myth what? Myth Mithraeum, Mithraeum. Mithraeum. Is that a lisp? It's a temple underneath a building in the city of London, which is a temple to the mystery god Mithras, which was like a competing religion in the early days of Christianity. 
I've never the heard AEW of, of religion. And I wish I'd gone. <laughs> I, we didn't go, but I wish I'd gone just to see what this weird old religion was about. So it's still there? It's still there. Oh. So if anyone's been to the Temple of Mithras, let me know. I know somebody who hasn't been there. Ben Potter. Ah, uh, what well, he might have done. He belongs to a different church now, does Ben? So, uh, yes, he does. Cultural differences between Brits yeah. and Americans. I fear I may have been mean about Americans there. No, you talk about the differences between us. You listed all the negatives of the Americans. All Loud, positive. Prish, can't no, be no, I didn't, with them. I didn't, I didn't. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they were all very polite. One woman lent me her sun cream. Very nice of her. What factor? 50. Yeah. yeah. The back of my neck was going red. So, yeah. God. Up the factor 50. An underrated sun cream. Everyone, I've often everyone, said mo it's everyone the, mocks it, doesn't it? Yeah, they do. It's yeah. Mercedes Benz. Of, uh, Some people need it. Mm. I need it. Nothing else works. Message yes. there? No, I touched my phone. <laughs> I apologize. Maybe the, the Cubs won. Go Cubs, go Cubs, go. It's oh. a song. I don't know about the Mets. Like the meat. The, the Mets. Mets. I don't know. The, the, it's a song. They played songs before the game in the building. Oh, yeah. The Cubs got Go Cubs Go, like this old timey, hey, Chicago, what do you say? The Cubs going to win today. And then the <laughs> okay. Cardinals obviously don't have a song because they, they played a Nelly song because he's from St. Louis. I thought they should have played Voices. <laughs> a good way to get the crowd up. Yeah. Oh. You see, Elton? Music last Oh, I feel bad for the things I've said in this podcast about Elton. Right. Well, I thought he was going to. Play like how when you when he hobbled out, him. I was getting sh flashbacks to that lockdown garden yeah. performance. And I was thinking, oh, here we go. Oh, I'm till Tony. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but he pulled out. He was the best yeah. thing about Glashing Me all weekend. So, so I <laughs> feel like Elton has reminded us all what a pro he is because mm. Axel Rose. He <laughs> oh. <laughs> tried. Hey, he's got a hell of a pair of lungs on him because the amount of sprints he was doing, mm. he was sprinting more than he was singing. I was like, why don't you just not sprint and sing a bit better? <laughs> Would have worked a lot better, surely, he is Axel. so Chris Jericho. I'll tell you um, what, though. Slash didn't miss a note the entire night. Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. A professional. Uh, just like that. And I just don't know what I make of Alex Turner anymore. Oh, I was sick. Oh, I even shared Andrew. my thoughts about it on Instagram. I was that furious. As a Yorkshireman. <laughs> Alex Turner just used to be one of their lads from Sheffield. Oh, he were rate good. Shaggy Bays and Reebok classics. And Those now, were days. <laughs> oh, my name's Alex Turner. Oh, it's thumbs down from Andrew oh. there. He's like a, it's like a, a crap tribute to Arctic Monkeys band that like I found in like a, a sleazy Las Vegas club with velveteen curtains everywhere. Mm. That's what they sound like now. Pathetic. They budget their own old songs. I understand that he doesn't want to. He might have more. He might write more poetic lyrics now. He might be trying to be more deeper and introspective. Now he's an adult with these newer songs and he doesn't maybe care as much about the songs he wrote when he was an 18-year-old. But you can't he doesn't need, but he doesn't need, but he doesn't need to <laughs> but he doesn't need to sing in that way. No. <laughs> yeah, and also those songs were, were really good as well. Yeah. I know people some people prefer Latter day after monkeys and they're incorrect. They're pretentious arseholes. <laughs> Every single one of them. Do How the can rest you of the band not look at him and go, What's Alex doing? Matt held Matt held is behind the drums because he sat to think, What am I doing here? Well he just looks the same, doesn't he? He's just normal lad. Yeah. Yeah. But he used to bang the bloody things. Now he's going while he wobbles at the front off. No one's gonna be tweeting about my drums. Cold as a night. Because he sings the old songs in the new way. Yeah. And it's weird. You remember what, you know the Drake song, Just Hold On, We're Going Home? Going home. The Marky Mouse did a cover of that in the live lounge. That was the first time I remember thinking, what's he doing? They spent too long in America. Yeah. I'd forgotten uh, what they are. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> it's disgraceful. It's disgusting. They I was, was furious. <laughs> <laughs> 
They've spent so long in America, they won't even appreciate. My pick for Hall of Fame this week. Oh. Sorry. All day English breakfast. Mm. In brackets, bag out. Um, Ross's pick is... Benjamin Potter of the Church of Osprey and Omega. Mm. That's right. AW fight forever, brackets, like living in the kingdom of our heaven. Of our Lord <laughs> and Saviour. And Jack's is the social and... Uh, the cultural differences and cultural between differences. Brits and Americans, which I love, by the way. I love them. Which I, I just love, I feel by the like way. Really... You write this all down, Andrew. This is their yeah, name. I've got be American friends, long. you know. <laughs> the cultural differences... I had a nice view. time with the baseball, but I didn't make that too many enemies. Perhaps that one woman in the pigeon. <laughs> the cultural differences between Brits and Americans, brackets, who I love, by the way. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And people look at that go, gee, I wonder who that is. <laughs> Anyway, those three picks are yours are yours alone. If you go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic, happy voting. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! This week in wrestling. Mm. Smackdown. Triple H's bad day. The Usos open the show and admit that it feels weird to be feuding with their own family. They would have done anything Roman asked, but that changed when he disrespected them. They say that they're willing to forgive Roman but not that treacherous rat, Paul Heyman. In London, Reigns and Solo will be welcomed. The Uso Penitentiary. Oh, it's still all about Jay. Oh, Jay was a nice development in this segment because he was still being a little insecure man. Roman still messing with his head, even though the big turn happened last week, saying that he had the chance, like Jimmy set him up to say, you're feeling Usi. He couldn't do it. He had to pro uh, proclaim his love for Roman Reigns, but he still can't let it go. So I thought it was a nice development because it sort of keeps it on a on an edge slightly, doesn't it? I Jay, fully agree, Ross. Jay Uso is the most complex character in fiction mm. ever All that of fiction. I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah. No, I fully agree with everything there. There's <laughs> yeah, yeah. not much else to add, but it's really good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah. Segment good. That's analysis. La Knight beats Rey Mysterio and tries to rip up his mask afterwards, but Santos Escobar chases him away. Yeah, was he was he going for the mask or was he just using it to drag him along? I wasn't sure. He just went for the mask. Yeah, he went, he went for, for the, the mask. mask. Yeah. That's quite drastic. He's, he's still presented as a heel for some reason, despite the fact the crowds are yeah. cheering him louder than anybody else at the minute. I I just... like, Can you believe the despicable behaviour? It's like, <laughs> well, I can't hear you call over the massive cheers for <laughs> LA Knight. When he eventually does turn face, I'm really dreading that they'll try and change him at all. They'll just keep him exactly the exactly the same. That might be actually good, though, because given the track record for, oh, this guy's a good guy. Well, let's present him as a good guy. He comes out high-fiving and kissing babies, and it's like, oh, God, no. Mm. What we like him about him now is what he's doing now. Yeah. And what was he was in the news this week, kind of the news, not really that news, when he um, someone said, what was it like in an interview? And he saw this ble uh, uh, briefly on Twitter, so I apologize if I'm getting it a bit wrong. He was asked how it felt to be Impact World Champion. He went, not much, because only three people watching the show <laughs> yeah. at that time. <laughs> and someone reminded or quote tweeted, and I'm not much sure how accurate this is, but the reason why he left Impact is because he was fired because he refused to wrestle Tessa. Okay, fair enough. Oh. As he's if he couldn't like him more. He's also um, challenged King Charles to a fight. As if you couldn't like him more. Um, Which of those fists of him? I was saying, I was saying yesterday, it's like he wears boxing gloves all the time. You seen that picture that's come out? I was gonna say no. He's doing a little hands. boogie a few years ago, and he's got his fists clenched, and it's like a cartoon. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. Ham Hawks. Yeah. You know when Dave, Dave Grohl in the music video for um, oh, what is oh, it? Oh, Everlong, and, yeah, and he's got. Yeah, he's got. Anyway, we'll forget. That's how. That's our king. By the way, we we'll forget how good of an athlete the Rock is because his slingshot shoulder tackle over the top rope was absolutely sensational. The little sequence back and forth between the shoot BFT out of nowhere was absolutely brilliant, mm -hmm. and I was shocked he got the cleanish clean win 
Because he's a heel, obviously. Yeah. But this this Who, week made me realize that I was wrong last week when I went, no, guys, I think Damien Priest might... No, I think he's all right now. LA Knight's got to win, yeah. surely. But there's this little thing that there's going to be a shock, a shock result, apparently, according to the news. Someone's pointed out in the Isn't comments... is any of those people winning going to be a in shock? The, yeah, yeah, in yeah. the yeah. comments <laughs> of our news video, someone pointed out a possibility that we hadn't considered, which was that um, maybe the surprise will be a cash-in. Imagine if Finn wins and then Damien cashes in. Mm. <laughs> Pete said he wouldn't do that, Ross. <laughs> well, we were talking about Roman there. You know, you'll know who it is. He's probably a friend of yours. Um, you know that Irish YouTuber, Super Eyepatch Wolf or something like oh, that? Oh, yes. Yes. Do you know him? Yeah. <laughs> Not Fantastic. a lot, but a message. He's Have like, you oh, met I, him? We did the Snitsky Heidenreich thing. I like your videos. Okay. I like your videos as well, Matthew. <laughs> so, AM. Did I message him? Hey, do you want to do a voiceover for a video? I'm never going to spot talk to you again, Matthew. Uh. <laughs> He, he did a really interesting and long detailed video essay on Roman Reigns yeah. recently. Um, and God, that was weird. All three of you took a drink at the same yeah. time and I got quite Here comes a story. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, hey. And basically he had clips in it of like old babyface Roman Reigns. And it's having it's been years since I've seen like the Suffering Succotash promo and stuff. It's so worlds apart. Like, I thought, oh, he's just been given cooler stuff to do. No, his body language is different. He's way worse on the mic than he is now. He just looks uncomfortable. And now, compared to how he is these days, it's so obvious that he didn't want to be doing what he was doing. Right. The suffering sucker type problem is like, he stood like that. He doesn't want to be, he's like, oh, I don't want to do this. He's, he's like a cartoon character almost because he's like, hmm. Because he even <sighs> tries to save it. I forgot about this the bit. The wink. But it, it, afterwards, he's like, I, oh. I can't believe I said it either. And it's like, you might think that you're trying to, you might think that you're trying to... Sorry about that indigestion. Um, <laughs> trying to make, like be all cool, like a hurt, hurt, but it does not come across like, oh, I had to say that. Oh. It made it look like an even bigger dick. And so people have been saying, wow, wrestling fans are stupid. They used to boo Roman and not appreciate them. It's like, no, 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 he was wank. Yeah, he was, he was wank. A, was, sorry, he was a wank good guy. He had a lot. He had WWE's vision of a good guy put on him. It wasn't entirely his fault, but man. Oh, yeah, he was still an ass kicker. Yeah. Mm. Oh, a terrible person. Mm. Horrible. <laughs> Never forget that time when he went, man. oh, Rusev, I've got photos of your family get together. Oh, look at your family. I'm like, Rusev can only come back from this if he murders Roman Reigns on pay-per-view. Mm. Yeah. He said, my mom's fat. <laughs> you did. I'm going to get that tank and run your legs out. Was this when Rusev... And he was supposed to be the good guy. Showed the, the picture of his family. He was like, it's my babushka. She is. Lovely woman. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was it was despicable behavior, and he was the good guy. Now, <sighs> horrible. Anyway, the thing I loaded up, by the way, just get back, getting back to the Rock. Tom sent me this. It's from LA Shoot a uh, YouTube channel, and it's a commercial he did back in the day, which is called Jury Exchange Commercial Marriage Proposal Gone Wrong. Oh my god! It's only got ten thousand views. Thirteen years ago, it was uploaded. Do you reckon we play it on the podcast and see if we can get away with it? Andrew, I might need you to cut this bit if it's got music on, but I assume it doesn't. Let's go. Let's I am the one and <laughs> Okay, so Ellen Knight's he's gone down on one knee. Proposed to his lass who's washing the car, so perfect time. She said yes, give him a big hug. Ritzy jewelry. Oh. Which I guess is which I guess is a cheap Oh, right, that, right, that right. ungrateful woman. So <laughs> Elliot Knight's watch, watching his wife to be wash a car and proposes to her, and then she doesn't like the fact that he got a ring from Ritzy Jewelry. Because he's yeah. a wrestler, so I had certain expectations. When he picked her up, I thought he was going to do an overhead belly to belly. On the car. Oh. 
So obviously the jewelry exchange is like, go get there if you really love your wife. Oh, there's a lot of stuff here. There was just a final shot. There you go. And he's always. Oh, she squared him in the face again. That's an abusive relationship, that. Get out of it, Anyway, so. well, of course this is all I could afford. I'm in TNA. Oh. <laughs> look, we've got a car with petrol in it, love. And uh, yeah, well done. I liked uh, Ross's recommended videos on the side. One of them was Sabu's Haku Blues. That's a wrestler. When he rocked up on AEW the week, my girlfriend was like, his theme back in the day used to scare me. So like, I've just, oh. been, I've just been playing it randomly. What, like the, that, no? like the slow, like... Do, 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 do. Yeah. 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 Oh. Do, 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 Maybe that's the point. Do, do. Yeah. Oh, because oh, that's ominous. Harry Slash and the Slash Tones recorded that. And you remember he, he tweeted, uh, it was 300 followers, bless him, saying like, oh, that's great. Nice of AEW to just rip off an homage mm. off theme rather than pay us for it. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Tony, but he'll pay Europe three billion million pounds mm. for one player. For one player, yeah. yeah. Uh, Rich Holland turns in, runs into Solo Sokoa. Wow, what a segment that would have been. Rich Holland runs into Solo Sokoa and Paul Heyman backstage and gets hit with the Samoan Spike. This causes Sheamus to demand a match against Solo from Adam Pearce before heading out the stage and calling Solo out anyway. This felt... So obviously this was the show that all the news reports were like, Triple H is fuming because Vince has changed everything. This felt very last minute. This felt like a Vincey change, like Ridge running into people backstage, getting hit, sets up a quick match. I feel like this was scrambled together. I, I think so because the quality of the segment was way less. It was just... Well, I'm backstage. Oh, hello, Solo. Uh, what are you throat. looking at? Bosh. There was almost exactly... <laughs> wow, so oh, you hold me hand on the... Oh, you're in, I thought you were selling how hard you hit. Blood Imaginary everywhere. Ridge. Nah. Because he is the fridge. He is a fridge. There was a really, really similar segment on Raw with Riddle and Kaiser as well, which was similarly... Please have been doing that for the last, last few weeks, though, when they've been feuding. Oh, but so. it was... We'll get... To, I'll talk anyway, about it when I get yeah. to it. Yeah. 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 Uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler beat Alba Fire and Isla Dawn to unify the tag titles. Oh, they stole good, one. A good I match, I can't believe though. it. It was. They were beating them down for ages were the witch and her dragon. Yeah. Uh, the commentary was saying that they're getting annihilated with the, the bad bitches at one point against the witch and the dragon. Uh, Ronda did a nice poison Rana on Alba mm -hmm. to turn the tide. There was a double knees off the top look. It really hurt Shayna because they landed right on her stomach, mm. which looked like a shoot thing. And I thought the double submission thing with Ronda getting on the scene at the last second was a nice finish. Yeah. Raquel, I need, she needs a gimmick. She sat there at ringside for the match and the people who have ruined her life recently, she's like, hee! Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's like, she's just look enjoying. angry. She's Raquel, enjoying. furious <laughs> at ringside call. You can see a look in her face. She's enjoying the wrestling on display. There's nowhere that does it like the WWE uh, sports entertainment brand. The match hadn't even started yet. No, yeah. She was smiling just at the, the sight of Ronda and Shayna. Yeah. You know, you know how WWE is now like, the problem with WWE is that they're scared to make stars because they have to be the biggest brand. That translates really funnily to NXT when a main roster star goes down because people are like, they're from the main roster of WWE. It was like Rhea Ripley was Jesus this week. They were all like, oh my God. Which I know... Well, that's an normal everyone, reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially airports. If Ben's in the church of Osprey and Omega, Tom <laughs> Campbell is in the church of Rhea Ripley. Matthew's in the church of Rhea Ripley. I think we all are really, aren't we? Mm. Oh, the mother. Who <laughs> oh, the mother? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I thought the Spooky Witches got a lot of offense in, practically dominating until uh, the submission specialists were able to take them down, which was like, okay, yeah. So I was got surprised. As good as they got. Pleasantly surprised, because I thought this would be a glorified squash. Mm. Yep. Uh, but then it didn't even matter, because Raquel wants to rematch the tag titles since she never lost them, uh, before bringing out the returning Liv Morgan with a nice, hey, it's her pop, yay. It is back. her. 
It is. She is her. Mm. And Harry Slash went, I can't believe Sabu's out again. <laughs> Remember those days of her being Sabu? Yes. Yeah. Still weird. She's still got a bit it. of recklessness. Live life, love. <laughs> She's a middle-aged mom. Yeah. With that on her bedroom what's wall. Her, wait, her what's her bed. saying? It's not live life, love at all. <laughs> <laughs> Live it life. should be. Live live in the Vita. Yes. Live in after midnight. It's time for the Great Somala Effect. The special guests, Pretty Deadly. They all compliment each other before Pretty Deadly complain about being seen as underdogs. Waller praises them for winning the gauntlet match, ignoring the fact that they only had to beat one exhausted team. Yep. The Street Profits interrupt and want a tag match, but Pretty Deadly win after more heelish shenanigans. So Grayson's explained why he's been kept out of action. Why, why, so at least it gave me a bit of hope that at least we might get NXT Grayson Waller in the future because we've all complained that he's been a, a much reduced version of himself. Um, he, he claims that he had a broken leg when he was drafted. Mm. What, That's some which, draft. Which I, I think, do we see him walk to the ring? Do we ever see him? We always around? see him when he's in the ring. He's already right. in the ring? Yeah. yeah. Huh. From the waist up like Elvis. And this explains why he never stands up to anyone because he can't get physical. Yeah, literally can't stand up. Yeah. Very good. That's a shame that. I'd just keep him off TV, me, if that was the case. No, I think this is good because this is a way of introducing him. The thing with um, Albert and Isla is that they had some promos and they had like two weeks ago and, <laughs> and people are like, I'm not buying this leg. So having Grace someone every week allows people to go, oh, no, at least I know who he is. I guess so. You could argue that it, it's a bit similar to Britt Baker when she got injured when she was really hot in AW, but then she managed to stay over by doing the comedy things with Reba. That's a perfect level. comparison. But... To Ross's point, though, is this helping Grayson or is it diluting the Grayson we knew? It's always barely got any squash in that pint glass. Mm. It's 99% water and a little bit of squash at the top because it has been completely diluted. Well, a little bit mm -hmm. where he was getting closer to being a dick, where he was just saying it's like it's nice to have some guests on the show with style and banter, like bigging up the heels, but that's as healy as he's been on the main roster. He's just, he's just been a fanboy journalist. He's been, mm. one, he's been one of us. Mm. Pathetic. But I'm assuming that he's just he's just sticking in first gear because he can't stand up to anybody. So what's, mm. what's the point? Yeah, he's going to insult someone. So. They go, oh, what are you going to do about Grayson? It's like, nothing. I'm going to cast me. So I think once he gets healthy, he'll be doing a bit more okay. Grayson Waller stuff. I tell you what, though, the finish of the match as well, they're keeping the ingenious spots up with the brawlet is a term I learned this week, yes. which is what I'm pretty right. deadly wear with the arms and chest exposed. A yeah. brawlet to keep Elton's feet on the middle rope. I thought it was, it was fantastic the way that brawlet was used. Yep. And the fact that brawler is a word that was going out uh, Wade Barrett's mouth a lot of times. Yeah, he's in his, his element I here. I bloody love a brawler. And he's obviously putting over his pretty daddy come to the ring. Obviously, the English are the prettiest people in the entire world, aren't they? Look at my face, Michael Cole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I we, dare you to say something. We did a pitches video recently, and I, my fourth scrapped pitch, which I now regret scrapping, involved a few between pretty deadly and maximum male models because I want them to have, like, who's the prettiest mm. few, mm. which... Is pretty deadly because we're British and we have to say that. But actually, it's really close, in my opinion. It's a close contest. Oh, you see one baseball match. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, same with the Grace Moore effect. No, it isn't. I've just said that. Charlotte Flair beats Lacey Evans in a singles match, but is immediately attacked by Asuka afterwards. Backstage, Alan Pierce tells Bianca Belair that he has to ban her from ringside next week, promising her a shot at the winner in return. Belair is doubtful, as Pierce let Charlotte jump the queue in the first place. Yeah, Bianca's got a point. Stop it, I'm telling lies. Yeah. As CM Punk said. Uh, yeah, Bianca Belair's completely right in this. Uh, Lacey Evans just got nothing here. Nothing. Well, her, the commentators are like, whatever, she's got a hat, who cares? Her, her mission is to use the Cobra Clutch, and she hasn't <laughs> successfully completed the mission. Watching this match, it was funny to think that this could have been one of the marquee matches for WrestleMania 37. Oh. If Ric Flair 
had not <laughs> oh. got Lacey pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> is what, how that ended, kind of. Yes. And it never got like oh, God. it never got explained. So as far as we Good. know, she is the mother of Ric Flair's child. <laughs> Like Al Pacino, who recently had a child. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Richard Keyes, the disgusting yeah. man. Oh, was Richard, Richard Keyes, Keyes is oh. again. Richard Keyes had an affair with his daughter's friend and is now married. Oh, that, my God. Married that daughter's friend, who I assume isn't a friend of the daughter anymore. You'd guess she's, not. She's 34, I think, currently, and he's in his 60s. Yeah. Disgusting. But when when Arteta celebrates outside the technical area, that's too far. That's but when Richard Keyes, <laughs> he always complains about that. Um, but when he marries his daughter's mate and leaves his wife, he I was, believe was recovering from ca- or battling cancer at the yeah. time. Yeah, he's a bad guy. He's <laughs> awful. Yeah, he's really I mean, he was a dick, but then he was that level yeah. of like... Disgusting. And she's no better, quite yeah, frankly. That's right. so, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you think he would know Mrs. the offside Keyes. rule by now, but obviously not. Uh, Sorry, just a bit of banter. It was um, just <laughs> Dark Ooh. forces are at play oh, here. Oh, God. Ooh. We had some banter together. <laughs> <laughs> what a time that was. Anyway, anyway uh, wow. Charlotte, so I'm still recovering from that. Charlotte Flair what... did the Tranquilo thing in the ring. Mm. Yes, that was yes, interesting. They might be in a relationship here in Andrade. Who knows? Um, this must have been... Uh, oh, God, how old Andrade? Sorry, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought it must have been a shoot beatdown from Asuka because Charlotte didn't even get a chance to do the... You got me this time, kid face. She was le- legitimately just selling on the mat the entire time. Asuka jumped Crazy. Uh, She with... does do it sometimes. Like. <laughs> she didn't let Charlotte get a second of celebrating. She jumped her straight away. And right. I think fair play. She's seen this before. Yeah. She knows what happens. But yeah, Belair just simmering, going, hang on. Um, feeling like a bit Bret Hart 97 here. I am getting screwed quite a lot. But like Bret Hart 97, I think we're meant to boo her, but I'm on her side. No, 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 no. I think they're just giving her... <laughs> No. Okay. It's probably going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, well, Charlotte's right. a yeah. face, and Bianca's the one with the that, grievance. That, we we'll all, see. We always... We'll see. Okay, fair enough then. I think Charlotte's a bit of a CM Punk figure in this in this oh. storyline. <laughs> you just got to react however you want to react. Okay. And then move on with your life. Fair enough. Good advice. <laughs> Solo beats Sheamus via ref stoppage after smashing him through the barricade. Solo attacks an official, stands tall, but the Usos run out and beat him down. Heyman looks worried. Call Roman Reigns. He ends every show. He's really good at doing well, that. Yeah, he, he, he did a worried one earlier in the show, like when Solo beat up Bridge backstage. He's like, "Call oh, Roman Reigns." <laughs> <laughs> Paul Bearer was back. Uh, I thought it was a proper throwback match. <gasps> Remember when the Dudleys kidnapped Paul, but we didn't know which Paul it was, and it turned out to be bloody Bearer. What a feud! And oh, then he yeah. got encased in cement, a concrete crap. And then Undertaker beat the Dudleys. And then Paul was like, oh, thank God for that. I'm not going to die now. And that's <laughs> when we all... No, there's nothing I can do. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when we all realized that wrestling was fake because that went... video got leaked on YouTube. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Pratt, yeah. Undertaker like, Pratt, 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 mid-match? Because I watched this for a weirdest episode a few oh, months you ago. Didn't, yeah. And when Heyman goes to pull the lever midway through the match anyway, ruining the stipulation he's like well fine Undertaker's winning I'm just gonna pull it anyway and Undertaker scares him off with lightning like he shoots a bolt of lightning oh yes that was a pay-per-view main event Smackdown 04 after Wrestlemania was grim oh yeah I watched a bit of that this week for a video. It was um, Mordecai versus Bob Holly. Oh, it was yeah. like the semi-main. Bob, it's like, all right, Bob Holly, make Mordecai look really good. Smother him and don't get anything. Gotcha. He Paul Roma'd him. It was, it was set up like Solo and Sheamus, wasn't this week? Smackdown, a backstage beatdown, I think. I think mm. perhaps I can't mm. remember now. It also had Billy Gunn versus, I think, Kenzo Suzuki. Oh, oh yes. God. And they just, it was so 
quite stereotypical. It was quite bad. It was like, it was like look at the sneaky in-ring style of Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> after every movie, he'd go like, well, yeah. Wasn't Bruce Pritchard said they wanted to name him after the old, the, the Japanese emperor during World War Two. Oh, no. And all the stuff they said, and they got told it was like insensitive. And Bruce Pritchard seemed like annoyed at being told off. All right, fine. Is Bruce still in charge of Gunter and all these weird say, decisions yeah. that get made? What, what makes you ask that, Jack? Uh, but yeah. The five glaring examples of references to something. Doesn't matter. Just a set. Solo versus Sheamus was a proper throwback match. The only fancy bit was Sheamus skinning his cat on the turnbuckles. I thought it was impressive how much oh, Sheamus... Yeah, I know. I thought it was impressive how much Sheamus was throwing that chunky boy around. Mm. His power slam black backbreaker. Backbreaker combo was very, very impressive. Well, they didn't pin Sheamus. Mm. They're still protecting Sheamus from yeah. big future bad boy matches. Yeah, this felt like a nice placeholder because we've seen this match happen numerous times, but it's Sheamus versus Solo. I'm all right with seeing that. A apart from the, the changes to matches that had been previously advertised, which is what everyone said was the main like re example of Vince meddling in the show, I actually thought Raw this week was the more obvious meddled with show. So I was a little bit confused mm. until I saw that the advertised match. I'll say this though, it didn't, it didn't affect my enjoyment of the show too much. Okay. So... Yeah, we need, we need to start defending Vince McMahon. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. No, we need to Play shoot him. Because um, apparently the uh, the story in the press now is that the, the, whoever else is up at the top of the company are going to try and stop Vince McMahon meddling so close to showtime going on the air. So shoot him. See, so have you ever played the Hitman games? Nah. Mm -hmm. It's really good because you're like, oh, I need to kill that bloke in that room there, but there's guards. And you sometimes go, oh, I need to cause some sort of cool distraction or do this. No, there are some bits where you just throw a coin and every single time a, a bodyguard, a security <laughs> guard, dude for good will be like, huh, a penny. And we'll just walk yeah. into the spot. So I hope they're doing that backstage with Vince. Yeah. <laughs> need to stop him somehow. <laughs> send him on a um, a wild, like, you know, when there's like, send him for a can of tartan paint or whatever. Like the, oh, the, oh, yeah, there we yeah. go. <clears throat> All the other ones. Um, Something about a spirit level? Oh, yes. <laughs> the bubbles on the spirit level. Mm. Anyway, I'm boring people. AW Collision. The yes. biggest defeat for Punk since Rod Stewart beat the Sex Pistols the number one. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Tony Schiavone opens the show, but is interrupted by Minoru Suzuki and Chris Jericho, who mock the idea of Sting and Darby's mystery partner. Goldberg. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Vincent Mann interfered in this as well. It was supposed to be Goldberg. So I saw that in the news. Sting and Darby cut him off, revealing their partner to be NATO. Oh, it's the least excited I've been to see NATO ever. I was going to say, it's apparently it's uh, NATO's Scottish lad with uh, bad feet. Nate. Jericho <laughs> and NATO have a stare down. And yet they had a match at Wrestle Kingdom, didn't they, Jack? They did. They had a, few, they had a series of matches which ended with Nido winning because Jericho was the heel. Oh. So I think Nido ended up winning this. I um, really enjoyed the silly bugger stuff though. The handshake was between Manuro mm -hmm. and uh, Manuro and uh, Jericho. The best pals. Yeah, funny. Yep. And then Sting with a little whisper of, it's Naito. After Darby gone, I think you know who it is, what we're talking about here. Yeah, I don't know why I whispered Naito. again. Yeah, it's, <laughs> you'd already whispered Sting. Did you forget about that? Bless him. I'll tell you what, though, at the start of the show, there was a promo where I'm starting to get on board severely with, I think that's the right word to use. So yes, I'm, I'm severely getting on board with Juice Robinson. Oh, okay. His promos where he's on about the Bang Bang Gang, gonna get the W, just how his little quips and little... He's very 1980s. He is, yeah. Really good. I think I'm in agreement that he's better than Jay White. Oh, oh yeah. The best yeah. pure I'm way more invested in Juice than, oh, the subtle pure heelism of Jay White that I've yet to see. Yeah. He's a good wrestler, but character-wise. Yeah, but so is everybody in bloody AEW. No, that's true. 
But so. CM Punk apparently gave him the biggest glowing endorsement of all time this week on Instagram because I forget what film it is. There's a film where someone it's has not to, Rocky. <laughs> there's a someone a film where someone has to go back in time. I don't know if it's to save the world where they have to sort of stop themselves, like the second coming of themselves from doing something. All right. That lends something or something like that. So Punk shared a picture of him and Jay White with this a screen mm. cap of this film. If only Joel was I'm trying there. to think. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Jack being a film guy. I think it's probably Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban that we're talking about. It was not that one. <laughs> yeah, Ross would know that one. <laughs> back I love to the future. Uh, to stop, to go back time to stop yourself. Well, Back to the Future is the only one I can think of, but that's not... Not the Bruce Willis one. <clears throat> um, What's it called? Was it like... Is it Inception? Nah. Is it Blade Did, did it have an L in the title? Looper. Looper. Yeah, Looper. Bruce Willis one. Yay. Looper. Looper. Hanging in the Louvre. Wait, so he's... That's the film he watched. So he's oh, not okay. seen any of the Rockies, but he's referencing Looper. <laughs> there you go, Matthew. Does that make it clearer for you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. So he's, he's saying that Jay White is like the second coming of him. Oh. Oh. That's the worst oh. thing you can say about anybody <laughs> if he wants to put them over. Oh. Jay White's a massive dick who gets along with nobody. Jay White. He might have been just like me. <laughs> <laughs> Jay White's the second coming of Sam. Huh. Well, Up the juice, though. We'll see. Up the juice. That's yeah. it, Pop. Want to watch Looper? <laughs> So it was so just for the avoidance. Oh, I talking like that for it was oh, Jay that Punk was favorably comparing himself to. Yes. Okay. Right. Hmm. Okay. But it's obvious the juice in the words of myself and Matthew is far superior to yep, Jay. Punk. Thank you. But I, <laughs> and I did like the old cold open, almost like Saturday Night's Main Event from the 80s, mm. of like tonight on the show we're gonna do this, this, this. That's right. Tell them juice. Bah, 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 bah. Yeah, I like that little feel of it. Make it different to the other shows. Mm. Yeah. And obviously everyone then tweeted, ah. Uh, Elton John playing the AEW theme. Right now. Yeah, he's hey. gonna be at Wembley. Come on. <gasps> oh. I, know that, I know that was his last UK show at Glastonbury, and it was one hell of a way to go out. But if there's yeah, one way to talks. top if there's one way to top it. He doesn't need to play. He can do a Tyson Fury. He can knock out a heel. From... <laughs> <laughs> Imagine him doing a running down the ramp, just oh, oh, yeah. God. Half an hour He'd just have to sit on his on like a wheeled piano and just wheel himself down. <laughs> Oh, that would be good. It's like, yeah, because the ramp's like that. It's just like, oh, he just pushes. Oh, no. Someone takes a bump off it. Oh, Sammy Guevara could bump off that. Yes, he would. Yeah. Oh, he's doing the running thing like it's the golf cart. Oh, yeah. yes. We're doing it. Book it. Okay. Uh, it's definitely going to be cheaper than Europe. Uh, here we go. Miro must walk alone and be righteous without yeah. seeking reward. He is now godless. I forgot how much I love these promos. Yeah. He's been in exile for almost a year, and then he was summoned. He someone, called God a coward again. He finally spoke. Yeah. <laughs> someone into, it was the Viking Raiders. They stole a bit of Miro's flow on Raw this week. It's been a long time since the gods have communicated with us. Mm. I was like, hang on. Yeah, but you can understand. The difference between Miro saying God has betrayed me, it's because God's scared of him. Mm. The gods aren't talking to the Viking <clears throat> Raiders because they're going, yeah, because you're rubbish. They've got no creative plans. <laughs> yeah. It was just a fantastic promo once again. Like he, he told me, he told me I would be his favorite champion once again. So he's going after a title now. We know this. He's got blessings in his muscles that he would never lose again. All I need to do is praise him, but he can't praise him because he hates him. He's trapped in his own whatever the word is. Is is Miro? Yeah. Aye, no. He wants God's love, but God's too afraid to say that'll do. Miro, that'll yeah. do. I now renounce my God, my gold, oh. and my beautiful wife. What a line! Yeah, ben I am Miro, and I am godless. Ben Pollock cried during this. <laughs> uh, and then Tana uh, Tanahashi beat Swerve Strickland. MJF appeared on the Tron and revealed that he's demanded to be the first match of the night at Forbidden Door because he wants to get out of Canada as soon as he can. It's fair enough, really. Uh, Nigel said Tanahashi is one of the original three musketeers. And then paused and went, uh, of the 2000s. And I was like, all right. 
the original not new the original right yeah. um do you know the other two the of the 2000s yeah d'artagnan yep uh, thank you yes and porthos matthew well it was really good i wasn't <laughs> so shocked by what jack said that i swore loudly Nearly swore um it, it's nakamura in it and shibata right. oh i didn't know it's shibata and nakamura aren't they at different times Greatness wasn't Tanahashi great way before then, or yeah, I think Shibata left because he was like, I'm doing my own thing. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. And Okada was never one of them, he was like the the runt, the little outcast who made it big. I don't oh. know what I'm talking about. That's fair. Oh, yeah. I thought you it was, it was Nakamura and Tanahashi, and then Shibata was like the 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 rebel child, right? And then he was like the prodigal son who came back, and then. Oh, he just got injured too soon and he shouldn't be resting anymore. Yes, they took his brain out, remember? <laughs> I was going to say, is Tanahashi all right? Because he looked noticeably stiff. Oh, like, he... Not in terms of hitting people like Hangman hit punk. I've got written down here, it's a good job that Jack watched Beyond the Mat last week because <laughs> he was ready to see Tanahashi move around like 97 Terry Funk. Yeah, yeah. I think Tanahashi might have finally hit his, like, the start of his decline. Because, like, on Forbidden Door, if you had to guess which of the two... Kojima or Tanahashi it was most fresh. You'd guess Kojima every day, but yeah. it's actually Tanahashi. And, mm. Yeah, go that heavy for that long. And he's in the G1 Climax soon. Is he? Yeah. Well, that'll be out so. the first round. But uh, no, but it's not uh, so round robin. Oh, that's right. He's got like, he's got, like, about he's got multiple matches to do. Aye. So I was a bit annoyed about this just because obviously I love wrestling so much. I get passionate about the stupid stuff, but it was like, Swerve should be losing to Tanahashi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tanahashi's like up here, Ravine and everything else like that. I'm like, yeah, Swerve should just no, be No, I him. agree. I think they should have at least booked someone else to face Tanahashi, not Swerve. Hmm. Yeah, he got in all the hits to Tanahashi, but it was just how stiff he was moving around the ring. And then there was this frog splash spot where he went for the frog splash and then Swerve got his knees up. Like it really, once again, like a shoot connection. And, and that didn't help things at all. And then there was a slip on the turnbuckle mm -hmm. because of the, well, in oh, yeah, quotation, because the commentators were saying like, because of the work Swerve had done on his knee, which I guess that was fine. But when it kept happening again and again, it was a bit of a tough watch. And that even say, it was either this or on the show, on the pay-per-view even, that they have different, um, turnbuckles in AEW than do New Japan. Like boxing ring ones in New Japan. And you're like, yeah. I've never, no one else in the show almost fell off multiple times. Mm -hmm. So, just saying. It was a shame, like. But whatever. But it's like, okay, Tanahashi, you've earned the respect, whatever. But it's just like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, moving on. Uh, Andrade, uh, L, whatever Kevin Kelly wants to say his name, beats Brody King via DQ. That's been attacked by Buddy Matthews. He gets beaten down by Brody and Buddy while Julia Hart holds up his lucha mask. Malachi Black appears on the Tron and the lights go out. So it was during this match where we saw a sign that said Botchamania versus Promo <laughs> Joe for Forbidden Door 3. So your thoughts on that, please? Botchamania. Well, if you think Danahashi looked bad in that match, uh, <laughs> it's you see this. Is that what Promo Joe's going to be like when you're finished with him? I've no idea what Promo Joe looks like and it's the fear of not knowing. It's like a, like a really good horror film. I've no idea. But have you heard, his, heard his voice? I don't know. Like I said, I may have. What if he's? What if Hello, the call? Me. What if the call came from inside the house? What if it's him? What if it's Andrew? Oh, longest running joke. Yeah, yeah. What if it's that? Yeah. yeah. Oh no, not puppet. Oh, I can think anybody but puppet Jack for trainers. <laughs> you imitated Jack. I'm imitating you. No, that's not funny. I've already had enough of you. Oh. There we go. Um, yeah, when I reckon he battered me. Kind of. When will puppet Jack end as a bit? Never. Co correct. Okay, fair enough then. Yes. No, oh, uh, unless you are another YouTuber. I'm just gonna... Yes, it can. I'm going to move him off those wires. <laughs> that, is that the deal? What's that? Say, like Jack's like, I don't know, I can make some calls if this promo joke out is making stuff for you. Oh, yeah, what would you want? <laughs> no more puppet Jack. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, nah, he's a lovely guy, I assume. 
because you're not said anything bad about me. So I'm like, oh, good. Seems to be it. <laughs> no, we won, that's we what I'm saying. Match. Passive aggressive. I know people wanted to be heat. I'm like, no, he's all right. We There's won. been nutters in the past that I've been like, oh, no, no. We won the match dude. for Forbidden Door. Oh, that's fine. Three. Come on, Matthew. Oh, wait, yeah. Free ticket to America land. Yeah, sure. Book yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah, I'll pretend to hate them. You'll have to talk to everyone. We'll all be making conversation. There we go. You'll get a moment's peace. Yes. And we'd like to thank, me and Pro, we'd like to thank, you know, Kevin Kelly and the like, Butcher and Andrade Lee. Uh, and the good <laughs> lads like that and also that guy who was uh, right next to Julia Hart in the front row she was scowling <laughs> with her hat and this dude right next to her <laughs> she's a spooky lady it was a really good match though it, absolutely Andrade doing his massive moonsault off the top to the floor despite his injury was good and mm-hmm. uh, there was a big chop off the top rope by Brody that sent uh, Andrade to the floor his DVD in the corner looked horrible Brody Lee at uh, Brody Lee Brody King, well, that was a bit of a slip, wasn't it? Um, took that bump tremendously well. And I thought the, the, the match, it was a bit of a shame that the match ended with a run-in, but you can see why. Oh, I'm so of excited yep. for the yeah. match it's leading to. Give yeah. them like 25 mins. They're going to recruit Andrade, aren't they? No! They were holding his mask up at the end. Yeah. Oh, I'm a bit sick of culty recruitment storylines for a while. Just have them batter each other. That's like one eating another one, isn't it? Like if they if they recruit Andrade, Andrade then can't recruit people to his stables. You can't end the AFO. It's the best stable going. <laughs> <laughs> the AFO people are like, are we could be kept on. Yes, but you must be get loads of tattoos. <laughs> Listen to death metal. Anyway, uh, Tony Schiavone interviews Christian Cage and the new TNT champion. Christian, sorry, Luchasaurus. Mm. Uh, Christian cuts a promo on the city of Toronto, announces that the TNT Open challenges are over. And Luchasaurus never once touched the belt. <laughs> Very Love good. It. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah. This is why Christian said that he left the show last week in a really bad mood. So take that one, dirty uh-huh. sheets. Um, and then he had a little line where he said he's not going to pretend that he created this title like a vanity project, like someone who travelled the roads oh. did here in AEW. Who could he mean? Taz. Yes. Yeah. FTW title. Yes. Um, I thought it was just a good. Because if we forget that was his, I guess, home-ish town. Kind of. Yeah. So yeah, good hometown heel promo. Yep. Do you remember when he and Edge were brothers? Mm. Yes. Yeah, it was weird. It was. Yeah. <laughs> they both had long blonde hair. Yeah. They didn't. You're like, oh, that's all we need. Yeah, they're obviously related. It's like I, the Mitchell brothers. Well, they're both bald. I used to think Christian was short in those days. I remember being like, look at the little short Christian. No. Edge is just a really tall man. You know who's a big Christian? Ben Potter. Ben Potter. <laughs> He's not. Um, let's just clarify. Um, do you know what I watched? Speaking of old ladder matches and that. Foley and Undertaker reacting to... Oh, I've been told the watches. It's a good one. Yeah, it's a bit harrowing as well. Just them laughing about it. <laughs> and just like, both kind of going... But but it, it is good. It is a good watch. But at the start, Foley's already there waiting for Taker to arrive. Taker arrives and goes... Makes a really dark joke and says, I bet I can get over to him before he gets up to shake my hand. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> They've made Mick, poor old Mick, fly all the way to Houston, I think, where Taker lives. And he was on about like, yeah, there's only one man who could make me fly from one place to Houston and back to that place in the space of one day. He left his Disney holiday. Yeah. Oh. Poor Mick, they made him fly all that way because Taker wouldn't do the job mm. of getting on a plane. Just like a clean the ring 98. <laughs> and they're, they're watching oh. it and just kind of laughing, which is nice, but also both sat really stiff because they're all wrestlers and you just think, God, is it worth it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Right, fair <laughs> yes. More, I mean, yeah. more hideous bumps in wrestling in a few minutes. <laughs> Uh, Willow Nightingale beats Nyla Rose to advance at the Own Heart Tournament. So class. Give her all the belts. I liked how much of a struggle it was for both lasses because they were both massive and both strong. Mm. Um, And it it got to the point where 
They were counting each other all the time. And uh, sorry, uh, Willow did like the the pounce and the doctor bomb. Yep. To round things off, which was a brilliant finish. Mm. And who knew Sky Blue was enough to scare off all three um, ladies <laughs> and the, the bad lasses? Well, they saw the RJ City thing. Uh, what's uh, that? She oh, she people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I um, that was I'd run from her. <laughs> uh, we get a Scorpio Sky video package. Oh, oh no, no, no. He admits <laughs> that he's achieved a lot while being a shadow of his true self. Now we're going to see the real Scorpio Sky. <laughs> I realized there I did the no, 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 no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's um, the controller's narrative now, isn't he? Don't yeah, he, he, said, he said, I've achieved know. loads, but that was only a fraction of my real power. I'm like, was it? Was mm, it? Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Already, well, we've already, he was best when he was in the tag division, and then briefly when he was TNT champion, he was really good. I don't know if the rest of him's been booked that well. I don't know what else he's going to say, because, well, I've done sod all for ages, but now I'm back. Yeah. He's going to say yeah. something, hasn't he? Just the way he was like, I got my big break, and it let I let that big break control me. Oh. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah. Does that mean when he won the Face the Revolution ladder match? And then he oh, became he did, a face. Maybe. And then he then a heel, then a face he heel. <laughs> and, and then Brandy the entire Rhodes feud helped was turn awful. Him face again. Yeah, or Sammy turned him face again. It was Sammy and Tay. Yeah. Huh. It, yeah. It wasn't Brandy at all. That was more Dan Lambert's feud anyway. Yeah. Ugh. It was gash. <laughs> Powerhouse Hobbs wins a squash match against Jeremy Prophet. Well, I would have thought he would see it coming. Yeah. Um, but, Yes! And then CM Punk, FDR, and Ricky Starks team up to get booed. Booed. And also to lose against Bullet Club Gold and the Guns. Wrestling oh, fans. Oh, we're moving on. We're moving on. Wrestling fans are uncool. Booing CM Punk. Ooh, he had a fight with his bosses. Would you boo no, Steve they're Austin? Bosses. They're his bosses. They're the mm. EVPs. Okay. Well, neither of them are fired. Yeah. Know. Both the same level. Well, chaos is a ladder. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um... <laughs> No, it was cool. It was good. I, 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 I don't mind, actually. A lot of people are saying I'm shocked that Punk has lost this early. Obviously, he was in a tag match, so it's not like a big mm. singles loss. But I don't mind that because I think it helps keep his future results in doubt. I agree with that. Mm. Uh, yeah, just another good, decent match. But he, Chris, Chris, that's not right. Wheeler. It's so weird. Calling the great Yuda. Yeah. Chris. Chris Yuda. Chris Wheeler. Chris. <laughs> Who's Chris? Is that yeah. his real name? I have no idea where I was going to pick Chris from. Oh, Maybe it Chris. is. <laughs> the one who was FTR, who was an FTR have bold. Seen, have you seen the famous Max and Paddy outtake where they're in the jail episode and then uh, the Cliff Richard impersonator is like, mixed doubles? We've got no balls, Tony. He's just called him Tony. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, who's Tony? <laughs> That's what you've done with Wheeler Yuda. No, it's Cash, no, Cash Stop saying Wheeler Cash Yuda. Wheeler is what you think. Oh. Yeah, Cash Wheeler. <laughs> no, the guy in the match, we're talking about FTR. Sorry. Then Wheeler Yuda came out and did a dive <laughs> for no reason. Yeah, but I thought it was really interesting how the the booze grew as the match was going on. Like it was sort of split for his mm, entrance. That'd be the yeast. Then they got louder. Um, and fair play to Punk, who, as we were saying last week, set himself up as a heel. He was leaning into them. He was stealing moves from everyone's favorite wrestler, Hulk Hogan. Whoa. Apparently, that was because something Eric Bischoff said on the podcast about. Oh, that's why we don't care about it. Exactly. Oh my yeah. God, no Punk's idea what that means. The pettiest man in the world, but it's um, great yeah. though. It's really good at the same time. Yeah. That uh, just gives Bischoff ammunition. There we mm -hmm. go. For th another three months. And I saw... A, a, Bischoff shaved his head for charity. He did. Good yeah. for him. Yeah. Good for him. Oh, good for the charity. Um, I saw well, a tweet from... It was Dirty Doug Williams, I think, who said that uh, Punk getting in the ring once again with Juice is him giving like a subtle rub to Juice. Like not... Because remember last week I was bringing up the old finger pointing thing that happened after the fall. Uh, so I was like, oh, is he having a go for something there? Because it's CM Punk and that's what he mm -hmm. does by and large. But no, Dirty Doug, who's in the business. He was like, no, that's him subtly like saying, no, I like working guy, with he? you, yeah. Oh, right, okay. For the Fair 50th time or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. 
Um, I thought Dax Harwood was lovely to watch and everything he did. He was so smooth, like Kenko. <laughs> and everyone had their moments, including Cash Wheeler, not the great Utah, Cash Wheeler with the gorilla press oh. and then a massive suicide dive to the floor. Ooh, God, and then, then, yeah, the, the final flurry was fantastic as well. Yes, it was a good event. Starks was spearing people in the chest, which I thought was good. Do that more. Starks was an ill fit for this team of grizzled, petty assholes. <laughs> you're, yeah, you're right. He's... <laughs> Yeah, don't hang on them. God. They're no, a bad um, influence on that young Ricky. Yeah, they're going to turn him bad. But no, yeah, it was good. Mm. Mm. That's it, isn't it, really? It yeah. is, I. That referee in that powerhouse odd match was unacceptable. <laughs> he rang for the bell when Jeremy Prophet's back was turned. Yeah, you can't do that. Disgusting. He had his back turned, he deserved it. And I thought it was worth bringing up as well because there was no QT Marshall out there with powerhouse, which either means QTV is no more or QT's done some bad things in his personal life, which means he's banned from Canada. Um, so oh. which one is it? Let us know in the comments down below. Or he was like, sleepy or ill. Yeah. Oh, it's sleepy. <laughs> I couldn't be bothered. Sleepy or ill. <laughs> QT, you coming? <laughs> nah, yeah, it's not <laughs> all right, all right. Quietly shutting the door. Hey, if it was punk, Tony Khan would let him get away with that. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. He, he shut, you know what he did? He shut the forbidden door quietly, <laughs> which Jack has titled Will Osface. Mm. That's funny. Because uh, he put on the ah, he put on the which cross apparently face. people told me he's done before in other places, but apparently this was this the anniversary seemed, weekend. Well, it seemed. Anyway, do you want to get to it? Yeah, 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 it felt right. like a heel move. To yeah, just lo looking for some. Cheap I don't heat. know if he would. But when every other spot he was doing, when, well, nearly all of them were like tribute spot. Oh, the Shawn Michaels with the Canada flag. I feel flag. like he would have done it. Even if it, I don't think the anniversary of it is a, I don't think that was deliberate. Yeah, I think if it was deliberate, you would have gone happy anniversary or something like that. Just a <laughs> yeah. really, oh no, because he's not, yeah, he's really. not known for subtlety. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. He's not yeah. subtle. And he's like, yeah, he got him off. Then he went, dun, 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 dun. like I think, it, I think it was just a move that people have uh, just because he was in Canada. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, moving moving <laughs> so, on. So we didn't talk about the news earlier about oh, Forbidden Door was the fact that apparently the elite and punk were kept at opposite sides of the arena, which me and Jack were talking about in the news the other day. And I was asking the question, surely, you know, they've got to meet up at least, at least four times a year, five times a year if you include all in. I assume they're both going to be there. Surely he would sort things out before giving Punk his own show, which means he'd have to come back to the company. I don't think he would have thought this. <laughs> I think this is still real. Do you think it's real or is this just story getting leaked to just feed into the whole... I'll believe it's real when... Sorry, I believe it's... I realize you said that. I believe it's a thing for TV when they start challenging and doing stuff okay. like that because otherwise it is just the same petty bollocks that they've been getting yeah. every other week and it's sad isn't it when there's so much of AW promos are based on spite and oh that comment you saw online that we actually don't know is that a real one or a fake one mm. it's not a great compliment is it also I think if it was real they would have built Collision and the existence of Collision around it rather than the, yeah. the kayfabe reason for Collision being there's so many wrestlers being other. Yeah, show. I'm I'm furious as a wrestling fan and somebody who enjoys drama that like <laughs> non speakies whatever they're called uh, have been signed by wrestlers. NDAs. Thank you. Non speakies. Non speakies. Who pal? Tony Khan just sat there and he's trying to mm. bees. Who oh, Phil? Do you mind signing this no speakie, please? <laughs> no speakie, no likey. <laughs> but yeah, I That's know. That's it, Paddy right? McGuinness, the lawyer. Uh, <laughs> 
Yeah, they made, made them sign these, so they can't do anything with it even on TV, even if they wanted to. By the looks of things, yeah. Even that real. ESPN interview, you know, hyped up by Wade Lion Bastard Keller, there was <laughs> nothing to it because he couldn't say anything. He's... Why were they allowed to do that? I remember ten years ago at uni, listening to Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast on my own, so no one he was a wrestling fan, mm -hmm. um, and Wade Keller was like his go-to guy. Steve Austin's back in the day on his podcast, and now Wade doesn't even know John Moxley's New Japan. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Even I knew that, and I don't watch New yeah. Japan. Do do do. What a theme it What's is. What's this? Way. This is a wild thing. This is mild thing. Thank they you, Wade. They using it sparingly until they turn a babyface again. I'm a journalist. I think Wade just reported this today in the news. Is that breaking news? AW's coming to England in a few months. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the pre-show matches. Uh, just give these unless there's any other thoughts. I didn't here. even watch the pre-show. I was going to say. Oh, I did. Uh, Mogul Embassy. Be a team of best friends, Rocky Mero and El Desperado, which is uh, chaos, is it not? Apart from El Desperado. Who I think is still not affiliated with Chaos. Ah, so he's just he's on loan. He was on commentary. El Desperado? Yeah, for the, the Japanese feed. He didn't talk. Oh. Does he talk? Mm. I interviewed him and he said nothing. I did it in like a minute long interview with you him. You can't win with you, can you? They're Americans or too much. He drew a little picture of a coffee cup and gave it to me, and that was the interview. That sounds mint. How many times has he done that to people? <laughs> he was a funny man. Right. <laughs> Swerve gets a pinfall. Swerve was wearing a. A tribute gear to uh, Jimmy Rave. Oh, probably of the embassy right. back in today okay. for Ring of Honor, which Fair is very enough. nice. Uh, but yeah, this was just a nice get together. Aye, aye. Uh, Athena beats Billy Starks to advance the Owen Hart tournament. Yeah, thought this was okay. Billy Starks looked, you know, Athena rolled out the ring and she went, "Ah, I'll still get you." And then did a bloody tope, not to, a tope, beg your pardon, swan onto the apron. The ending bump went to the outside was pretty nasty. Yep. Yeah, what, what was it off again? I can't remember. Was it an apron spot? Whatever the spot was right near the end, which ended with Billy Starr lying on the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. El Phantasmo beats Stu Grayson, who's accompanied by his new pals from The Righteous. Right, what and the I was, hell? I, see this. I was like, oh, Stu, Stu Grayson's back. Bloody hell, what's this? And I had to check, and he goes, yeah, he is, but he's in Ring of Honor. And suddenly... He's part of The Righteous, who are the... I guess the gemstones right. guys. What's right. the, all the weird noises they're making in that? They're, they're like, happy to see you. They're more like the schism than they are Dark Order. <laughs> I think it's the, the John Goodman show they've been doing um, on Disney Plus or whatever, where they're like, uh, what they're called. I don't want to say God botherers, but um, <laughs> a pair of. Uh, the TV, TV journalists. A, a, a pair of Ben Potters. Huh. Men of the They're cloth. all like walking out all weird, and it's that Vinnie Marseille earlier and um, it's Dutch. The two lads that were rumoured to be part of Bray Wyatt's thing at yes. the start of the year, weren't it? Yeah. never happened, yeah. It's them. <laughs> yes. That, that weird thing. Who is this guy? Who's that? Oh, it's oh, that AW um, LSG elevation dude with the oh. amazing hair. It's lovely hair, isn't it? Who's that? Yeah. Looks like Austin Idol. What, which Christ. one of you is he? Of Marky Cross, very, <laughs> very moral lads. I can't look my grasses on. And LSG. Is that LSG? Uh, I thought yeah. you would know, Matthew. Man I don't know his of, name. Man I just, of the, I just know his face. Man of the mat. I get that a lot. Uh, so that happened. Yeah, I thought El Fantasma looked amazing. He's here. a head banger, bang. He's yeah. a face again. We. Yeah, it's been ages since I've seen him. I was like, oh, yeah, he's good. Oh, God. Uh, I think the crowd were more confused. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he's just so handsome. Right. Anyway, uh, I was just like, I think the crew were like, oh, Stu Grace. Oh, he's, oh, okay. We're already watching of Honor, but fair enough. These two could have had, if they wanted, a really, really good match, but they're on the pre show. Yeah, they had a good thing for what they were doing. Yes. And then the main event of the pre-show, Shingo, Bushi, Takahashi. Bushi. I, you, you know how hard it's to not say Bussy. Um, and Takahashi beat Aussie Open and TJP in a six-man tag. Yeah, they did. They did do that. 
Cool. Yeah, just a nice, uh, nice warm up like I mean, there didn't need to be four matches on this. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Like, if you want to see more action, this was good. It's kind of like, if you want to skip it, it's all right. It's kind of like the New Japan bus had arrived and gone, yeah. we've brought a few extra mates. Yeah, and all, all the like, plus ones. We'll yeah. chuck them all on the pre-show, yeah. Yeah. Mm. You could have done this with a battle royal and a raffle. Mm. Anyway, now the proper show. MJF uses the Dynamite Diamond Ring to beat Tanahashi, retaining the AEW World Championship. Oh, MGF coming out with a sequin robe saying NG New Japan is an indie. Yeah. Yeah. And then he just was stunning here, pulling out every trick in the book to work around Tanahashi's limitations. I thought he looked great. What a sentence. Imagine saying that like whenever All In was, 2018. Imagine saying that bloke who opened right. All In is working, helping Tanahashi through a match. It's crazy. That bum ass who lost to <laughs> Matt Cross. Yeah, he did. Yeah. God, yeah. Um, I liked his mannerisms down at the rings. He was just like, I can't be arsed with this. And he lost the test of strength at the start. And he was just, he was whapping out moves that was rubbing it in the face, I think, of people who like New Japan. Like at one point he was yeah. doing Enoki's Cobra Twist just to take the piss. Yes, and God bless Kevin Kelly. Because uh, he did say, oh, he's, he's, he did that bottle stretch. He goes, oh, that's a throwback to Antonio Enoki, the founder of MJF. <laughs> his dad. <laughs> and I said to someone else going, wait, someone else heard this right. Someone else said, yes. Um, I've, I've written down here nice of the commentators to point out the turnbuckles are different in AEW, which is why Tanahashi was struggling with them. <laughs> That's <laughs> right, blame the turnbuckles. Tough to watch again. Um, I was I was surprised the win was that conclusive just because it's Tanahashi and New Japan are involved and that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, he got a diamond ring to the head and now it's, that would end it. So yeah. Yeah, fair enough. It was all, it was all right considering Tanahashi is clearly a very much knackered man. Yeah, I'm glad this opened the show. Yeah. Perfect opening for it. Get him an ice bath. Yes. And CM Punk beats Kojima to advance the Owen Hart tournament. Punk gets booed throughout the match and plays it up by doing some of Hulk Hogan's moves. He was good in New Japan. Uh, although he does show Kojima respect after the bell. Mm. You like old stuff. You like Ring of Honor stuff. You like shooting at abuse. Of what I've seen, I'm not an expert or anything. So you, did you get a kick out of the yes. tribute? Lariat, uh, Lariat, Kojima, Kojima. Lariat. Yeah. But I didn't know CM Punk knew how much people like that. I've learned... Re in recent, in about the past year or so, that CM Punk's on the internet far more than we thought. He <laughs> Turns out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just look at the camera yelling it. I'm like, wow. He, he said that's for you, someone, but I don't know who it was, just his mate or someone. That's for you, promo Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. But yeah. I thought he said that's for you, and then he would have said maybe like Samoa Joe or someone, because so. that's who oh, he was yeah, with at the time. But no, he said like, I can't remember what name he said, yeah. but it wasn't Joe. Yeah. <laughs> for you, I thought it was, I think he tried to say Gabe. Because that wasn't oh, the guy he did the prank call to. Yeah, but, you know, yeah, what's he, he hasn't got the money to buy a pay-per-view nowadays. Bless oh, him. Um, what, after Evolve got bought? Well, he, was, he was on there on Twitter a while ago, just chilling NFTs. Oh, I'm really? like, ah, here we oh, go. Okay. Here's the last actor. But no, nice little match here. Again, Punk just playing around the, the responses he was getting from the crowd, and it was wonderful. The, hey, crowd, the crowd dictating the flow I of the match. every time you want to like think, well, Punk's gone too far now. There's no way back. He just... Rem he just Con continues to have the banter. So, yeah, and yeah. doing tens and overhand jobs as well. Yeah. <laughs> He's, and perfect. Yeah. Kevin Kelly and um, Chris, Chris, Charlton. Chris Charlton on commentary. Uh, I felt so bad because Christopher Charlton was wonderful here feeling in all the gaps of my New Japan. <laughs> Christopher Charlton. Christopher. Esquire. I bet, oh, yeah. Sorry. Between Christopher and Chris. Uh, Christopher Charlton. Chris, Chris Charlton. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Who filling in the gaps of my New Japan not knowledge and going, oh, okay, good. For the people who don't know what's happening, I know what I'm happening, fantastic. But I felt so bad because I didn't re realize it was this big of a deal because someone sent me a picture of him and I tweeted, oh, it looks like me and Jack had a kid. Oh, And he yeah, does. Kinda, uh, he does look like that. But in I've, the fairness, I've but met. then he saw it and he was like, like thanks. 
Well, I'm is like, he, oh. does he know who we Christopher are? Christopher Charlton. Uh, I think he knows of us the same I've, way, you know. I've met him. Briefly. In the same way that people know about the Boston Strangler. I've met him very briefly. <laughs> um, Christopher Charlton, New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he but does. He is, me, me and Jack merge, and there, but he there is, he is. He is. Um, <laughs> first of all, he's more successful. Jack, Larry. <laughs> he's not to. I think he's probably smaller than us. Um, he looks about Matthew's height. Okay. Um, I can't imagine Kevin Kelly being the tallest fella. But then again, attitude era. Yeah. Stand right. next to the Rock. The so the they um when we were at. The show after Wrestle Kingdom, New Year's Dash in Clerken right. Hall, Tamatonga got us in because he's a great. Of course, lad. he did. Yes, but he couldn't get us seats because it was like a sellout. So we were just stood next to the commentary table, and so before the show, we we're just having a chat with Kevin Kelly and Chris Charlton, Christopher Charlton Esquire, <laughs> and um, he. I got the impression that he didn't trust us. <laughs> he was a suspicious man, and then Kevin Kelly loudly mentioned to Chris Charlton that Jericho was going to appear on the show. He's like, so when Jericho arrives, for example, hype that up with your commentary. And we were like, Jericho's going to... And then we didn't say anything on Twitter about it, and then Jericho didn't arrive. So I think it was a, a test. I've had a few wrestlers do that. When we Is that a thing? Yeah, yeah. Then it would come and Kelly go, yeah, you passed the test, kid. Maybe. Or they got his motorcycle and drove he off. Could have just, I could have misheard him, and he could have just been saying, imagine if Jericho came out and be all crazy. <laughs> imagine that's, that's the instruction he gives on the dark bits. When Jericho's <laughs> coming out, on commentary, you hype him. <laughs> oh, I spent the whole Boss show. looking at Jack. I spent yeah, the whole that. show waiting for Jericho, and he won there. I was really <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> Kevin Kelly's a liar. <laughs> but yeah, no, I liked him here. Um, I liked the overhand chops and stuff, and uh, Kojima oh, elbow-dropping Punk's yambags. Yeah. Yes. And then Punk take the piss with the push-ups after the win before showing the respect. It was just nice to see him continuing that heely stuff. He's on that road to heal them. Yes, he is. This yeah. is my heal them. Mm. Pepsi I think muscle. Taz and Punk must be best friends backstage because even though, you know, it's Kojima and Taz has been retired for however long, he, he still couldn't help himself but to bring up the orange and black. <laughs> still couldn't help himself. <laughs> yep. You must just be petty best friends. Mm. He, he did that about everybody on the show. Zack Sabre Jr., who was next, he also said it. Uh, play oh. my TM guy. Yeah, apparently they played the wrong music. <laughs> they did? Yeah, he's been talking to Wade Keller. Are you at Kurt Angle this week saying that Zack Sabre Jr. is one of the greatest talents he's ever been in the ring with? When was he in? Oh, yeah, they had that. Uh, what was that match for? Oh, Rev Pro. Right. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see that one about uh, Angle's UK tour? Well, I was... It, I was there for one of them. Yeah, yeah, the but what he's doing night, on the yeah. Kurt Angle podcast, because the guy's asking him, like, so which one was this? Was this WCBW or ICW? And he was just like, Kurt Angle's like, uh. Oh, yeah, he had no clue where <laughs> he was. He's like, look, all these shows, they paid me this much, and I said, I'll do this much work for this many minutes, and I'll give you hard work, and that's it, and I'm not losing anybody. Oh, no, he lost to Joe Coffey. He actually no. did. He put Shut up. He did, he did, he, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wait, I remember afterwards being like, to our promoter, like, he's lost to Joe Coffey. Could we have had him lose to Hendry? And he was like, well, we never, we never thought to ask. We just assumed oh. that he would want to win. Angle, I think maybe Angle, maybe just remember, but he made it sound like like that. I'm not losing anybody. Oh no, he he put over to a coffee. Oh, okay. He obviously knew what a threat Gallus would be in the future. So, <laughs> mm. so he's a polit politician, that mm. Angle. So yeah, the four way: Orange Cassidy beats Daniel Garcia, Saxby Junior, and Shibata to retain the AW International Title. Yes, fun, fun match. Yeah, oh, it was a lovely, lovely sprint. Yeah. All it made me I've got to say, all it made me want to do though was just watch Zack Sabre Jr. versus Orange Cassidy singles. Yeah. Well, a shower and Wembley. Or I thought you were gonna say um <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Zach versus maybe Garcia as well. That would also be a cool match. I think it'll be good matches, yeah, yeah but I just 
ha- haven't seen enough Zack Sabre just doing a singles thing. It's no way you did one on, on no, it was a tag match on Dynamite, wasn't it? Mm. So, so same do his single stuff. It, the really serious Zack Sabre Jr. and the really not serious Orange Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, It'd be a nice contrast. I want to see Zack versus Shibata because mm. what they were doing in this match, it was fantastic. Like when they had the submission holds on, they were hitting each other. Then mm. the two other lads were doing submissions to them, but they were still sort of hitting each other before passing out. Fantastic action. It's really bizarre trying to work out what Shibata's next matches will be because I get the impression that New Japan don't want to book him in matches, whereas over in America, he can do what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. That so, says a lot about us. No, Amer- the Americans. The West. The geographic yeah, West. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Mm. Mm. Reaching for straws there. But yeah, again, another lovely little match there. Jungle Jack loses to Sonata, who keeps hold the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship to no one's surprise there. Uh, I thought this was just a backdrop to what we got afterwards, which was Jungle Boy turning on Hook and hitting him with a Laria. Uh, Taz was fuming. Uh, the crowd chanted, you effed up. And Taz said, oh, he sure did. Took his glasses off. That's how much he was fuming. He was steaming out the eyes. <laughs> so he had to take his glasses off. And Hook went down, uh, sorry, Jungle Boy went down the heel tunnel. He started oh. to go one way and he went down the heel the side. Tunnel. Yeah. But Punk faked going down the heel bit that went down the baby face. Oh, is, so. a storyteller. I know, a yeah. uh, this, this was the correct booking decision. Yeah, absolutely. He's mm. been spinning his wheels ever since the Christian feud finished. Yes. Who was right, by the way? Christian was right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or was Christian the corrupting influence? Potentially. Hmm. But he'll tell you he was right. Say, so, wait, Luchasaurus has got a title. Bollocks to this. I'm attacking my boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> the match, uh, I just remember the crowd being like, <laughs> the crowd like going, ooh, 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 ooh. As soon as the match starts, I was like, yeah, that'd be fun now. Yeah. That was oh, it, was it? That was you're, not, you're not beating Sonata. We're going to lose, we're going to lose Baltimore. That's, well, uh, you sat on the thing, going mocking the crowd, going, oh, uh, uh, uh. yeah, you're not getting I that thought I was good that after he did the heel turn. Yeah. He's like, yo, and then do a little thing then. I hope they cut his hair and everything. I hope they change him with good and proper. Not the hair. No. Yeah. No. I hate that. I just have him. I'd him a telly. Exactly, because people love the hair, so cut it off. Have him wear it differently. Get it gone. Oh. Get it gone! It's worked for Punk. Make now he bald. looks like a heel now that he no. shaved his head. It <laughs> does work for Punk. Imagine if he came out bald. Oh. Or a skullet. Shave him in a skullet. Oh, the John Luke Picard. He'd probably still manage to be handsome. He's just one of those men. He's just scrummy. Ooh. Maybe Ooh. that's why everyone hates him. Yes. Jealousy. Yes, we all hate him because he's so hot. Boring. Yeah. Oh. Um, I liked how I saw this on Twitter because I don't know any difference. I don't watch New Japan very often. But uh, apparently, JB claimed he hadn't seen a Sonata match, but then started using all of his moves. Oh. He did tweet that, yeah. Because Sonata went, Who's Jungle Boy? He went, Well, I've never seen Sonata. And then, yeah, because on, um, on AW Rampage, which we obviously don't watch, <laughs> he wrestled Dookie. And, uh, Do- Dookie. <laughs> Dookie. Dookie. And okay. Dookie, favorite Green, Green Day album, um, just got such a great reaction because he was doing all this lovely stuff. Oh, he's but so then, crazy. He's a bit of a basket case. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Come on. But he's not, he doesn't get booked off. And so you see him when he comes around. And <laughs> he... <laughs> Trying to grow as a holiday. Oh, that's not hey, that hey, It's a different hey, album. We <laughs> <laughs> went on top. He went, warning, and then came off no. with the back. Uh, he doesn't get much sleep. I can't even remember what my, my point was. But I, I know you've had the time of your life. <laughs> Here, Jungle Boy is an American idiot. There we go. Uh, oh, when the uh, referee counted, <laughs> he knows he's to speak English, so he went, oh, no, don't stress. Oh, oh wow. No. Newer, one of the newer albums, yeah, like well, 15 years ago now. But yeah. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Jesus. Um, anyway, the point was, 
Doogie, he uh, outclassed him, and the crowd were like, "Yeah, go on, Doogie, beat him." But then you go buy one with Sonata's uh, well thingy hold on Rampage. Right? Have you heard about Bullet Bob and Road Dog's brother who sings the Billy Joe Armstrong? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would that be if they were related? What's that drummer's name? Trey Cool. Trey Cool. I never believe that's a real name. It's not his real name. <laughs> oh, it's not his real, <laughs> his real name. His real name is, I think, Frank. <laughs> I'm pretty Frank sure. Frank Cool. <laughs> of the Cool family, of course. <laughs> of the Cool. No, of the Cool. I'll tell you what's cool, though. What Son- is cool? Sonata's got a dropkick like 2002 Randy Orton. Yes. Oh, mm. ding yes. dong. Mm. Hello. Ding dong. But I actually he's say called, the man. He's called Frank Edwin Wright III. <laughs> Why oh. change your name? Yeah. He commentates for New Japan. <laughs> Esquire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that right booking decision there, which then led into the Elite, also starring Eddie Kingston <coughs> and also starring Tomohiro Ishii. Mm. Uh, the Happy Brothers, they call them too. Um, beat the Blackpool Combat Club despite Kingston saving Moxie from the What's he playing What are you doing, Eddie? I was on his side all the way through, but if you're going to say, I'll team with you and put our differences aside, you've got to follow through with it. Why is he in love with them? Because they're, they're well, bros. They explode in barbed wire death match and then here, because Moxley, after he took, after Eddie took the bullet for him, Moxley then nailed him with a cutter later on, made him like a right mug. Mm. A right mug. And also, it's not like they're setting him up for a really despicable move. I think it would have worked if it was like a concerto or something, but they're mm. just going to do their little feathery super kick. Because <laughs> you know what it is. You ever, you ever go on holiday and then you bump into people when you're abroad and see other people are from that different area and then you happen to bump into that one person or that family that happened to be from your area oh right okay and you're like oh yeah never forget where you came from kingston and moxley a dirty philly indies from the 2000s until they die they know it that's yeah, why okay fair and they both hate the elite so what a better but, way to help your friend and your team <laughs> by causing their loss but why did moxley hit him with the cutter afterwards he doesn't feel the same way. And I grabbed the air it's with tough passion. Love. Kingston knows that. that that's that, that was uh, Thanks, bro. This is this week has seen a resurgence of, I think because Bully Ray made the point, actually, and a lot of people were sharing that meme, which is the worst person you yeah, know yeah. has just made a good point. But Bully Ray, correctly, in my opinion as well, says um, Eddie Kingston's like the the heart of it. Like he's the one getting the crowd reactions. He's the one that everyone wants to get behind. So Tony Khan should use him better or more. And I, I, I think... Like being the highlight agree. of this match. He should be the guy to take the belt yeah. off MJF. I'm a huge Adam Cole fan. I'm worried that setting him up to take the belt from MJF when it should be Eddie, really. Mm. I think it should be Eddie as well. Yeah. He was so valiant in this match before the, the love angle at the mm. end there. Um, just get like going through everything to take the hot tag, uh, to, to, yeah. to get to the hot tag for Ishii, yeah. who somehow was able to stand by them because oh early, my God. early on, him Takeshita. and Takeshita were smacking each other. And then Takeshita smacked him one too many times a little bit too hard. Takeshita's like a big boy, actually. Mm. I love that people thought, oh, is Ishii all right? Ishii's head is there and his shoulders are here. <laughs> He'll be fine. He's got no neck to wobble, has he? I yeah. want to see Ishii versus Taz. That's what I want to see. What a match. Oh, whoa. whoa. Ish- Ishii is what Taz sees when Taz looks in the mirror. Oh, <laughs> you leave Taz alone. I'm just saying. Oh. It's not about the size of the man in the fight, etc. But that was good. Takeshita, Young Bucks, everyone playing their roles perfectly. But the pop that Kingston Mox got for tagging yeah. and staring off. Mm. Oh. Mm. It would be a good fight in great spirit as well. Certainly will. Moxley <laughs> Box is the better man. We know this. He beat Mar- he beat Kingston before yep. with a bulldog choke. I think so. Yeah. That was lockdown, wasn't it? Oh, God, that was a long yeah, time. Yeah, it was the Noel's Bard thing. Wow. Yeah. Well, 
Uh, Hangman spinning forearm to get to cashed out of midair was yeah, one of my moves of the week. Uh, the shooting star press off the eight and by Hangman with the Bucks holding to cash up was also yeah, fantastic. And then to cash this dub- double German on the Bucks was fantastic. Oh. Then they got straight back up. And I'm like, well, oh, they're really hard. Of course they do. They're the Bucks. They never, oh. get, they never get pinned. I hate Matt Jackson so much. Yeah. He was doing it all the way through the match. He was doing this little thing like, come on, come here, but doing like a sarky yeah. face with it. He's was, the powerhouse of the I team. I was praying for one of them just to <laughs> batter him for real. <laughs> He's the powerhouse. Nick's the flippy one, but they're both really valiant as well. I like Nick. I think Nick's heart's Matt's in the, the right better, place. Matt's the better one. Ha- Matt has a little bit of the Bruce Hart about me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. No. <laughs> oh damn it! He Nick. Does. Nick is Owen and or Brett. He's Owen, and then Matt is Bruce. Yes, I 100 love this analogy. Who's Brett? Kenny. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Or the, the third oh, Jackson, no one knows about. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, and then I, all the bombs getting thrown towards the end was absolutely fantastic. Everyone had their finishers stored up and we're using them one after another. Yeah, it was just a very entertaining, mm. big bloody match. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And then sadly, accompanied by the outcast, Tony Storm cheats to retain the AW Women's title against Willow Nightingale. Oh, this felt like a bit of a TV match. I, I was going to say, Willow's great, but the match was kind of just there. It's just, I think it's just the presence of the outcasts. Like, okay, here we I go. also think that because New Japan don't book women's matches, that's all stardom. Tony had to get women's matches on the card, but he just had to continue his own storyline, which is yeah. in a bit of a filler phase while we wait for Jamie Hayter to get back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. Watch their collar and elbow tie up at the start because it is mm. chef's kiss. Wow. Are you Dax Harwood noticing things like I that? Things like, oh, yeah. yeah. The struggle was real for both ladies. Yeah, I agree with Jack. It just felt like a dynamite match because of the involvement of those on the outside doing the same thing as they do every mm-hmm. week on TV. Um, but there was a fantastic DVD on the apron from Willow. Mm-hmm. And then good on the referee, Stefan Smith. Shout out to him for getting the lasses out of there from the ringside area. Because you know fine well if Aubrey or Rick Knox were the referee for that match, they'd let him do everything and do nothing mm-hmm. about it. The worst ref of the week was on Raw this week. Bronson Reed got screwed, but we'll get to that. <laughs> oh, I did like the, the proper poo house finish with the eye gouge, though. You don't mm. see enough eye gouges in professional mm. wrestling yeah, these it's days. It's just a simple little thing. Yeah, and it works. Yeah, so you always have to go, I can't see, pet. <laughs> uh, Kenny Omega survives a lot of stuff against Will Ospreay, including a blow from a screwdriver, given Ospreay by Don Callis. Eventually, though, Ospreay wins back the IWGP United States Championship. Mm. Like I said, I put on Biden, some people think misunderstood, whatever, and I say this every week. I, I'm not the biggest, hugest fan of Omega and Ospreay, and it's not necessarily because of them, well, you know, stuff Osprey's done in the past, but just because when people online tell you Kenny Omega's the best wrestler in the world, or Will Osprey's the best wrestler in the world, and you try and argue, they go, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's in the it's in the scriptures. Up there with Ben Potter <laughs> on both hands. Like, Kenny Omega, this guy, this guy, because that's what they're and I'm like, no, I like that. as soon as I'm told, oh, this guy's the best and you have to like them, I'm like, I hate that dude. Not because of anything they've done, just because people tell me, oh, yeah, you have to like the band. You have to like the new Arctic Monkeys. Huh. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Were you a traitor to your country? I'm like, yeah, maybe. But this match, me having said that, me being Captain Negative about everything, man, this match was lovely. I think you said that about the first match at Rescue. Or you said you were going to check it out because you'd heard people say it's good, but not in the way you'd expect an Osprey Omega match to be. Yeah, I think that's what people said. I don't know what the hell they were talking about. It was exactly what I expected. <laughs> oh, no, that's what, that was it. You, but this one... Yeah. But this one, you did like... Yeah. Yeah. Right. They just... I'm, I'm, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to hate this. It was like... I was like, all right, I'll watch it. And then it was just like, okay, this is going on and on and on. 
and they start just doing the best of watching all those Japanese ta- ta- ah, Japanese tapes from back in today. It was very scary. Yes, it was a scary match. Good. Yeah. Okay. To the best people to do it, the big stupid stuff. It started off like a bit like a ricochet versus Osprey match because they were just doing all mm. the flips and all the reversals mm. to the flips and then flips on top of the reversals yep. for the flips. Um, and then there was all sorts of stuff like the shooting star press off the ropes into the Oz, Oz cutter yep. was on the apron, was gnarly. Uh, Osprey doing good things with the flags and those two mm-hmm. kids, God bless them with their awful haircuts in the front row, bless them. <laughs> uh, the DDT on the upturned stairs was a good mm-hmm. moment as well. Yep. Um, Osprey flying around doing everything he normally does. Despite looking like Gromit with a face full of jam, I've said there. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. good that he was doing that, despite that obviously stinging his eyes. Um, then there was just the endless stretches of the back and forth stuff, which just didn't end, but it was fantastic yeah. to watch. And then obviously Osprey was trying to heal things up. I did like Don's uh, military-grade security men, one of which was Bane. <laughs> yeah, yes, a, that's it. That's the highest level of security. Yeah, as Osprey was trying to get people to hit him in the in the, well, during his entrance, I think. But no, no, no one took the bait. Do you remember when um, the I think it might have been the first Anarchy in the Arena match where someone, one of the baby faces, chanced upon Sean Spears in his room of chairs, <laughs> and he was like, there, like ready to sing a number or something. <laughs> yeah. It was like the Metal Gear Solid boss intro. Yeah, that's what Osprey's Tron reminded me of when he's watching all the screens, and then turns around and goes, "I hate Canada," or whatever it was. <laughs> It was weird. He's so camp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because Americans, it's about fascinating because people, I'm on a blog, uh, speak to different people. It's always good to get in people's outlets. And they were saying, I love Osprey's promos because they, the most genuine sounding promos are right now to me. Oh. I'm like, that's hilarious. I mean, I get it because you're American. <laughs> we hear that. I hear that. And I'm just like, <laughs> Towie. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, 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 and I'm like, to me, I, I can't take it that seriously. But I'm I was really down impressed. The sugar hat I'm on the way. I'm gonna yeah. fight you, Kenny Omega. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> I'm like, oh, ooh. but like, then they asked, well, what do you think of like, you know, like Southern drawls? Like, I don't know Woody Harrelson. I think, oh, it sounds really cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, because that's how it sounds to us. I goes, I fully understand it, and obviously people get it. But yeah, it's just pretty Osprey. Osprey being a bit silly, like he, 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 like the Jacksons, obviously, um, <laughs> it works. But if he tries to be serious, I'm like, <laughs> I find that when you're in other cities in the UK and you hear their version of like the shaman what you're paying on <laughs> like I heard that down in Cheltenham once I, yeah. I had some bloke like alright there you want to go outside for a straightener you just can't take it seriously because <laughs> it's a different accent you're not used to <laughs> that's what that's literally what he said it was god it was weird I remember this now that's it <coughs> we're gonna get some people are going to see us in London that don't like us they start beating us up I'm going to be laughing <laughs> <laughs> you love that proof <laughs> your voice <laughs> but then back to the match there was two of the all time kickouts for me oh, Whoa, yeah. all what all time kickouts one mm. was that foot on the rope uh, by Omega after Callis had handed Osprey the screwdriver yep Oh, it just seemed so formulaic how it was happening and he pulled out the foot at the last minute and then the kick out at one from the one-winged angel because of the adrenaline oh. of Canada and the and the and the indignation that he'd used his own move against him. Mm. Yeah, and then again, just people on the court. Ah, oh my God, Matthew, I've not seen you in twelve years. Are you seen this AEW pay-per-view? I'm like, do you only talk to me when these two wrestle? <laughs> okay, two two of the good reasons, like Omega Osprey. So I guess. About the Tiger Driver. And then Tiger Driver nine. It's not ninety-one, is it? People yeah. call it one, but he, Osprey calls it ninety-three. He's younger or what? All right, fair whatever. Oh, Tyler Bay calls it the twenty ten. Oh God, I know. that's not even funny. Because how true it is. Uh, yeah, Tiger Driver spiked him, cancer bombed him almost. <laughs> Obviously, they, they both agree to do that spot before the match is happening, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd think. 
Imagine if it was a shoot. <laughs> it was just like, well, that's how it was the first time. Like, famously, I'm, I'm, I think I'm getting this right. Okay. The Tiger Driver. Yeah, but first of all, it's an old Japan move, which I thought was disgraceful for a new Japan show. Bloody <laughs> hell. But like, yeah, with Masan and Kawada wrestling each other, like the story was, Macho accurate this is, feel free to correct me, that sometimes just make up moves. So the story is, I think that's one of the moves that mid-match, because those two, they were very, very, very competitive towards one another, as you'd obviously know, old Japan expert. Yeah, yeah. So that, that Tiger driver gave him one time, he think it's made up. So <laughs> hey, whatever. Well, I thought he was like expecting a, a front bump, so didn't tuck his... I think that's his, yeah, maybe that's his way of saying, I just made it up on the spot. Right. He went, oh, whatever. <laughs> Spike, was, you get. Surely Kenny wouldn't agree to do such a thing because of what he's been through the past couple of years. We've read about how much he's banged up. I watched the video. There's that big, bald fella who gets the chisel of people's taints and does all the, like, the he's a, <laughs> oh, chiro a chiropractor. chiropractor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and Kenny Omega's episode of that was more gnarly than, like, Miro had. <laughs> wait, wait, who's, who's this guy? I don't know, he's, he's got a YouTube channel, on yeah. YouTube. And he does, a, there's a lot of wrestlers that he's done chiropracting well. Bobby Lashley's one, Lana was and on And he just gets one. like oh. the, he just does a bit of that. Gets mm. his big old, mm. I don't know if it's a lead pipe, yeah. but he gets it and just sticks it on And he the, cracks. Yeah, he sticks like, it on the taint and just hammers it in yeah. there. With it's not hammer. always the taint, other parts of the body too. <laughs> neck. No, that's back. where that lead pipe specifically. Oh, right. To, okay, to sort right. of bop uh, me a back uh, or something. Yeah. <laughs> Look, spots like that, if, the trained lads and they're not going to hurt themselves but make it look like it hurts surely that is wrestling yeah but he watched the slow motion replay and his neck crumples like a bloody pringles can yeah uh how can you <laughs> how can you do uh -huh. that he without... must secretly be part of the Blackpool combat club because they've been doing neck bridges all day <laughs> how can you there must have been a way of them doing that without because you can just break someone's neck doing that do you think he, he did it slower than normal or... i reckon he's a professional wrestler and knows exactly what i he's know doing. but i know but how because he doesn't do that every bloody week yeah, not, yeah, he can't wrestle. He literally can't wrestle. Uh, no, Omega, he can't do that. Uh, sorry, Osprey every week. He did for a while though. That's why he's ended up in this predicament. Well, yeah, but not like moves like that. Ooh. Not every week. Mm. Oh. Oh. No, I'm all right. Sorry if I maybe uh, I think uh, I think I remember we went to saw we saw Daniel Bryan wrestle at WWE Live in Newcastle. He was wrestling the Miz, and he like teased doing the diving headbutt, but he missed it. And I, I was definitely on Twitter going, "I can't believe this! How can <laughs> how can Daniel Bryan be doing?" Yeah, because I thought that was it. Because I my understanding of human <laughs> bodies was, if the doctor says stop doing this, you idiot, it was probably best to listen to him. But obviously, we are years later, and Daniel Bryan's still doing stuff. Oh wait, I couldn't have used a worse wrestler for this example, could I? Well, anyway, we'll get half an story. hour. Anyway, but um, right. but yeah, no, I'm alright with them doing it if they know what they're doing and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, can right. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, though, like it's well, scary. again, watch loads of old Japan, new Japan stuff where it's Whoa. like, all right, right on your head, bang, kick out a two. All right, cool. I it's just odd yeah. to see him like go through with it, like just knowing what he's been through. I wouldn't have agreed to take that. <laughs> me neither. <clears throat> go soft on me, Will. I would be saying. Doesn't work for Please, me, Please, Dad. <laughs> 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 this should be the bit in the documentary where Michael Jordan's going like, I knew he wouldn't take the Tiger Driver. But I was going to take the Tiger Driver. <laughs> Because none of the team would. Oh, God. I tell you, I was glad that Callis didn't get too much of a role in the finish of the match as well. Because I was right. worried about that one being like more of a storyline finish to it. Mm. Right. Because it was, I think they knew it was a predictable finish because they've already uh, Omega won yes. early this year. So it's like, well, come on. What's going to happen? Mm. So I think the tease of Callis coming out and going, ah, oh, you thought that was the finish. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah. Lovely. Yes. A decent matchup. Yes, and then <laughs> and then like the wrestlers afterwards, I had a bit of a stretch because we get a bit tired now. Uh, then Darby Allen, Sting, Nato team up to beat Jericho, Sammy, and Minoru Suzuki. Jericho tries to lead a beat down after the match, but Sting chases him off. 
after the show, Jericho crashes the press conference and forces Tony to book or to nail Oh, I didn't see the Jer press conference. Oh, I, 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 I thought they did one. Did Jericho throw a water bottle at someone? He did that. Cut them up? He hit a water bottle with his bat. And it <laughs> hit some what, like, like a baseball. Hit someone. Yeah, yeah with his baseball oh, bat. Yeah. He like he like like that. Softly, that was good. You know, Floyd the playful right. baseball bat. And he didn't like <laughs> he didn't like, but he like hit hard enough that it cut someone open. But it a water bottle. Yeah, well, it's probably just the hard the hard bit, like hit him or something, a corner of it. And um, that gigging. I don't know. <laughs> a water bottle. But um, yeah, because he, he was. He's in heel mode. He can't say sorry, so he's just got to. He just literally hurt this person, and the crowd has to go. That's what you get. <laughs> Was this on YouTube? It's yeah, on I had no idea. Yeah. Yes, Yara Cantona, the Jergo. Oh, I love Jergo. Uh, sadly, this match was probably the weakest thing of the show. I had lofty expectations for it. Um, I may have said, yeah, actually, I did. I remember now, because it was only a few days ago, I said this was the match I was yeah, most compared to, so year, I want to be contrarian. Last year, the Jericho Suzuki tag match was really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, this was, you knew it wasn't going to be all that, because Nato didn't take his shirt off. He's, he's tranquilo. <laughs> he doesn't care. Yeah, oh, I found that out. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe it was just because of the match they were trying to follow, but we've had these like, crazy little sting brawls in the past. This was not one of them. Uh, Sammy going up top for the 6.30 splash and Joker Sting uh, hmm. being unable to move out the way. So he just went whatever and pretended and Tony Schiavone going, Sting, Sting, just stop! But it, it, it wasn't like, <laughs> Sting couldn't even put himself like, that's right, I'm Sting. He just kind of just got in the ring and was like, yeah, no. Imagine being Sammy and going through that and then just seeing Sting just stand up. <laughs> 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 I don't know, because I thought like, oh, they're just doing that stuff again. Because remember, he, I forget who was against, he took a table bump. And got straight up again and just started fighting people. Oh, it was um, 3.0, whose names I always forget. Yeah, Matt Bernard. And That's one. Daddy and Angela uh, cool hand on, yeah. That's at the stars of the adverts I skip. <laughs> <laughs> Fast forward. Am I the only one who's not feeling this Sting and Jericho first time ever in the ring together thing? I'm not that awesome. Crowd yeah. were. I know yeah. they were. I'll, yeah. I'll give like fair play to the crowd going, yay, but it's like, it's never considered that a dream. I think it's probably better than having Jericho against the latest hot young up and comer, I suppose. <laughs> Sting is one of those, though. No, he's, well, he's not. he's treated in AEW. Oh, right, okay. Doesn't matter what year or decade it is. This is the way to get Goldberg in. This <laughs> this is leading to Goldberg versus Jericho. We can only hope. I yes. hope not. <laughs> oh, it was a nice finish, though, with Sting and Naito doing some sick combos for a shoot roll-up on Minoru Suzuki. Mm. But it was, yeah, it was a tough spot of being coming after what it came and being before what was coming. Yeah. If that makes sense. So, yeah. yeah, I don't it think was... it, there could have been much to fill that gap. To Jericho again. not being in the opening match or the main event. He was in, he had to wait all night for his match. <gasps> yeah, I know. Oh, what a great guy. Seen the doghouse for talking to Dave all the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, then the main event. Surely by this point you're spent, you got nothing left. Uh think about what I'm gonna do later on. I'm gonna have a nap. <laughs> oh my god, he's done it. He's opened the checkbook. TK has paid for Europe one time, as he was adamant about though. I saw that the news things, because it, it costs so much. Because I'm sure Europe are like, it's an old story about like, it's like a, an Irish guy in a bar that will play songs with his guitar, whatever. But it says like, any song request, like $1. Danny Boy, $20. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> like Europe, like, yeah, we're sick of that song. We're sick of licensing out now. Cashing in, baby. Absolutely. Yeah, got Most a good, um, good pop. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Danielson enters the final countdown and actually submits Okada. Uh, they revealed that. <laughs> Danielson injured his arm towards the end. Of the injured his arm. He's bloody broke. Was he yeah, next he right now? Clean yeah. through. Snapped his arm. How did he not 
like, I think if I broke my arm, I'd probably like immediately want to stop wrestling. Stop. I'd probably pass out. Like, how did he not? I, I don't know. know the adrenaline, I guess. I, I broke my own plane. Cricket. I'm just like Brian Danielson. Oh, yeah. I, right. I broke my own playing cricket. How did you break it? I got hit by the ball. Oh, oh. The ball. were you batting? I was batting. Yeah, didn't have a, a, a forearm yeah. pad on, and it just hit me, and then that oh. was it. And I didn't even know. Sometimes I don't know if because I didn't. It wasn't a clean. It was net. It was three quarters of the way through, but not like a clean one like Danielson's. But sometimes you just don't know because I didn't feel a thing. Mm. And it all swelled up, and I was like, oh, "I'm gonna have to go to hospital now." Yeah, that's the same. <laughs> oh, did you finish your knock? Oh yeah. What oh, score did you get? Three or something. Ah, <laughs> not well that though. Yeah. Saw no, the rest of the day's no, section. Clean bowled. <laughs> okay. Yeah, when I broke my arm, it was a bend. It was like eleven or twelve, and I came up from bike, going down a hill. So we flipped over the handlebars, landed a nettle bush. Oh, oh double whammy! And all I needed to do, like, was like, oh, can't do anything. Can't move my arm. Carried it home like this. Do, 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 do. I've heard Put some uh, cold peas on. So if it's a clean break, I guess. I mean, I was also not resting a card in the main event. Oh, yeah. but. but I've heard people say that dislocations hurt worse than breaks sometimes or something like that. I never, as a kid, I was proper thick as a kid and okay. kind of still am now. So I didn't even thought I'd broken it because you see people in you know TV stuff, someone breaks their arms like, ah! I went, no, nah, there's literally no pain mm. or feeling of any kind. So it's like, yeah. Strange one. Yeah. But so what a great he's, not, he's not, not even that hard, really. <laughs> what we're, we're, really we're underselling this, aren't we? God. <laughs> Daniel Bryan, <laughs> overrated. Yeah, it, he is really hard, and it was very impressive. Because as Brie Garcia said, which took me back, uh, took me back. It's like Brie Garcia. Who's that? It's Brie Bella, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Brie Garcia. That's a new name now. It's a non-fed name. The Garcia twins. Yeah. She married Daniel. Yes. <laughs> she got the wrong one. Um, oh, she, she's she's like. I agree with her. You don't wear the commander guy go like, e, you naughty boy, what do you like? Because he wrestled for 10 minutes more or whatever with mm. this snapped arm. I bet he, th maybe he thought like, they're letting me tap Okada out. I should probably just finish. I, I can't really pass this up. <laughs> I need to tap Because oh. I couldn't, I was yeah. shocked at the finish. Not necessarily, I thought that Okada would win, but I wouldn't have been too surprised at Brian pulling a win out the bag. But he tapped him out. Mm. Couldn't believe it. So one of the things like, and obviously the biggest complaint you say about this time of year is I'm not a massive New Japan fan. I remember these people from when New Japan was hot poo back in like 2017 or so. So I didn't really appreciate it that much. Like, oh, he tapped him out. Like, because people online going, it's the first time he's tapped out since like 2015 or so. Or yeah. something crazy like that, which would be crazy. But I don't know that. But we do have the crowd going, oh, and, you know, Christopher Charlton, Esquire, <laughs> inside going, bloody hell, that doesn't happen often. Like, yeah, it, e was, gum. it was crazy. It, so at least you can appreciate, go, oh, okay. He's so. not been, um, obviously, he's lost the belt to Sonata, who wrestled Jungle Boy. So he's not been at the very top for the past few months, but he's still a Carter. Like, he's still, like, senior. yeah, you know, like Tanahashi, he's still like the main like, event. a bit slow. No, no, no he's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, looks like a star. Ooh. <laughs> Lovely swimmer's body. Mm. Ooh. So Jericho used to say on his podcast and I'll listen to it. What about Okada? Yeah, he's got the body of a swimmer. Mm, he does. Um, I thought all the action was perfect. Right down to an Okada DDT, which looked like a proper Spike Danielson on the head, which I guess is the point, but it didn't yeah, actually. Yeah, and there was an air raid neck breaker from Okada, which was gnarly as mm. out. Um, there was a drop kick that was lovely. I'm oh, just, uh, yes. lovely he's like Randy Orton. He is if, he, like, if, if Orton tried. <laughs> or Sonata. He kind of is like Orton. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, or Sonata. Yeah. If Sonata tried. Yeah. Um, but does this set up like a January 4th rematch? Because he tapped him out. So they're going to get their business back Yeah, over there. I, I think so, probably. Yeah. Although, oh no, Daniel Con Danielson can't be in the G1. He's not been announced. It's all been announced. And he's broke his arm. No, ignore me. Yeah. I was gonna say, that's a bit of a shame for us because sure, surely he cannot now wrestle on Wembley. I reckon Daniels could be like one of those. Oh, if you, ever, yeah. if you ever tried babysitting a kid who's like in between one, ages one and five, where you have to look at them at 
every available opportunity. Because mm. if you look away for half a second, like they're up a ladder. <laughs> I think Dan Bryan's gonna be like that, but and a plane to Tokyo. At least, at least Brian, as Tom pointed out on the news this week, uh, was a good point. At least he can still kind of the opposite of what we were saying about Grayson Waller not being used properly despite being injured. Brian can sit on commentary and laugh at people. Oh, I hope so. He's yeah. been one of the highlights of the year just by talking. Yeah. Not that Brian needs to do anything to keep himself Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and t shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. He's Daniel Bryan, uh, Bryan Anderson, but still. Yeah, he's only had like six matches this year and they've all been... The, the highest standard. Banger after banger. Even beating Tony Nese in like three minutes was like, oh, no one does it better. <laughs> so, yeah, what a bloody show. Uh, Adam Cole versus Tom Lawler getting cancelled due to Cole being ill. Mm-hmm. Bit, so apparently uh, Lawler had a dark match. Yeah. Before, yeah, before the pre-show. Against Sependigo, I think. Oh. But it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't aired. Um, yeah. But he won, but I bet he'd rather have had the match with Adam yeah. Cole. Yeah, I feel bad for him. Ah, well. Yeah. Sure, we'll see him later on. But uh, apart from that, what a bloody show. Mm. Yeah. Did you... It felt more serious than last year's Forbidden Door, which was like a fun little carnival of action. This was like a, the gritty reboot. That's a perfect thing to say, yeah. Thank you. I will say good good one, Jack. I've, I've drank my drinks too quickly and I need a wee, so I was trying to really put a bow on the, on the segment. <laughs> what did you think, Ross? No, no, I'm just going to go what, on. I'm, I'm thinking back to last year's <laughs> show. <laughs> And it, I, I think you weigh everything up in your mind, don't mm-hmm. you? All the pros and cons. I'm gonna go for a week now. Shows, mm-hmm. and I, I do agree with Jack. Yeah, yeah. oh, it was a lovely. Let's talk about it's not the first New Japan sh- show we ever saw back in 19 Dickly Do. The one I wrestled on back in 1992 against my man, against Joshua and Thunder Tiger. <laughs> I think he's gone. It's over. Yeah, he's gone now. <laughs> for that bit. We're having a break now. Raw, babyface Balor. What? I'm on his side after that video package. So am I, yeah. Oh, oh, actually. <laughs> that's what oh, put it like that. That's what he did back in the day. He did. Dominic and Rhea start the show, but are interrupted by Cody Rhodes, who quotes the cat in the hat. That was funny, that. Because mm. Dom's, Dom's a child. Yeah, I, I don't think <laughs> it was that funny. <laughs> <laughs> Cody wants to fight now, but Dominic and Rhea leave. Cody says that money in the bank, we'll find out. If Dom is half the man his dad is, or he, he's just mommy's little boy. And I, honest to God, had to go, I can't believe you said that. Like, oh, right, Ray's his dad. Yeah, for a good, yeah, for yeah. a good few seconds or what? I can't believe you said, like, bringing up Eddie like that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't even trying to be a dick. So, 
I thought it was funny how Rhea turned into all the fans saying Cody's momentum has been slowing down as of late. Oh, <laughs> true. I uh, just like the fact that she was like, Dom is a very dangerous man. While Dom was stood on the apron asking Rhea to speak on his yeah, behalf. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> it's simple but effective. It's great. Yeah, I thought this segment was... It's stuff like that that made Dom and Rhea the two nominations for the gimmick of the year and the half-year yep. culty awards. Mm-hmm. Have you got a favourite uh, Dr. Seuss book? No. No. I wasn't too familiar with them. Back no, then. same. No, yeah. oh, I know, green, I know, green eggs and ham. I know the, yeah, the, the standard sayings and that. When I was a kid, I think I went to the cinema to watch The Cat in the Hat and it was bad. Bad film. Oh, the Michael Myers one? Yeah. Have you seen You went to the cinema to see that? Well, like a school trip, I think. Oh, yeah, my I was in God. Prim- I think I was in primary school at the time, yeah. Oh, wow. We, had you been bad that day? I know, yeah, it, it was, was bad. It was a bad film, yeah. Low test results. Wow. <laughs> uh, I like The Grinch, Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, up oh, The Grinch. Is The Grinch... Um, Dr. Yeah, Seuss the Grinch stole Christmas. I like the song about him in The Simpsons. Dr. Seuss, Dr. Seuss. Oh, never mind. Very good. Yeah, yeah cheers. Ricochet and Richard Tubman would have enjoyed that. He would have. <laughs> Rest in peace. Damn. That's what he would have wanted. <laughs> There's Japan. Ricochet and Nakamura have a singles match, but also take turns battering Bronson Reed at ringside. Bronson gets ejected for some reason after taking moves, and Ricochet goes on to win. What the hell? <laughs> they were picking on him. They, they, were. Were, they yeah. were doing the moves to each other, then in between the moves to each other, they were doing moves to Bronson just because he was there. He, he that was were diabolical. Doing the universal footballer sign for, I'm not touching him. Yeah. And then they just start kicking him. Yeah. And the Bronson we got tonight. Yeah, but let's get Campbell. That <laughs> <laughs> <I> were diabolical. <laughs> so, but Ricochet, Nakamura, and Bronson Reed, I'm enjoying their big bump and feud. Yeah. Oh, I'm not now. <laughs> that one this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Fair enough. I thought Trevor was extra impressive in this match. He was doing his standing backflip into a standing sliced bread. I thought the crowd shout out to wherever they were in Georgia. Was it Savannah? Savannah, Georgia. Shout out to them for being loud. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Aye. Savannah. I'm yeah. sure they love every time we say it like that. <laughs> Just go back to the office, US one. There's a bit of a. They were like a role play thing. Oh. They're in Savannah, Georgia. <laughs> And a Hispanic man called Oscar has to try and then put on a southern drawl. And it's a funny moment, so mm. it is. A funny moment. I've never seen the US office. I mean, well, the first season, Martin Sainz uh, just does the UK one. And then after that, it does its own thing. And then it's, it's better, way it's better, better for doing it. They, they yeah. do the pilot the exact same as the UK one. And it just sort of turns into I've seen building. certain scenes. I've seen the Shibuya song on the bus. Do um, they do Diversity Day in the UK one? Because that's the first. They do training. Like, no. They do tra- like They do like um, office like etiquette like the bloke who comes I in I know the episode you talked about but that yeah. is unbelievable the, the UK yeah. ones that's a good one as well that's the one with the there is no room 26 in this hotel some of the claims will be false <sighs> yeah. yeah I'll get the guitar what oh. <laughs> a good show that was Matt Riddle charges Gunther to attack match at Money in the Bank idiot <laughs> yeah, yeah he's interviewed by Byron Saxton but Ludwig Kaiser interrupts uh, it's Actong Actong and asks Riddle why he thinks he deserves a title shot Riddle points out that he beat Kaiser last week for attacking him, but Gunther arrives and Sam's Riddle's injured leg. Good. So, he accepts the challenge. Now, this is the segment that first made me think, oh, this is a bit that Vince has chopped up. Because we had earlier today Riddle challenging Gunther. Then we cut to present day, and Byron's there going, Riddle, you've earlier today you challenged Gunther. What do you uh, think? Why didn't he just challenge him then when Byron's doing the interview with him? Why did it need to be... First, we show it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I get what you mean, but I don't think it's that big of a thing. That's what they've been doing for the last few weeks. Oh, right. I'm more surprised that Riddle said, or maybe Gunther suggested it, and Riddle went, oh, uh, said, hey, why don't you win the bank and then cash in on me? 
you're so tough. And then Riddle just went, uh, no, I'll wait a few weeks actually and just challenge you before the show before yeah, we're yeah, the bank. Yeah. And, uh, also, uh, all right. Byron being the backstage interview made me realize like I'm sick of the way WWE do things. <laughs> I'm How sick so? of the manufactured atmosphere. And now please welcome Matt Riddle. And then does the admiring interviewer phase. Yeah, comes to the cap. And Riddle comes on and does a brief pause. Oh, I'm <sighs> sick of it, man. Also, Riddle does get a reaction. Not an amazing one, but does get a reaction when he goes out in the crowd. There's nothing for him. His backstage pops. Oh, right. Okay. The German, Matt Riddle. <sighs> That's it. I think he's got no chance of the weekend after he went after the ankle again. Yeah. Good on Gunter. The Mr. thinking man's right. I, 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 I think it's out of character for Gunter. Gunter likes his opponents to be at their best so he can dominate. He can prove that he's the best. Yeah, but Riddle's annoying. But I don't <laughs> think that's a good enough excuse. Yeah. I think Gunter's out of character here, injuring Riddle. No, never mind. It was a shoot, brothers. You heard it here first. <laughs> out of character stuff. Yeah, Gunther didn't know the camera was on. <laughs> uh, backstage, Dominic and Rhea want Adam Pearce to book Dom in a match with a tough opponent. A big and massive one, he said. This is one that I definitely think somebody did a last rewrite on. They go to Adam and go, we want an opponent tonight. Someone who's a big threat. Well, we'll come back and let you know who Aye. you want. And it's, like when, like, it's like when you've told your sim to do two right. things and it cancels the first one. Now that was, I think that was fine because it was Dom making you think he's going to challenge the big show, the great Carly or someone. But no, the surprise was, I think they set up a surprise quite well there. Yeah. Okay. In a heelish, a heelish okay. way. Yeah. But it's just the way it was set Good together. Little, like, they've, they've come to him. They've <laughs> yeah. come to Pierce. And they go, yeah, yeah. It's like in the room. All right, I'll let you know. It's like in the room when people keep entering. Oh, hey, Johnny. Hey, Mark. It's like in the room. Yeah. But, but, so I, I don't mind them setting up the surprise, but they could have done it in a way where it's like, and we've got just the person in mind, and then it cuts away. Yeah, that would have, yeah. Why right, would they right. leave? Um. <laughs> anyway, Ronda Rousey beats Raquel Rodriguez in a singles match while their partners fight on the outside. I was surprised at that because I thought if they're teasing this or building up to the tag match, it should be Raquel getting anything on Ronda. Or at least Shayna if you don't want Ronda to lose. Right, right. But she got all of her big moves in, and then Ronda stole one, which that, is the crucial thing. That's right. Uh, the back flex, the, the grin. Mm. And the <laughs> and the grin and the other grin. That's the, right. And grin and the, to the left and the back flex. She does a choke lip, slam, yeah. didn't she? Yeah, she did a big yeah, couple she choke of... slams and she choked the match because she bleed lost. Oh. <laughs> but I think it's the fact that Ronda escaped is what's going to be the catalyst mm. for. Oh, you think you can beat me? Well, you can't. So I need to beat you, good and proper, mm. or something. Do you think that this might sound like a silly question? Ronda <laughs> Rousey from the eighteen hundreds. That's the rest we, of her beliefs. Do we think the champions are going to retain? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And they're going to go to NXT because they got called out this week. Huh. Ah. Oh, they did. Wait a minute. Hang on. Wait, when? Miss Jackson? Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. A mess she is yeah. for real. I was just confused. I was distracted during that segment by Noam Dar, but we'll get to that. It's brilliant. <laughs> I didn't even know that you said that. Garages boy. He's a garages boy. Yeah. No, not because of that. <laughs> I was distracted by him by how, how sad he was. Yeah. <laughs> we then get a sinister Finn Balor vignette where he talked about his injury against Seth years ago. And the fact that Rollins laughed at him afterwards. What did he do, Ross? <laughs> God, that was great. That really made me feel fulfilled in life. Um, yeah, the fact that Rollins came out laughing after he injured a man for realsies is disgusting. And I think Finn's right for turning bitter and bringing it up now. Because he is the baby face. Mm. Oh, up the injured Irishman. And I remember as well. <laughs> it made me oh, miss... Was oh, yes, that crippled Irishman. <laughs> it made me remember that I used to really think that it was cool. Rollins's minimalist logo on his T-shirt. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. yeah, when he walked out with that, I was like, oh my God. But nowadays, he's more swaggy, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. He's more Elton. Mm -hmm. uh, oh yeah. 
Seth heads the ring and points out Camilo Hayes is in the crowd. NXT! Yeah. Did you hear them? They were going mad. They were. Yeah. Radio so rental for Rollins NXT. going there last week obviously helps because a few weeks ago if they'd done this, he'd be like, nah, you're all right. Uh, Balor tries to blindside Seth with a chair and they get into a brawl. Balor works over Seth's ribs, but Hayes helps Rollins turn the tide and Finn runs away. Mm. Ooh, leading up to something later on. It was a bit of a meh promo from Rollins, I thought. Like, he's like, oh, I'm not 100% fit, but I'm better than you are on your best day. And that was the end of it. Yeah, it made no sense, actually. He said, I'm not 100%, but the best version of me is better than the best version of you. I'm like, well, but you've said you're not the best version of you, so that's irrelevant. Did he say the best version of you is better than... The best version of you. That or did he say even me? Sure, he said the worst version of me is better than the best version Maybe of you. That them's fighting words. Did he say that? that no, he said the best version of him, better than him on his best day or something like that. Yeah, it would have been better if he'd gone even but, not. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't make any sense yeah. then. Well, I'm not good, but the best version of me. Yeah, but I should come on, goes, well, I'm winning this then. Well, I'm at 100%, so I should have this in the back. Hang on, this GCSE <laughs> mock question I've got here. Uh, yeah, I'm doing better than you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, like Brom Breaker, it's going to be interesting to see how they beat Finn Balor with a, in kayfabe, not 100% Finn Balor. And how Ballot, uh, Seth Rollins, now Ballot can come out with it looking any good. Or maybe. Mm. Or maybe it could be the catalyst oh. for Priest to go. You couldn't beat him, could you not? Oh. Get out of our club. I was going to say, well, maybe Rollins <laughs> will lose. I hope he does, mate. I don't oh. know why. After that one, bro. I, <laughs> I just, I think Finn, like, it finally feels like Finn's a main event guy to me in this gimmick. And I don't know what it is. It's because he's angry and serious now. Yeah, he's yeah. attacking Rollins any opportunity he can get. It's, mm. He looked really cool doing it, especially last week. Yeah, That was a good hiding he gave him. Because main roster Finn, I was never a believer. Mm. It just felt like he was... Smiling. It felt like there was something... <laughs> yeah, and there was something unexplained. They'd not explained why he was so good. They were just like, there he is, look how cool he is. Mm. Mm. He's the rock star. What they used to call him? Like the rock star man. With a rock star body and a rock star bulge. Mm. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that last bit rings a bell. <laughs> So uh, backstage, the Master Champa talks about The Miz not being a very good friend because he's asked, well, hang on, last time you're on Raw, you were Miz, and then you attacked him last week and goes, yeah, I was out for nine months. Did he get one bloody phone call from him? He heads out for a match, but Miz beats him down during his entrance. Fair enough. You just got to continue. I like they actually bothered to answer that question. Nice and simple. Out yes. nine months, not one bloody phone call. Although, felt like a lot of segments this week were beat down... That's fine. That's yeah, we're doing it's a wrestling show, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Oh, Chapel, yeah. like you're right, twat in his promo. <laughs> How so? Because he said it took him nine months out and no text from Miz to realize that Miz is a user and abuser. I'm like, where have you been for the past 15 years? Yeah. Not watching true. Raw, obviously. Exactly. Remember the B team? I also don't think that. <laughs> B team. I also don't think that Champa really. It seems like the sort of figure in wrestling who should care about the Miz being his mate. He's Champa. He's evil. He's an evil man. <laughs> oh, <I don't> know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Sandow. Hmm? Mr. Yeah. Used him, didn't he? Mm. B team. Mm. Alex Riley. Do you remember him? The, Rest in the peace. The Spirit Squad. Briefly yeah, in Spirit 2017. Squad. Oh, yeah. yeah. God, remember that? The Headbangers. Were they affiliated with the Miz? I don't know if they remember were. that blink and miss it moment? Came back, didn't they, they for a random period of time? Um, Who else has he used and abused over the years? Morrison. Morrison, yeah. Right I'll at the start. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, Look at him. Disgusting. M MTV is the real world. The real world, yeah. Use that as a platform. The, the Woodstock 99 documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Two seconds. Yeah. Woodstock, baby! <laughs> is there anybody else? Yeah, Mar there's been I guess loads, you could yeah. put Maurice in there. Using her heelish antics for his own benefit. Oh, okay. Using using Maurice. Yes, we'll move along now. Um, <laughs> Shane McMahon used him. Oh. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> yeah, you're right. Foss is an idiot. Yeah, it's what a tit. He clearly doesn't watch Peacock or the network. But I tell you what, though, it was nice to see Miz have a bit of like substance to what he actually doesn't like around the ring, not in the ring, but around the ring. Because there's only so far I think he can go when it's like cut a promo, then get beat down and lose. At least he had like a point in his court. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For once, that makes yeah, no yeah. sense. You know what I mean, though. But at the yeah. same time, though, I think he's like Teflon. Yeah, he's just anything happens. People go in tiny balls. Like all you need to do is if you face or heel is just either beat down the Miz or help the Miz. Yeah. Good yes. lad. Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens confront Imperium in the attack on Riddle. Sami challenges Gunther to a match later on. On that little highlight of the show here, Owens going, I don't care what Imperium did the Riddle. Zayn looks at him. How could you do that to Riddle? <laughs> and his ankle. Yeah. <laughs> Clink. And yeah. he's all about teeth getting a, a lesson taught to him. He's like, I didn't I, I learned nothing. You didn't teach me a thing. Mm. Stuff like it is getting good, like. Because mm. it was a bit out of nowhere, the, the angry Kevin Owens. The, uh, Owens, angry, good. Yeah. Owens, Owens, angry, good. Owens is a frustrated wrestling fan in a wrestler's body. He's yeah. frustrated with the tropes of wrestling. Mm. Mm. I hate tropes. Clink. And then Sammy challenged Gunter. Oh. I mean, what, what's going on here? Am I missing something? Why would you want to challenge Gunter? Because he's brave Sammy Zayn. He's got a death wish. He's brave, brave Sammy Zayn. Yeah. He's got to be smart as well. Mm. Yeah. Sammy lets his heart rule his head sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Naive idiots. All of them. I'm not get, going on with the wrestling bit of the, of the wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dom's request opponent is revealed to be Akira Tozawa. The biggest and the baddest. Dom somehow wins. He beats Cody's mate from years ago, obviously, because we saw last week. Yeah. Oh, and Cody lied to his face. Yeah, yeah th yes. Disgusting. I don't like, this like his head. He's I also don't small. like this portrayal of Tozawa as someone easily beatable. He's a former open the triangle gate champion, as we learned last week. And possibly open the twin gate as well. No, don't list all the dragon gate. He did again. get all his moves in, I suppose, in that minute before Dom beat him. Yeah. Yeah. And the crowd were hot for it. Yeah. Didn't Rhea beat him? Tozawa. I think so, yeah. yeah. What, the 24 7 belt? On Raw. I don't know if it that was. That match definitely happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember Powerbomb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. He is just the the, the whipping boy. Mm. Hoopa. It is a shame though, because he's entertaining. Oh my god. Cody, how can Cody counter Rhea when he can't hit her? If only Cody knew a woman waiting in the wings who could help him in a mixed tag match against Rhea and Dom. Man, red, I keep red. on telling you, Queen Elizabeth II passed away last <laughs> year. No, our Queen, Brandy Rhodes, I'm going in. Oh God. B R A N D I. <laughs> oh. Think about Spear. How can Rhea survive? On a related note, because Red Velvet replaced Brandy in that match against mm -hmm. Shaq and Jade. She's been missing for a while. For, from Red Velvet? May, yeah, from mm -hmm. AWTV. Jade maybe, Cargill scared her so much. Maybe she's the lady in question. <laughs> Red Velvet? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Get on yeah. the stage. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that was more of a cauldron. We got Bank and Raiders video package where they say their gods haven't spoken to them in weeks. <laughs> Dear Slim, I wrote you, but you never <laughs> call me back. They need to beat Alpha Academy to reopen communications. What? They to Alpha Academy are all like, you fools, we can counter your every move. Yeah. There's a good promo yeah. from Maxine, I thought. She's getting into that gimmick very good and she probably really is. Um, but yeah, the fact that it's just it's it's meaningless bollocks when you're dressed up as a Viking saying the gods don't talk to you. Why does <laughs> why does beating Alpha Academy reopen the line of communications with their gods? Because they're mint. I see. And they're right, okay. Odin is clearly a fan of Alpha Academy. Okay. And he's got one eye, and that one eye is focused on Gable. Has Odin got one eye? I think he settled yes. in Hitton back is in Odin... 1947. <laughs> is Odin the one who looks like Gandalf? I don't know what he looks like. Okay. Is he's... he depicted as an old bearded man? Probably, yes, with one eye. 
He R-worded and pillaged through the streets of Newcastle upon Tyne. I was wondering what's Ross Alan doing. Robson. Yes, no, he loves good. the Vikings coming over. Odin fell into a pit. <laughs> Isn't Odin? Wait, where's my eye? Is it down there? I think Hexham's got some. Is it Hexham? I might be getting my H's mixed up there. I think it's Hexham's the place that's actually named by the Vikings when they came over. Oh. I watched one of the videos once. I well, Jarrow certainly was. Jarrow sounds Scandinavian as a place. Oh, yeah, Jarrow. And they landed, mm. Jar- they landed in Jarrow. Mm. Um, Odin is an old bearded man who may have given the name Wednesday, Odin's Day. Huh. Bless you. Bless you on this Wednesday. Sorry. Odin. It is Wednesday as we record this. It is. Fantastic. Thanks, Odin. This is going nowhere. Cheers, all, Odin. All the women's Money in the Bank competitors have a summit in the ring, and I'm definitely going to sneeze again. I am sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Everyone cuts a promo before it turns into a brawl. EO does a big moonsault onto everyone, but Becky is the last woman standing and climbs a ladder, thereby jinxing her chances at the actual event. That is yeah. right, though, well, statistically. Uh, Becky later runs into Rhea backstage, who warns Becky against cashing in if she wins the briefcase. Becky points out that, unlike Ripley, when she had the belt, she was the main event. Foreshadowing. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah. Are <laughs> doing that? SummerSlam made it. Well, at some point, yeah. 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 Mm. I thought Bailey was the most interesting bit of this entire segment, just when she was like, yep. "I have the best chance of winning." Or oh, Eo does, or Eo does as well, because yep. um, I thought nothing was really said apart from that. Like Selena Vegas sounded good, but she just reiterated, "Like, oh, don't underestimate me, because I'll that your face off." Mm. Uh, yeah. Zoe Stark got wiped out by Eo's legs off the moonsault, which I guess was interesting as well. And then yeah. Becky proper buried Rhea in the, that backstage, the backstage bit, the backstage bit. The backstage bit, I like that. Um, you're a main event side piece. I didn't need the title. The title needs me. I thought that was a bit a bit too far. Not, not, not Rhea's fault. She's booked bad. She's shooting again. <laughs> this is this is yours to win. Mm. Yeah. It's all there for her, as long as Bailey doesn't get in her way. Mm. I think Bailey might be the outside of the dark horse. Oh. Yeah, getting in yours way. Yeah, mm, it will be interesting. It but will be that's... more than that. Not a big question later on. Okay. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, this was just people talking. Backstage, Kamala Hayes says he's requested a match against Finn Balor because he wants to be a fighting champ, just like his hero Seth Rollins. Oh, shut up, Kamala. Be cool again. I didn't like this. He's gonna say, wait, wait. They later have the match, and Hayes loses clean <laughs> to Silly Billy. I like the interview where he said, like, he had a few good lines, but where he's saying stuff like, "You got to take shots to make shots," and tonight I won't miss balling. Stuff like that was good. But the very concept of him having a match against Balor, who's got a title match at the weekend, when he's new on Raw and he has to lose when he's facing yeah. Baron Corbin the night after, is a load of a load of bollocks. It was a bad. I struggle to believe that Triple H would have greenlit this without Vince being there. Surely Vince, this was a Vince decision. Surely, I've seen people call. I don't know why I was second guessing Raw. Like, oh, is this a Vince thing? I didn't think this was that bad a big what? of a deal. Carmelo, they're getting a little bit of crossover now because, like I said, the crowd chant NXT because having Rawlins and Corbin, etc., come through. And obviously, you know, Dana Brooke, cheers. But now they're having Hayes on Raw and doing stuff. He looked really credible in this match. Graves did everything he could to make him sound great. But um, I'm starting to disagree with Chuck D, your public enemy, and I'm starting to believe the hype of this man right here. <laughs> he got to show what he's doing against the guy who was feuding and might possibly even bloody beat Seth Rollins on uh, Saturday. I think it's Saturday. I assume it is. Yeah. So, thank you. Uh, so I thought it did. It only helped come along. Oh, I, I, reckon... I think people were worried over nothing. Oh, he's buried. I went, no, he's no, on roll. Looking They're good. Just... No, obviously not as NXT good, but no one apart from pretty, pretty deadly or as NXT good as they have been in this bunch of people. So I thought it actually did wonders for him. I think it would have just helped him more to have him in a match against someone who he beats. Imagine not, not if in 2015, Kevin Owens rocked up on Raw 
and came close to beating John Cena, but lost to John Cena. Mm. It wouldn't have been the same anywhere near as good, would it? Mm. Wait, we literally did have this. It was John Cena's open challenge thing with Sami Zayn. I'm on Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens, not Sami. Yeah, but that was set up because other people had already done it. Yeah, but imagine if Kevin came close. He wouldn't have made that. Those, those, are, those are two different bloody things, mate. No, 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 no. Apples you, and no, oranges. It's the, it's the same. It's the NXT I champion remember, going to Raw to have a match and I, showing them what they're going to do. I remember this um, this argument happening when Cedric Alexander got buried and you were saying it's not that bad Cedric's not been buried. And we've never seen him ever since. Not no, we time. saw him lose. We did. We, ever <laughs> we don't see him not once apart weird. from the next week immediately afterwards. I remember he was feuding with AJ. They were building him up to be like a mid-tier champion or something. And then he lost to AJ and then... I don't know what happened. It was weird. Yeah, that was like the crazy world of Arthur Brown. <laughs> yeah. Crazy world of Vincent Mann back then, but now it's like, all right. I don't think I it's... I think people are looking at any bad decision now, and now I think even WWE's helping stoke the flings by going, oh, it's a Vinceism. I'm like, nah, this wasn't... Mm. Well, his career's hour. No, no he, I'm he not saying his career's over. Yeah, yeah. Just as a first night on Raw. No, let me put words in your mouth. It's easy to argue if you pretend someone said something. Why would you put this match when neither man should be losing? I don't know. He'll be all right. He will be fine. Although it's over, <laughs> someone upstairs, I think it might have been Aiden or someone, saying, "Oh, he's over when he gets to the main roster. He's finished," because Vince has now realised that he's not very tall. And that's <laughs> it. Yeah, yo, he's tall. Vin Aiden is so old-fashioned. How yes. could you say such a thing after the past ten years? Mm. Eh? Mm, it's true. How could you? How mm. can even is he able to check this phone? He's on his penny farthing. Gunther beats Sami Zayn after interference from the injured Giovanni Vinci. Aha. He's injured and not injured. Uh, Owens brawls with Gunther afterwards and Riddle hops out to help chase him. Pretty much. Yeah, thank, thanks, Riddle. That's a great help. <laughs> Cheers, pal. Yeah, the crutch. Yeah, he's a crutch. The crutch. Uh, yeah, Gunther versus Sami Zayn. Been hoping that it was going to happen. It did happen. Uh, Sami Zayn hit the blue thunderbomb on Gunther. He kicked out. Mine got. I can't believe he did that, Gunther. <laughs> um, another banger. Another banger. I don't like Gunther relying on cheating to to cling onto his belt, though. It's not Gunther. He was different this week. He was different. I agree, slightly. No. Oh, just slightly. I don't mind it happening. It's just it was a very different Gunter this week mm. from what we've seen over the past year. Yeah, I'll give him that. But I think if they're going to do that type heel, of though, thing on Raw, oh, yeah. if they do that type of thing on Raw, it's RX, it's a TV match. because then It wasn't go, a pay-per-view. Oh, well, right. if there's on pay-per-view, like, like he has done this year, match of the year, uh, he wasn't cheating or doing anything like that. So if they do do a rematch properly, a big thing, I don't know, payback or whatever, then it's like, aha, there'll be no one at ringside. Mm. Yeah, okay. I thought it was a, a different Gunter match in the structure of it as well, because it wasn't just a, a Gunter beat down and a Valiant fight back. It was a proper ding-dong battle, Hello. proper back and forth from the start. Good Sunset a bomb off the off the ropes by Sammy was lovely. Oh. Uh, again, I'm going to shout out the crowd in Savannah, Georgia, uh, for really getting behind the match and the, the cheer in the face and booing the heel. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, Sammy with a good couple of near fall kickouts, um, one especially off the big splash. And I, I've written down in my notes, I like the finish because it didn't feel like going to need the crutch, but he used it anyway. <laughs> mm. okay. Yeah, I think it's good. But then it was piped that. in booze again, which I noticed. Like, it's happening more and more. Just let the natural booze happen from the crowd in yeah. Savannah. If you notice it, it's like, oh. yeah, it's just a bit of a. Uh, and then Natalia reveals her greatest fear is big spiders. Oh, sorry. It isn't losing, it's giving up. She wants Rhea to face her woman to woman because nobody can take away what you, she's uh, achieved in this company. Like, no one gives a toss. You can't ask for a title match next week when, to steal a phrase from Ronda Rousey, you've been a DNB for the longest time. Do nothing, bitch. A do nothing, bitch. 
Just oh, put do not book. Like. <laughs> uh, you kind of be doing that. But again, all the greats go through this kind of stuff, don't we? We heard, obviously, famously back around WrestleMania 18 season, Ric Flair lost all of his confidence. Mm. Didn't think he could pull off a match against The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Then he went through that, and Triple H turned his life around. Oh, no, but that was real. I know. <laughs> it was a joke. Oh, sorry, right. Because <laughs> Natalia's not. This oh, is so Natalia <laughs> needs to beat up Arn Anderson in the show. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, Undertaker beat up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, right. No, no, see he's saying that Natalia's Ric Flair. Yeah. Oh, whatever then. Because she's a great who's having a, a, a struggle with confidence at the moment. Just like Ric Flair was for real back in 2002. But she'll get back to her Ric Flair ways. Yeah, she soon. will. I was also going to say, I hope that she does this promo and she challenges Ray Ripley for a career versus title match and then she loses in 10 seconds. <laughs> That's very cruel, isn't it? A very cruel thing to wish for. You could see it happening, though. <laughs> Oh, he's loving the idea. Of that. He's <laughs> really loving it. Don't look at me, just laugh like a goon. All right, where we at? Cody is backstage with Pharaoh. Yay! You've got to keep his name. Yes. <laughs> I guess they were in Georgia because that's near his home, isn't it? He's from Georgia. Oh, so he just brought Cody, the dog along. Cody's backstage with Emperor. Um, <laughs> I'm backstage away from, away from the pyro. Good lads. Do you see that video, by the way, of like the, someone stood at the the side of like where the entrance ramp is, or the entrance way where Cody stands in the smoke? It was like a shot of that entranceway. It's unbelievable, the, the bang that's so close to him. You know when Cody no. stands there yeah, for yeah, yeah. and the smoke's coming down, there's like a big explosion. Oh. It happens like there. Oh, if wow. he stood here, it's like there. It's an American He's going to be deaf soon. Wild and young. Yeah, Yeah, that is, that is scary. And they don't wear earplugs, I'm assuming. No. And it's so loud as well, the smoke. You never hear the smoke, but it's so loud. <laughs> <laughs> you're really bad. It's like you're trying to call the match. With, it was, it's like, all right, go for the chin knock. All you hear is... <laughs> You'll uh, turn it to John Cena. Yeah. Uh, yeah, backstage with Pharaoh. and says that Money in the Bank, we'll see what Dom is really made of because he won't have backup with him. Was implication there, Cody was, would be bringing his dog? I hope so, because I hope Dom's got a pathetic little chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I hope not. Cause and Dom's like, look at the size of that dog. And like, like yeah, right. I hope not, because I don't want Pharaoh to have to go on a... Oh, God, I have to lock him in a box underneath yeah, it. Yeah, I don't mm. want that. Unless you got a pli private jet. Could mm, have a private jet, true. wouldn't he? The dog's has a private jet, bloody yeah. hell. Like Holly Willoughby. Oh, she gets worse. <laughs> do you see a glass she degree the weekend? private jet? No, she got a helicopter in. Oh, the rock oh. stars do that. They get the helicopters no, in the No, they don't. Dave Grohl was on the train. <laughs> yeah, he was. <laughs> oh, yeah. she's on there. This, I saw it on Twitter. She was preaching about her kids. She was scared about her kids growing up in the world because of global warming. And she's getting a helicopter, <laughs> to, helicopter. to jump the queues at Glastonbury. She Stupid loves woman. jumping queues. No, I hate her. She used the helicopter to just like go with the queues. Yeah, that's what she did. <laughs> wait, wait, she really did? Or like... Yeah, really did. Oh. That's why she got the helicopter in, apparently. To skip past all the admin of getting into Glastonbury. <laughs> I do worry sometimes. It's disgusting. <laughs> Is a joke that's real? <laughs> Go on, Jack. No, it was a bit serial. A bit serious. Oh, come on. I do that. worry that they use Holly as a distraction technique so that we don't look at all the awful stuff going on in the government. Oh, I hope not. It's I all hope she's just a bitch of her own accord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Everything's a distraction until we die, Jack. Okay. Uh, die, in, Jack. The main <laughs> in the main event, Cody beats Damien Priest. But Dom cheap shots him afterwards and bravely runs away. He does. And so he does. God, he's going to get his at Mitbah. <laughs> Bar Mitbah. What am I doing? <laughs> I don't know what I've done. Uh, <laughs> I thought Cody had a wonderful shoot hip toss off the top rope. Yes. I, I, tried, I watched that move many times and I couldn't work out what it was, but it was a, a hip toss, I guess. He was running up those ropes like prime Kurt angle. I, I now think that maybe Dom isn't going to win. 
Because I thought, is this the is this the upset? Is Dom going to beat Cody? But not now he's had the last laugh on TV. Yeah, I think he's won a big crowd just to boo Dom really loudly. Yeah. That'd be a great moment. Proper throwback, though. Dom and Damien running into each other like a good pair of heels to set up the Cody mm. Cutter. Wow. 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 Mm. wow. NXT Gold Rush Night 2. It's like, like a Kira Kurosawa's Kura <laughs> Departed. The Departed, the yeah. The Departed, yeah. It's like The Departed. Yes. Have you seen that? Yes. Have you really, though? Yes. Okay, cool. Because there's there's rats and betraying. Yes. yes. That's what's going on. <laughs> Listen, I wrote this about three hours ago, right? I had no time to think of a clever <laughs> joke for NXT. The Ale almost beats Tiffany Stratton. This is how you read it. It's a Kira... Oh, <laughs> it's Jack's wank running joke that he does. Oh, <laughs> we've got so many wank running jokes. It's it's amazing we fit the time for wrestling on this. What are you on about? There's everyone's a banger. After Oops. banger, kick me bottle. Yeah, like like your bottle, you just kick. The hail almost beats Tiffany Stratton, but Charlie Dempsey pulls the rope away during a submission <laughs> and gets into an argument with the referee while Tiff's uh, tapping. Then Dempsey and Gulak inadvertently distract the ref while Stratton taps out. And eventually she retains with a roll-up. Oh, my God. Disgusted at this. The roller coaster of emotions throughout this match was... It was hard to hang on to the roller coaster. Do Fell you, off. What do you think of Duke? Because like Duke you. seems to be a good guy again. I think we'll learn next week that he's not being oh a good guy. Oh, my God. I think we'll learn next Stop week. That How much has he had to do to redeem himself? God. Mr. Chase, right? He got. He didn't exactly fight back. Did he? he just got beaten down by two superior wrestlers. The numbers were against him. I yeah. know. It's always a numbers game in the wrestling. Mm. But I like the fact that Theo was going for the win just mm. early on. So many early pinfall attempts, great tactics, great grappling. Mm. Uh, the double stomp from Tiffy on the mat looked rough as, rough as out for Theo to take. Mm. Um Thea doing the Andre Chase U stomps brought a tear to my eye in the memory of our fallen leader at that point in the match. Press F. Uh, I didn't see the, the screw job coming. I think it was a, intentional from Charlie and Drew to, to distract the referee while Tiffy Stratton got the, the tap out, well, while she tapped out. But then the the, the return, I was... We've got to christen it the Andre pop. And well, obviously people think about that in terms of Andre the Giant yeah. in the territory days. But, you know, there's a new eighth one of the world. It was world. Andre's giant pop. It was, yeah. There is a new eighth winner of the world. And it was this. After the match, Dempsey and Gulak, who I've dubbed, uh, Gulak, Charlie, no need to frown. Deep down, you know, NXT still is your toy. Okay. Uh, berate Hale until Delightful Hudson tries to get them to stop. So they beat him off. But Andre what? Chase makes his return to fight them off. People are screaming in the they crowd. They were screaming in the crowd. It was oh, my God. Beatlemania. Beatlemania. Taking over. Yep. When was he good? <laughs> no offense. When? when was he good? Andre. Andre. When was he good? When he rolled up Carmelo Hayes in oh slacks God, and pinned him. Oh my God, he did as well. He yeah. Carmelo Hayes. Yeah. Oh when he pinned God. Charlie Dempsey. Yeah. yeah. He's so good at you. Not you know as good as this. His big boot was good at the bottom of the ramp. I'll give him that. It was a Braun Strowman-esque big boot yeah. at the bottom of the ramp. But he's not Braun Strowman. Anyway. Yeah, he yelled, Andre! In his entrance. <laughs> I've got to be... Honest, I'm I'm more a fan of... I want Duke to usurp him and take control of the mm. university. Well, I agree because I'm like, it's nice making you ability to return now, mate. Where were you one minute ago? Yeah. Also, is Tia Hill, Lex Luger, celebrating? She should be devastated. Mm. When Andre chases back, she's like, <gasps> yeah. She thought he was Sorry, dead. audio listeners there. <laughs> Jack just pulled an Andrew. I was, doing, no, I was like a little bit warrioring my arms. I was like, yes. <sighs> God. She thought he was dead, and then he came back to life. It's mm -hmm. like Jesus, really, in like many respects. Jesus. The resurrection. Thank you, Ben. Uh, 
yeah, he's back. But what does this mean for the, the you? We'll have to find out next well, week, this, won't we? Well, this prick Dill Hudson's going to be unhappy now because he can't now fulfill his role as the dean who he thinks he is currently. He's back to being a substitute teacher and he can't do anything about it. And there it. ain't no substitute for Delightful Hudson. Mm. There is. He might actually say that exact line next week. Andre Chase. Uh, you know what? Ilya Dragunov says, it's all right, Hen. I'll teach you what it means to be unbazigba. Unbazigba. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Gallus still haven't heard from Joe Coffey uh, since he was kidnapped last week, and you could tell because he could barely hide their smiles. They agree to focus on their tag title of defense tonight against Edris and Offey and Malik Blade. They win after Stax arrives and takes out Edris with a big shoulder tackle, but it's unclear whether he was actually oh. aiming for Mark Coffey. Uh, he just kind of does that stare thing that the re wrestlers do, doesn't he? Where it's just like, Ugh. this. Episode at these early goings was like Blackpool Pleasure Beach. There were so many roller coasters. When Stax appeared, and we obviously learned at the start that they hadn't heard from Joe all week long, the Gallus boys aren't tap. You're thinking, oh my God, what Stax has done with him? What's he done to him? But then the, the, the attack on Edris, I think it was, at the ringside area, and then Stax rolled him in the ring. I was like, oh my God, he's working with Gallus. The roller coaster carries on. Mm. And then later in the night, we'll get on to later, it takes another bloody turn. Shocking. Or the same turn. It takes the turn in the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. further in the direction we assumed it was going to go. I think they made it too clear later on. He's literally got an audio recording. It reminded me of when the Shield were working for CM Punk, but Vince just proved it one way. He was like, well, "We've got audio recordings of you working mm. for CM Punk." I'm like, well, where's the nah, we'll get more on that later. Okay. On. Oh no, I was I was fully on board I'll... with the the Gallus boys screwing Tony in prison. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, uh, 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 Red, red guy, uh, whatever. You know what I mean. Despite the you see the Shawshank Redemption, however. Despite the kind of lack of a build in many members of the tag division, I was still kind of on board with Idris and Malik. Mm. They're really exciting boys. They really are. Yeah. Big Malik. Everyone thought Idris, I think, was the, the mm. star of the team, the Montez Ford. But Malik was holding his own in this matchup. He was the star of the show for me. Mm. And also Gallus this week, it really was hammered home that they are, they've got a case of the NXT Bobby Roode's about them. Go on. The fact that they do nothing fancy and it makes them stand out, but in, in a good way. Mm. Mm. Gritty brawling men, mm-hmm. gritty yes. brawling alcoholic men. Although Wolfgang can some, can sometimes bust out. Oh, he loves a swanton. He does, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and a party when he wins. Gonna have a party when Wolfie wins. Right. And Mark is looking lean, baby. I've written yes, down in my notes this morning: all chicken and broccoli, oh. no carbs. Booker this week was. <laughs> really... oh, look, look who's born, is he? Booker was like looking forward to this week. He was buzzing all the way through. Booker was very solid this week. Mm. There were no howlers. Booker is actually. Finally. We got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Be on a bloody job again. Um, Clyde Jordan just started here, and Dana Brooke has seen her training at the PC. She can spot a gymnast from a mile away. That's a hell of a crap superpower. You never give up, girl. You are really good. <laughs> those those gymnastic skills really pay off in there, says Sometimes. Dana Brooke, who never wins anything ever. <laughs> Do you sound like the worst song the Sisters ever wrote? <laughs> Uh, Jordan doesn't care what anyone says. She's glad Dana is here on NXT. They agreed to a match once Dana is healed up. Very smart, Booker. Very smart of Dana, of uh, Jordan to do that. Yeah. Learn a few things. When this injury is over, I'd really like to get in the ring and show you a thing or two. Well, I would enjoy Again, this is Dana Brooke who never wins. (laughs) No, but yeah. (laughs) I'll show you how to remain on the roster for years. It's a very useful skill. I guess, yeah. Every cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Noam Dar isn't emotionally ready to pro- <laughs> <laughs> the process the loss of his Heritage Cup. The meta four instead want to talk about Jackson Legends win last week. But Mackenzie just keeps asking about the Heritage Cup. Noam sadly tells her that she absolutely sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie Macho. 
You absolutely suck. <laughs> so sad. They give him a lolly to make him feel yeah. better. <laughs> uh, this is where Miss Jackson calls out Ronda and Shayna. It's like, Ronda and Shayna, whatever they're talking about, beat downs or something like that. It could be in your future. Mm. So there we right. go. They're it's good. also not beef. They're going to NXT <laughs> as well. Oh, they've got no chance now they've been called out. Mm. Yeah. They've got to answer the call. I'm a big fan now of the metaphor. Oh, they are. Oh, good. yeah. They've turned, they've turned around. They've really, Lash Legends shot up in my estimation by yeah. just association with the metaphor. Put these three people who are doing nothing, put them with Norm Dar. Look at him. Tell you, I hate Nathan Fraser. I hate him, but we'll get to that later. We'll get on to that later on. He had the spooky meeting of Twitter, Arvorain, <laughs> yeah. as called the family meeting with the other <laughs> members of this. Yeah. I don't know like that. Yeah, you're right. It's exactly what you did. So if your DM was it. Uh. The Diad are losing faith in Geisha's teachings and are about to imply that maybe he's the problem, but Arvorain cuts them off because she's the problem. The Diamond Mine interrupt and want a rematch. Gacy agrees and says the stipulation will be loser leaves NXT, but he doesn't check with the Diad. They're not very bloody happy. Uh, mate, and it cut to the close-up shot of Gacy, and he had those big yellow glasses. <laughs> I just died laughing. <laughs> this is the serious bit, is it? Why is he dressed like yeah, that? You know, this reminded me of something you said, I th but I think it was the other way around. I think you was when it, when it was Roderick Strong in the Diamond Mine, you were saying that every week they'd be about to break up, and then some team would interrupt them just before they were. But that, then the Diamond Mine have done that to another team now. Got the worst time in the world. They, they cut, still on NXT. They cut them off and went, hurry up and break up already. I was like, they were literally about to. Who about you, you yeah. idiot? But now we're together, united, because we've got a common cause. Mm. Uh, yeah, no one cared about the squabbling. But in a weird bit, Casey said something, uh, reckoning the diamond mine, and there were people applauding. So I can only assume that they put on the big applaud sign <laughs> that we know exists. But I'm like, no, we're not applauding the, them. So we're applauding diamond mine, aren't we? Uh, that runner up says we're all thinking and yeah loser leaves NXT cannot we I've always weird because James Drake rocked up dressed like James Jake, James Drake would be but Zach was still dressed like I've compared it with Alexi Sale from the 80s <laughs> his big Doc Martens and very his big scout. braces yeah. oh, we that one skit um, <laughs> <laughs> but he was still dressed like very much schism like yeah. James Drake wasn't like just, just James Drake was dressed like Kurt Cobain yeah or maybe that's with that Grunge era now of the grizzled young vets. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, they've grown out, they've grown up. Shut up, Dad. But I, Zach was like, he was being very pissy and moany, wasn't he? He's like, oh, you, you were very inclusive. And then you were exclusive. Then you were inclusive again. And it doesn't add up. I was like, what do you mean? What like, is this? Like Jaeg and Klopp. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like, why wouldn't you say, you're a dick. I hate you. I, I'm leaving. This story You're line, an inclusive dick. This storyline's been moved. I'm just my prevailing emotion in this segment was relief because I feel like this this breakup's been going along at like a snail's pace. And I'm finally glad we've got right bang, Korea versus Korea? Yeah, loser leaves NXT. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. The, the yeah. contracts are up in October, aren't they? The Grizzles Young Man. Okay. <laughs> so they've got a couple of sit out months coming up yeah. after they lose. I was trying to think, is there any way they, the other team could win? But they could if Diamond Man got called up, because it's leaves NXT. Yeah. Maybe. I guess. There was something a bit later on, which I can't remember without looking at my notes, but we'll get on that later. There was a little clue that they might win. Oh. I hope I've written it down, because I remember thinking it at the time. I've, I've written <laughs> down the segment later, so maybe you'll yeah, remember yeah. it. Oh. Uh, Bronco, Nima, and Lucian Price talk about pinning their hopes on football to get them out of the streets. They both went to separate colleges, but got kicked out for being too badass and cool. That's what I gleaned uh, from it. Oh, I took out that tailback, that weak-ass <laughs> tailback, and I got dropped from the team. Now they're coming to NXT to dominate. I really like hey, their pros. I like the vibe. I like the attires they're wearing. Mm. I like their big muscles. They're bombastic boys. Bronco, they're fantastic. Bronco Nima will be Universal Heavyweight Champion <laughs> of the World in 2032. 
Right. You, you heard watch. it here first, folks. You heard it here first. Put this as, as the shorts, Luke. Well, you're not the only one who's a fan of their prospects. Mm. You think it's a bit harsh, though? Oh, that was of... a perfect feed into the next. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's all right. I just realised, though, isn't it a bit uh, harsh? You're one on one with the keeper. I slid you through. <laughs> and the bar was looking up there. <laughs> isn't it a bit harsh? It's like one of us, one of these teams will be losing. Lo- 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 one of these teams will be losing and leaving NXT next week. Oh, we hear some young lads coming in to <laughs> replace one of these buggers. I guess so, yeah. yeah. And to ruin Jack's perfect segue, sorry, pal. Backstage, Hank Tank, Action Scripts are optimistic about Nima and Price's chances in NXT. Isn't that nice? Mm. Hank and Tank assume Action Scripts are a tag team, but they deny it. Yeah. Uh, oh, we're not a couple. Yeah, it was uh, very, yeah. Reggie was saying that, uh, that uh, sorry, I forgot the names already. Bloody hell, Lucian Price and Bronco Nima. He says they're legit. Street kids, huh? They're legit. I was like, <laughs> he would know that. <laughs> with his ba- no like <laughs> with his story that? with his story who's that Reggie Scripps oh I thought you why is he called why is he he's a security guard like, <laughs> oh Scripps my name yeah. tank yes well, I we agree. don't know yet really about Scripps' past because that's a name bestowed upon him by who well not his family yeah not his family yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, his peeps though. his peeps what does that mean his peeps though, but not understand. his family Nathan Fraser Walks past and has a very meaningful reunion with Axiom. God, there Even... was like tears in his eyes. Thank you, old friend. It's <laughs> like when Frodo and Gandalf say goodbye at the end of... Ha! I'm glad that hard hit no truth is no more, though. <laughs> Even though they were friends for two you. minutes. And it was only like a few weeks ago. Oh, thank you, old friend. Fraser... <laughs> Shut up. You swapped comics one week. <laughs> Fraser leaves for his match and Scripps accuses Axiom of having his eye on the Heritage Cup. Axiom admits... He is drawn to it. Because that was one hell of a line from the promo. <laughs> well, I am drawn to well, it. Well, no, well, <laughs> like a fly to poo. <laughs> but guys, I don't know if you know this, but he was the inaugural Heritage Cup holder back in NXT UK. Oh, was he? No, well, he wasn't. Well, A-Kid was. No, he wasn't. Well, no, okay, he wasn't. Right, That's not the same guy. Okay. Mm. <laughs> it's good, isn't it, NXT? I am drawn to it. <laughs> who? I want to meet the virgin who writes these scripts. <laughs> For the NXT baby faces. Scripts. <laughs> He's no virgin. <laughs> all the ladies. You can ask all the script. peeps. All the pe- not his family, though. <laughs> no. Oh, well, oh, God. Oh, hey, Jesus hey, Christ. Oh, oh. Backstage. <laughs> can we just... I can't get I can't get over the series. Thank you, old friend. <laughs> so they've been on an epic journey together. And this is finally like... This is like Eddie and Benoit at the end of WrestleMania 20. <laughs> so they were gone Thank the you, wind. old friend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Schindler's script. <laughs> No, I was thinking of Shawshank Redemption. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I've mixed up two very oh, different... Oh, Bruce Pritchard's writing the podcast. No, I've mixed up two very different films there. <laughs> what? What's hey, the, which one's, like the, which one's the prison one? Shawshank's the prison one, isn't it? <laughs> God damn it. Okay, well, the short script redemption. Fuck, today's drink, Willie. I'm so Camelo Hayes out of his title match. Rhea Ripley arrives to tell Hayes that helping Seth Rollins was a bad decision. Yeah, he's a marked man. I was confused why she was there to begin with. Yeah, I forgot, yeah, yeah. About, forgot about the Finn Balor running last week. Yeah, which is why she was there. Mm. Yeah, seems a long way to go just to say that. You can just tweet that like yeah. Ava Rain. <laughs> the, the Rhea Ripley pop when she was it was almost I think out of all the pops it was probably a bit like a Bobby Lashley one. Yeah, mm. not quite an Andre but a Bobby. <laughs> no, sure. no, it wasn't screaming, but there was <laughs> shock and awe. Oh. Maybe it was maybe it was the brother love pop. What was the difference between the brother love one and the Lashley? The Bobby, one? The Bobby Lashley pop was after WrestleMania 34. Yeah, yeah. When, when it was out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, your brother love pop's just ah. 
It's like, oh, it's him. It's like, oh, maybe it was more of a brother. They've walked on stage <laughs> in 1987. It was a brother love pop, not a Bobby Lashley pop, because it yeah. wasn't totally out of the realms of possibility, but it was still a popular pop. It's so weird. Or could it be it, a like... Linda McMahon pop? Who knows? Are you in the dark or in the dark or in the judgment day? Are you in the judgment day? Oh, oh. You uh, are dressed very judgment day. Maybe's. Hmm. Interesting. I hadn't thought about that. There might be an opening, depending on how good Finn Balor is. You know? <laughs> yeah, true. Hang off all the other cool goth lads. Uh, Nathan Fraser beats Dragon Lee to retain the Heritage Cup. What do you think? Do you, do you dislike Fraser, by the way, because his name is Fraser? No, no. <laughs> I, I don't dislike him, really. I dislike his character on NXT. Uh -huh. um, I like this, and I was surprised because I convinced myself that I don't like the rounds system. But I think when it's used sparingly, I enjoyed the Dar match the other week, and this one was all right as well. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I thought this would be, oh, God, we have to just get used to the style of wrestling that they're not doing very well, blah, blah, blah. No, they've been great, and the yeah. crowd's been very receptive to it. And I like the finish as well, where the ones each, they're doing the counter, counter, blah, blah, blah. And then clearly Rick goes, one, two, oh, his shoulder's up. It's like, it's bloody not. So they do a quick counter and then back into it. One, two, three. Two minutes 59 of the last round. <laughs> They couldn't have got that this close to completely ruining it. But. Just that's how perfect NXT is at times. That's right. Mm. So, well done. <clears throat> yeah, I thought it was egregious that Dragon Lee's got a new theme that is way worse than his fluty one. <laughs> What's this new one? Which <laughs> is more like gnarly and gritty. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Worse, in my opinion. Mm. I just thought it was textbook all the way through. Nathan stealing the fall off uh, a Dragon Lee Frankenstein at start, start with was such Kavorka. Then we had Vic comparing the Kavorka of both men to John Cena, who debuted on that day yesterday, or the 27th of June in 2002. Oh, yeah. Goodness me, what a compliment that is from mm. Vic. Mm. Um, and then one of Nathan with one of the old-time super kicks. Where Dragon Lee was just running towards him, he just battered him in the face. Oh, I was at my seat at home, so I was. And then the deadlift set of power bombs from Dragon Lee, I don't know if they've got a name. They were very satisfying to watch because the way Nathan's like a flump. <laughs> 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 just, his body sort of goes like, whoop, up in the motion with that, then yeah. Aye, nothing else to say there. Mm. Very good, yeah. Is he, maybe he could have been in the EPL. Carry on. The extremely, extremely pretty lads. Oh, right. Well, before NXT got hold of them. Um, yeah, Nathan Fraser's at his best wrestling and not talking. So, yep. yep. Gable Stevenson and Eddie Thorpe. Stevenson. Uh, there's worse things to call him. Have a very boring training session ahead of Thorpe's match with Damon Kemp. I hated this segment. <laughs> Gable was... makes several references to being Kemp's brother, which is why he's here, I guess. I guess his parents will be there. I would know. Shut up, man. This, no. seg <laughs> this segment was like if you were given a like a media studies thing in high school or something like that. Like, <laughs> go and make your own Top Gun yeah, montage. And this is what a pair of lads in the class came back with. Um, the, the little song they had on top of it was very 1980s and it's sort of like, you know, Kavorka. I'm trying to think of a different word, but I can't do that. Um, the way that uh, Gable Stevenson was saying, I've tracked Damon's Kem Damon Kemp's career for ages. And I'm like, how is this going to get resolved? Because everyone knows who he is. Right, is, I can't remember his name, I just want to call him DJ Yiff now because of you. <laughs> Eddie, How, Eddie Thorpe. Eddie Thorpe. How does he, is he the only person who doesn't know that they're brothers and is this going to blindside him and he's going to get caught? I hope not because yeah. that's a career ender. That makes him look really stupid. How can he, he's on different websites to those two. Gable also. Which ooh, ones? Deviant art, perhaps. Oh, I wouldn't know. Someone set up a deviant art profile for me, a fake one. It was really, it was bullying, actually. Oh, I remember that story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, looked, he, had, he looked at lots of nice things, didn't you? 
I didn't, but yes. What is deviant art? So anyone can upload their art, but it just attracts like weirdos and that. Oh, <laughs> fair. I've, heard, I've been told that, <laughs> that uh, furries like it. Right, I see. I see oh, I see. right. There that's why all, when you Google search your wolf sonas, that's why it's all that sort of mm, that's Right, like. putting the deviant in deviant art. <laughs> And then at the end of the segment, Gable Stevenson being really weird because he's got no relation to uh, Damon Kemp. No, no, no. He was saying, I'll make sure to wave at Damon's parents. I'll know they'll be watching. Now imagine if you, me and you were on sports day mm-hmm. and your mom was coming. I, <laughs> I was talking to Jack going like, e, Matthew's mom's going to be there. I'll make sure to wave at her. I know she'll be watching. In fairness, I wouldn't then assume they must be brothers. <laughs> so maybe he's Just not an idiot. He's a weird man. Just a very strange boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I and I'll be like, my mom's like, hey, some strange man waved to me. He's like, ah, it's Ross. <laughs> Gable Stevenson, <laughs> right? That's Ross. He's, he's, Gable Stevenson's such a runaway of charisma. That, oh, absolutely. That, that Eddie thought about to stop him from talking. He was like, I'm ready to go. Hold your horses, LA Knight. I'm ready to go and train now. He's so charismatic, he couldn't contain him. Oh, yeah. I hate this so much. Just yeah. for the comments, Jack was being sarcastic. Right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so, yeah, of God. Sometimes God. on YouTube, when you're being sarcastic, the comments completely miss it. Because as Jack has said, the Yanks can't oh, hack <laughs> It was the Cardinals and the Cubs, actually, Matthew. Sorry, the Cardinals and the Cubs. <laughs> if I'm both of them on DeviantArt, uh, don't get. Uh, sarcasm. Mustafa Ali apologizes to Wesley <laughs> Wesley for getting too worked up while referring okay. his time right, no, that's what he yelled at him because oh, right, right. I watched NXT and Mustafa has gone back I swear for a few weeks he was like that's right Mustafa Ali proud savior of wrestling right. here for have a good time now he's been back to being Dolph Ziggler light like yeah. he was on the Raw roster now he's a snake hey how you, go? How you doing dude snake. he's a slithering again yeah. Tyler Bate wants a rematch with a real referee but Mustafa Ali says it's his turn next so Bate wants to be the referee Ali disagrees and they argue Bate's a terrible negotiator <laughs> he really is I want a title shot no I want a title shot well I want a ref it then well you've really sold yourself short then alright I'll do it for some jam yeah. <laughs> in fairness to Ali, when they were all about, oh, you, you screwed me, and why is it saying you screw me? He did do it to them both fairly. They were screwed equally. But did he? He did. Because I slapped them both in the face. There was uh, fast counts for both. There was slow counts for both. Perfectly set up Tyler for the finish. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> He's a wrong one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get how brave you were in Jeddah, right? Because now you're being a. A bad man in NXT. Yeah. That's how it works. Core reaction's going to be exactly the same. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, though, I can't wait to see how Tyler referees this matchup. That's got me on tenter. Oops. Mm. Then you go one, two, and he'll get out his little thing, start doing a picnic with a little spread. <laughs> his friends, the worms, little apple cars come by. Yeah, they'll uh, start doing that, Ryan. One, two, buckle my shoe. Yeah, How's it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, Ugh. Robert Stone can't find Von Wagner now anywhere. Then. And even, <laughs> even, I'm glad you spotted it, even... Jim Smallman hasn't seen what him. What was he doing there? What? Wait, it's Jim Smallman. I had to go back and go the the De Niro. De Niro. It's the, the UK's point. biggest punk rocker and the establishment Jim Smallman. Yeah, yeah sorry. <laughs> I didn't think it was him because he said he said hello. Uh, the, Robert Stone said hello to him and Jim Smallman didn't do a, a 20 minute bit. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. So what were we saying? I was going to say, is that the guy who sold his company to the, the yeah, establishment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Just to make it clear. Progress, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Brew, dog now, re- Brew dog wrestling. <laughs> uh, Stone finds Vaughn, who is very emotional about bringing back his childhood hardships last week, and he storms off. Can I just... Jim Spawn didn't look very far, because he went, have you seen him anywhere? Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen him. And then he goes... 
Oh, here he yes. is. He literally <laughs> just left. Ross, Ross, have you seen Andrew? <laughs> no, I haven't. No. Oh, God, where is he? What's that? Oh, there he is. <laughs> And he was so even, He was not even hiding. He yeah. sat like that. In a really well-lit corner. Yeah. A perfectly TV-lit corner just sat there. Oh, God. But then it's uh, the roller coaster again. We're back at Blackpool Pleasure Beach. Easy for me to say because the trauma... We learned last week that Rob is the only guy that Cum trusts, which is why Cum opened up to Rob. And then this week, he can't go through with it again. So we've gone back to square oh, one. Oh, yeah. Mm. Where's this going? The trauma. When he screamed that, I was giving the Oscar now. The trauma, Rab. The trauma. Fantastic. And you get in the background, Jim, going, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I've been harsh there. Yeah, just I think I've been was, overly harsh. Never, I have no idea what he's doing with his life. He's never been anything but nice to me whenever oh, I'm no. there. I feel bad. It's just my general hatred of the UK wrestling scene. The I know. It's like, ah, small man. I have no idea what he, whatever. So, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, small man, if he gets <clears> back to you. Because obviously everyone listens to this podcast, apparently. Um, what were you saying? Ross? I've never met him. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. He yeah. was very, he was very nice. To yeah, never yeah. nice to me. So I thought I'd be a dick on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, I feel bad now. It's the first rule of progress as well. Don't be a dick. That's what they say. What they are the do. rules? Yeah, it was the rule of progress, wasn't it? Which other ones do they have the rules? Can't remember. Well, they've all changed. I don't know, but all the rest has well, broke them anyway. Uh, yeah. Gigi Dolan <laughs> beats Keanu James in a singles match, but Keanu beats her down afterwards and covers her in paint. She likes art, art. so she now she is art. Yeah, it's like the Stone Roses. They did that to some uh, record execs or something. I have not heard that story. Yeah, the second album took ages to come out because they got tangled up in like legal disputes with their record label. So they like threw paint at some people or something. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Ke- Keanu James is a big fan of the Stone Roses. Oh, there you go. But yeah. I'm worried that Keanu's like unleashed a monster here because Gigi's been unbearable recently with her <laughs> endless bringing up of her troubled youth. Should the paint now coupled with that is going to make it even worse in the weeks ahead? Gigi should team with yeah. Vaughn. They both had difficult childhoods. Yeah, and hopefully Von can protect her because where's this going to go? So it's paint one week. Is next week going to involve, what, pasta shapes and some print sticks? <laughs> 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 like, you were like, ah, meh. I'm like, okay, this is not relatable. It's kind of relatable when they're like, oh, I had a bad childhood and all this and the crap house. Right, I can relate to that. But it's like, I'm going to cup you in paint. I'm like, nah, it's, I don't know that You know, like too. good housekeeping matches and all that. Yeah. The weapons all have a theme. Maybe they'll have like a studio, an art studio Ooh. brawl. Or I don't know. Yeah. Well, have like a mural off. Yeah. So <laughs> side of yeah. a building. Yeah. It's either artwork or it's wasted real estate. Money in the Banksy. <laughs> it's going to be an episode of The Apprentice. You have to sell these amount of <laughs> pasta shapes stuck to an A4. I tell yeah. you what, though, Gigi was looking better in there with the wrestling, with the arm drags and whatnot. Cause I see plenty of criticism about her wrestler and wrestling on the Twitter machine. Oh, no, so she's I a good wrestler. I would have arm drags were textbook. She had a nice like bridge pin. That was also textbook. It was weird how just Keanu got hardly any offense in, but was able to counter most of what Gigi did. Mm. And then there was a sick crucifix bomb combo thingy from Gigi for the win. Yes. Mm. <laughs> ben Potter approved. Yeah. Uh, Tony D. Oh, my God. <laughs> First of all, can I just shout out the direction of this or the cinematography? Of course you the can. The camera yes. pans down to Tony. Yes. And he looks shocked because someone's walked in who he's not expecting. And then we see Joe Coffey, but in the reflection. But he's opposite Tony. The framing was beautiful. Mm. Straight face. This was, this was shocking. <laughs> I'm in agreement there. <laughs> Tony D is confused when Joe Coffey visits him in jail. Because we all thought he was dead. Nobody had heard from Joe. Stax has done something horrible to him because he can't talk to Wolfie and Mark. No, I, and I he, didn't he think walks. He was, we thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. 
Yeah, yeah. Dallas he never locked him in, in a boot Dallas last week. Dallas never lost faith. Sorry, he locked, he locked him in a trunk last week. He can take care of himself. <laughs> Let's he, retain our belts. Yeah, he thought Stacks took care of him last week, but Coffee says things aren't as they seem. Coffee warns Tony that Stacks has ambition and is the real one who ratted him out. Tony D goes, I don't believe you. So he plays an audio recording of Stax letting him go last week and telling him just to stay low for a week. There's uh, a new dawn on the streets. If Gallus do, do as I say, then it'll work out well for Gallus. Mm. So Stax is got... Tony D is in disbelief. Stax has got hired goons, his own so, hired goons. This is full of plot holes. Yes, it is. Why did Stax make that big evidence board to find out who ratted Tony out when he did it? Because he knew the camera crew was coming in that day. Why did he invite them there? <laughs> what was he doing? It was him all along, and he's built this whole thing and gone, yeah, who could it uh, be? I reckon Gallus is uh, talking bollocks because oh. it's so easy to do AI chat, make people say and do Bro, stuff. Wow. Apparently, <laughs> someone, someone's booked an entire episode of Raw and SmackDown mm. here at Cultaholic mm. using just a machine. Uh, probably Tony Khan tried to do this this week. Did he? Yeah, and um, it was crap. Uh, <laughs> so I, uh, it's very easy to fake audio nowadays. I think it this is. is just going to be a moral lesson because then Stax is going, who can you believe, me or chat AI? So this is kind of the rock and mankind I quit. Yeah. They've doctored the, or they've spliced it. And, yeah, mm. I'll tell you, that would, that would result in me falling off the roller coaster good and proper. I'm clinging oh, on for dear life. The amount of turns there's been in this thing so far. I've come out my seat, and now it's I'm hanging on for dear life. I've come in my... No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I'm just enjoying it so much. But this... It, but, it was actually stacks. I, Jack's house. <laughs> <laughs> Not a laugh from Andrew, and this is really up his street. This is his sense of humour as well. Yeah, this is Andrew your, wants to go home, don't you, Andrew? You you Andrew wants to go home and do it himself. You love semen-based humour, you. He does, he loves He's it. Thumbs up, thumbs aye, up. Aye. But I tell you what, this must be like what The Godfather of Sopranos is like. Oh, no, no, stop, stop it. Yeah, yeah, stop it is. It's very things. similar, in fact. Oh, shut up. No, there's, all, there's all the betrayal in The Godfather. Oh, I knew it was Barzogli or whatever he's called, you know. Can't I've seen it once. Just play for Newcastle. Barzogli. Gabriel Battistuta, it was him. Emre Belazoglu. Oh, Emre, yeah. You know the meeting when he deducts yeah, which I, one I, of the I, families is... I know, you know what it is. I, yeah, I know. This is basically what they're doing here. <laughs> they're going to send Joe right Joe's going to go off to Sicily to hide out for a bit and he's going to be like marrying some low he's going to hide out low and do the main event for a few weeks yeah. where no one will see him he's <laughs> safe I, t- I think you're on the ball you know with the AI stuff because I was thinking there like, why would Joe Coffey who uh, thinks he's the big boy yeah. he thinks he, why would he then work for Stax if Stax is going to get back to Tony yeah. Maybe it is AI. But He's how, messing with his melon man. But how did coffee... <laughs> if that is the case, then fair enough, because then the Stacks mood board makes sense, because he, he, it's not him. But why would coffee... How did... Not why. How did coffee escape from captivity, force Stacks to somehow record this, or AI doctor the ah, thing? Because, as people have told me in America, America, the way we all love, uh, all cars now have the ability to come out of the trunk if you get locked in. Mm. You can't lock someone in a trunk nowadays because people seem to be gangster films. Oh, and it's kind of dangerous, this. So if you're ever in an American trunk in a recent car, you just go clunk and get out. The okay. coffee wouldn't have done that. Coffee would have just gone. He would have been lying on his back in the trunk. And he'd just be start doing this. <laughs> no, it stacks his And ass. then the mask would have appeared. Yeah. And then <laughs> Iron Man straight out the back. Air guitar. <laughs> on the roof of the car going down the highway. Stacks has to... Hey, you okay? You, hey, you okay back there? You know who was? 
from the Gallus Steam Oh, right. I was like, what's he doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone knows that famous <laughs> Iron Man. <laughs> He's beat Kurt Angle him. He can get out of a trunk. He can do it. Yeah, can Kurt Angle get, get out of a trunk? Yeah, yeah. Without using the... Oh. I don't know. I can't think of a funny enough no, answer this, to that. Like, okay, anyways, move on. It's time to check in on NXT's Snapchat show. What? Oh, yeah, that exists. Oh, oh that's yeah, real. Yeah. Cheers, uh, Vic. Rocks I believe you. <laughs> it's just it's like, oh, you know, oh, that, that famous... Oh, it was You've for ICW. Won. Yeah, yeah. Ah. <clears throat> I was thinking there was... Oh, a... yeah, they'd have two matches then. One for WCPW, but then ICW, he did lose. I think it was fairness. a fear of loathing. Yeah, I was there for that. Mm. It was the main event, and... Look, in fairness, it was like, oh, this is nice, it's happening and everything, but it just followed the, the, the match that should have headlined. What so was people that? Just like, God. It was like the multi-man match, oh, right. like the ownership of the company. Oh, it was yeah, one that yeah, had the most build-up. Yeah. And this like was just their, like... their Survivor Series 2001. And I was like, welcome, can I go over to Joe Coffee? And you're like, okay. Mm. Time to watch some grappling. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, it's nice, mm. everything, it's nice, it's cut angle, but you're like, yeah. we just had all, everything happen. So. If only it had been this version of Joe Coffee with all the storylines coming out of his ear. I do like the idea of Joe going in the trunk like that and coming out, yeah. Where's the Ultrons? Yes. But he's silver here, look, for his match against Kurt yeah. Angle. He's mm. a silver Iron Man. What's yeah. that What's that about, Andrew? Iron Man ever turned silver? That was like his first suit was like a silver. Like the his first suit was the prototype Iron Man. Very interesting. Hmm. Interesting tact against Kurt Angle to be the prototype. Johnny Gargano does a lot of this as well. Look at Angle, you got iron in your bones, so I'm going to make myself iron, man. <laughs> it's a fair fight. That's your Drew McIntyre, that. Um, look, I'm not very good at the accents. <laughs> with the, uh, Roxanne Perez is answering viewers' questions until she's ambushed by Blue <laughs> she Davenport. Had, had, this is why I can tell it's a fake show. They don't even bother to send fake questions in. She's just like, it starts with her going, and the next question's from Blair Davenport. Oh. Oh, it's not a real show. <laughs> I hope not, God. If any of you have ever sent in a question, <laughs> and then Jericho throws a bottle at her. Maya Valkaria catches JC Jane. Hey, wait there. Blair, Blair the, beats the, her down, by the, the way. The question from Blair was sensational. Why oh, don't you feel safe anywhere you go? <laughs> and then Roxanne has the reaction of, this is what boils my blood about Blair Davenport. <laughs> Again, this weird man who writes the scripts. Boils my blood. This is, what boy, this is what Roxanne Perez would say. It boils my blood about Blair Davenport. And then she saw Blair coming. You went, what in the blue blazes? <laughs> Kablonk. Roxanne <laughs> Perez reminds me of a teacher I had at primary school, and she wasn't one of the normal teachers. You know, like a substitute teacher, yeah, but yeah, yeah. a substitute teacher who works for that school so often that you know who they are. They're often, yeah. they're often a Duke Hudson type. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and she took over the football team in year five or six or whenever it was, right? And the, the previous teacher who'd been in charge of the football team, she was good, like she was on it. She'd chose an A and a B team. The best kids were getting the A team. I wasn't in the A team. That's fine, because I wasn't one of the best 11 or 15 or however many. Um, then the new teacher, she goes off, like leaves or goes on maternity leave or something. This new teacher takes over the football team and just wants everyone to have fun. And she let Lauren go and go, right? They were, first of all, there used to be mixed girls and boys football teams. Now it's, now it's, no, sorry, now it's a mixed football team. And she lets Lauren go and go. Lauren drops everything. Ball goes in the net all the time. We're all complaining. She goes, look, I just want everyone to have fun. And Lauren wants to go and go, so Lauren gets to go and go. Lauren ruined it. And that's what Roxanne... Hang on. That's what Roxanne Perez reminds me of, that teacher who let Lauren go and go. Because she wanted to. Based on what? She's too... She's too hang on. There was a connection somewhere in my head. Hang on. Because she's too nice, I think. She's too nice. I can see that. There we go. Thank you. There we go. Yeah, she's too nice. This is what really winds me up. Well, no, have a bit of fire. You know, pick the football team on merit. 
Five back against Bedard Porn. It's tenuous, I'll admit. <laughs> Ross, one time when we were at school, uh, <laughs> this is at Bishop Auckland, there was a fire drill and some lad had been playing PE. And one lad that I am still Facebook, friends with Facebook on, I better not say his bloody name. Go on, say it. I don't know what they've been doing, but they're definitely doing PE because we're dressed for PE. And everyone else had to lined up in the courtyard. And he tried to hide it. I don't know why. It's just been one of those things. Maybe we just woke up. He had a big old hard on. And everybody in the school noticed it. That's not that bad. But that is. It has also had nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I was thinking of <laughs> weird childhood memories. Huh, that's the one that popped up. Like, well, we've got any ones King that's... James I can say on the podcast. But it was just they're all lined up. This so is it was like a Mexican, this is really odd, isn't it? It's like a Mexican wave of everyone. Oh my god, look at him. No, look at him. Look at him. I was throwing down right now. This is a fight. Matthew's that was a cerebral assault on me. I didn't see that coming at all. <laughs> I'm actually, so tempted to say the bloke's name, but he kill us. So. Did that actually happen, that? Yeah. That's, that's a school... That never leaves you, that, surely. No, because Roxanne Perez did... He's married remind, now, so sorry. Roxanne Perez did remind me of Miss Dooley, actually. So that was her name, by the way. Dooley? Miss Dooley any any yeah. good childhood stories? No, 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 no. Nah, no, this no. mind's full of trauma. Oh, God. All right. Yeah. Oh. So is it, Jack? Don't want to be a JC Jane figure. G Gigi Dolan! I get it wrong! Yeah, GG. GG Dolan, everyone's GG though. They're both GG. JJ and GG. The double J. The DI are upset at their careers being put on the line because they reckon that Joe Gacy should be in goal, even though he's not. We just skipped completely past that JC Jane segment where she got battered and her friends did nothing. Yeah, you're right. But the rear called Lyra Valkyria a bad arse, which is good for her. So this is when JC saw, recognized Rhea from her purple Jordans and went, oh, hang on. And then the crowd again give another Jesus pop, even though <laughs> she, they'd already seen her before. Yeah, but it's Rhea Ripley. That is true. I'll do that, I'll do that noise every time I see her. And go, on Dom, and Dom as well. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so the dinner upset their career's been put on the line because Gacy didn't ask. Uh, Ia tells at them to trust Gacy. How could you not trust Gacy? <laughs> trust Joe. He has a plan. You guys are an excellent tag team and you have nothing to worry about. Is, yeah, is Joe's plan going to be to cut them loose? Joe's plan's going to buy real estate in the area. I think gather the rest of the business. That was the bit. If he doesn't have a plan, we will. What's their plan? Imagine if they've got a plan against the Creeds and they win. AE Dub. AE Dub. <laughs> Wembley Stadium. Yeah, they've got a plan. Even if Joe doesn't have one himself. Mm. That is the shoots of hope that they could stay in NXT mm -hmm. and have a gimmick based on anything you want. Yeah. Just not spooky. I don't know if I believe it, though. I, <laughs> I want them to, but... Mm. I would prefer to see them maybe just go back to what they were because they were one of the best tag teams in the world. Mm -hmm. It must be frustrating to be a successful good heel tag team doing well at what you're doing and excelling at your thing, then get forced to change to a gimmick that you've not got any clue what you're doing. Try your best and then get told, you're not as good as you used to be. And they go, well, no, I wasn't as good as you used to be. It must be really annoying. Shocking that, then. I know. Mm. Uh, Kamala Hayes beats the Lone Wolf Baron Corbin the Lone Wolf, yes. to retain the uh, NXT Championship. Lone Wolf fursona coming back. Fantastic oh. news, eh? Oh. Hey, hey. I'd be so happy if he was a furry. Have mate. you done the test, Andrew? You must have in uh, your spare time. You're a. St <laughs> we'll do it right now. You're a stoked. Oh, should we do it now? Oh no, I can't be asked. Shall we take some? It's like eleven questions. We'll do, we'll do it during the break. Yeah, we're we'll going to. Have you ever had an inkling of what fursona you could be? No. no. Fair enough. We did the test. We're all wolves. We're all yeah. wolves. Does, does your jaws a wolf? Does, does your girlfriend have any like nice names for you? Like, oh, my little frog. <laughs> <laughs> any animals? No. 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 Right. Damn it. 
What? Me little frog. I was trying to think of an animal. <laughs> that wasn't a bloody wolf. Oh, he'll be a wolf. We're all wolves. No, yeah. I can't just be... That's boring, then. We'll get the test up before the, the mail. Baron back. Corbin's a real wolf. He is. And that was a fantastic return for that persona. I think they must, persona. Have, they must have struck a deal with that CFO dollar sign people. Oh, I'm thought about that. Yeah, a few Jesus. teams have been going back, haven't they? Yeah. I do miss CFO dollar signs music. It's gone downhill since there. Yeah. They do. yeah Everyone used to lambast them, but me and Adam did a tier list during the second lockdown. And you realise yeah. how many bangers they've actually produced the CFO. Why Valentine. did people turn on them? Like, I don't you know. know. They are glorious. They were, oh, it, was it because they officially replaced Jim Johnson? I guess yeah. So, yeah. I think there was peaks and drops as well. There was a few. Yeah, it's the same ones, with Jim Johnson. No like, one's going to be yeah, as good yeah. as Jim Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, they still did pretty yeah. well. Oh, were yeah. they behind Nakamura as Nakamura, well? Nakamura, yeah. So. You're uh, era? Titus O'Neill's. You should watch the tier list. It's a great watch. Yes. Please. Well, yeah, this this was a a big long match. It was more interesting at the start, but I liked it worked because Baron Corbin was wrestling like Baron Corbin. Mm, it was on worked. fire. His offense yeah. was on fire, and Mello Selim was on fire. Mm. My move of the week, Andrew, has happened in this matchup. Oh my! Oh, oh baby! And it's Corbin's big boot on the floor and Mellow's cell was absolutely special, it was. Mm. Special. Mm. Beautiful boy. Um, his Mellow cell of the big backbreaker in the ring was also special. A hell of a shoot sp uh, frog splash from Mellow. The fireman's carry move from Big Baz. So I call him Baz now for some reason. Uh, it was lovely how he sort of got him into position and did the old alley-oop sort of thing. And uh, it was lovely deep six from Corbin. Mm -hmm. I was a bit shocked it was the one finisher for the win for Mellow, but I'll, I'll take it because yep. finishers are always better when they're protected. Yep. Corbin get the hit his end of days because it would have been over. Mm. Um and I thought even though it was a foregone conclusion but that Mello was going to win, I thought it was exciting throughout. It's a fair play to the lads. Up mm. the lads. Up the lads. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. didn't ever see Corbin as NXT champion. As good as it would be. Because I think he's severely... I, I, I did that, we did that unpopular opinion video. I was like, Corbin's a good man. Yeah. And a good wrestler. He's a good hand. An entertaining man. He is good. And he and he, he matched up well with the smaller man in Carmelo Hayes because he could chuck him around and look dangerous and that. Which he doesn't get to do as often as you'd think on the main roster anymore. Because mm. everyone else is bigger or wider than him. Yeah. Where does he, he go from here, though? Isn't it funny, though? Is it Madcap Moss was supposed to usurp him? And Mad now Madcap Moss is like, oh, him. Oh, God. Oh, God. What's happened to him? <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. Yeah, that's what I was almost verging on there. No, yeah. Nah, I he's not deserving of that. Mm. No, but he's yeah. a beautiful man. <laughs> Mad Frog Moss. Mad <laughs> Frog Moss. Okay. Ah, <sighs> and that was. The week of wrestling. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> ah, the mailbag. And, and just to clarify, just remind everyone, we haven't talked about dynamite because with this is being recorded on the Wednesday. Yes. Hopefully, nothing big happened. Uh oh. And also, in bigger news, Andrew was doing his his furry <laughs> persona test in the background, and mm -hmm. we'll. Interrupt us with the noise of the animal he gets. Can't wait for that. Yeah. Join the pack, Andrew. Actually, it's funny just see what. He's... <laughs> now he's sitting. He knows we're looking at it. Like, how am I? Sorry. All right, we, we want him to give his true answers from Hello. the heart. We can't look at him while. Thanks for all the years of podcast tier list predictions and other random poo. But I've got an issue with Jack. Oh, oh my God. He ruined a real portion of Forbidden Door for me. Oh. Kevin Kelly talking about Suzuki being the scariest man alive. And all I could think about is him windmilling his little willy and chasing <laughs> Jack 
around the locker room, <laughs> giggling like a child. I don't know. I wonder if he has the same pattern shaped into his pubes as his head. <laughs> anyway, you need a question, I suppose. So, have you ever had someone or something ruined for you by one of your mates? Can be a wrestler match or something non-wrestling related if you're four hours deep and bored of the wrestling chat. Cheers again. Lots of love. Dave X. Thank you, Thank Dave. Thank you very much, Dave X. I don't X. know why you're assuming that we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> After that humiliating take on a story. <laughs> no. Um, he didn't chase me around. Come on now. Yeah, I don't remember that bit. I don't remember that bit at all. Mm. He beckoned me closer. <laughs> so that's a wrestling style. <laughs> anyway, anything that's been let down for you by a friend. Oh! He's wrong! Oh, Andrew doing the questions deliberately wrong so we don't get his real persona <laughs> on the podcast. You're, you're huge let down, oh, mate. Oh, we're all wolves. Like the last episode of Seinfeld, nothing but disappointment. Welcome to the wolf pack, Andrew. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Dude, we're either going to have good friendships made when we go to London or we're going to get the poo kicked out of us by a bunch of furry lads. We'll be like Nigel Pearson hiking <laughs> through the hills. Oh. The football manager who got attacked by a pack of wolves and fought them off. He said. Oh, an actual <laughs> pack of wolves. Wow. Um, so anything ever ruined for me by a friend? But it doesn't have to be wrestling necessarily. Yeah, it's a good question, isn't it? Oh, man. Um, it's hard, this. Oh. <laughs> Just a bunch of cub noises now. Um, hard thinking noise. Oh, my God. Hmm. Oh no! There's got to be. There's got to be, gotta be something, but it's not be. happening now, is it? Oh no! It's one of those oh. things. This is one of these questions that we're going to think of an answer to, like later on. It so we'll probably come it. back to that no, one. No, wait. Oh god, just one. Um, it's the it's the classic. It's not a unique one, but whenever I first heard that a wrestler will often keep their eyes open if they're going to kick out in a pinfall attempt. So the one getting pinned, if they've got their eyes open, they're looking at the referee, ready to. Shoot the armor. Why are you looking at me like I'm talking? Jimmy? My eyes open. I'm ready to kick out. <laughs> uh, What's that noise? Oh, your shoes? Oh, sorry, it's my shoes. Squeaky shoes. Oh, it's like an electric thing going on. Sorry about that. There was something. I remember doing a video with Jack years ago, and he's pointed something out, and I was like, "Oh God, you ruined it." And it was did, it that? I don't know, but it did ruin it for a while. But I can't think of what it is now, so I've obviously got over it. So whatever <laughs> Jack said in that random video, it might have been that. <laughs> I'll go on then. Yeah. Uh, or Kane's pyro. Oh, about Kane's pyro? Yeah, he does it once, was that right? It, the rumour is that if he did it before the match, he's not going to win. Oh. Because he's not going to yeah, set yeah, it off yeah. at the end. Yeah. Oh. Right, yeah. Um, mine would be that the concept of the um, the jobbing face or the boo-boo face, whatever they call it, when people head mm. down to the ring. Because I only noticed it a few times with some people, and now I can't unsee it. And the worst ones, uh, me and Tom obviously watch SmackDown. 2001, he can't do it this week, bless him, because he's got a sore throat from yelling because he puts his effort and everything, bless him. Uh, half hour more, Tom. But watching, it's actually really sad because Crash Holly is wrestling Spike Dudley and he's heading out the ring and Crash Holly isn't even hiding how annoyed he is because Spike Dudley's basically taking his entire bit of being that little lad who never gives up. Oh. And he's just there like, yeah, yeah, hands up. Yeah, Crash Holly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh. I can never spot them in real life. I only see them afterwards on Twitter when people are like, look at Thunder Rose's smacked ass face on the well, way down. Yeah, you want to say it before in case you're wrong. <laughs> no, but no, yeah. I see people who've tweeted it. I see people who've guessed it correctly beforehand. Oh, I can, okay. I never notice it. I'm bad at that. Mm. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Resting bitch face. Good afternoon, kind sirs. First time tea, I mean, mailbag a Tea bagger. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. I actually didn't get that one. Thank you. It was needlessly smutty, in my opinion. 
Following up from last week's podcast and the NXT show discussed, the Come Tuesday segment, while overdramatic in typical NXT fashion, was personal for me. I was also born with craniosynostosis. Spelled as it sounds, so Matthew doesn't have a stroke. Thank you very much, mate. I appreciate that. Oh, I did no. my best. The promo from Vaughn, sorry, come, actually contained a lot of truth. The bullying and lack of confidence are all too real. A lot of us are fighting for the genetic condition to have more awareness and research. My question is, has there been any wrestler who you didn't really care for or about or didn't engage with their character, only found out that they have something deeply personal in common with you, which changes your investment in that character and the person behind it? This can go the other way too. I was a massive Kane fan growing up, but Glenn Jacobs can get in the bin. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well said. Uh, thanks to entertainment. I don't know football, so regards. Benjamin Barker, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, a.k.a. Matt Carpenter. Friend of little old Andy. Oh. P.S. Do you know? So Matt actually uh, messaged me before he sent an email oh, in okay. to say that he was going to send an email. Oh, he messaged that he was going to send one in? Yeah. And now he has, and you're here for it. Um, yeah, Bloody man. hell, Andrew's oh. the one. Wow. And this is real, he's not fibbing. Just no, he's All right, not. okay, cool, cool. Oh, fair enough. Uh, P.S. Jack, if you're not familiar with many Tim Burton films and don't understand my name reference, you're missing out. Lots of Jack off, I mean, Jack on film content available. What's oh, going on this week? I'm just he is everywhere. a fan. Wow, he knows everything. Um, right, so the question is... Well, first of all, have you seen Sweeney Todd? I know what it is. Yeah, I've seen Sweeney okay, Todd. Good. Pretty women, fascinating. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. A quicker shave, a little shave. I've seen the, the Nard Dog's fantastic performance in the music. Mm -hmm. So, well, I, this you, I should also <laughs> mention, because I got a message from Matt Carpenter on Instagram, who messaged me saying... Um, That's who that is, isn't it? That's the guy. That was, yeah. that was... Damn it. <laughs> I was going to be like, who's also messaged about the... I thought he was called Benjamin. Wow, two Matt Carpenters the same thing on your podcast. What are the chances? Oh, What's this Matt Carpenter ben, said? Benjamin or someone. Yeah, because he's doing the thing. That, was, no the, that, was, the, that was the... Benjamin Barker, the Demon Barber so of Fleet Street, a.k.a. Matt Carpenter. That was the Tim Burton thing? Yes. Oh. That's an old thing. I thought his name was Sweeney Todd, not Benjamin whatever. Right, so he yeah he's basically messaged me the same thing. The fair play, right? I was gonna, I was like, oh my god, what a coincidence! Two people have messaged this in the same week. Ah, huh. well then, my answer's Pack, because I Ooh. didn't give a toss about him. I was like, oh, flippy moves, so what? Then okay. he's from Newcastle upon Tyne, and I'm from close to Newcastle upon Tyne, so I was like, yes, that's something we share as a bond. So you're now my favorite wrestler. Would you not care about him if he wasn't from Newcastle? Oh, the area. Like, I guess it's, it's, is it a case of the ricochets potentially? He's, while his, uh, this is like, like going back to 2014 sort of time, so his promo isn't what it is now. Ricochet oh, is not yeah, there, he's yeah, just yeah. a flippy guy. Obviously impressive, but you don't really feel much mm. for him. And you hear him go, I read pals. And I'm like, yeah, you're one of me. No, yeah, I get that. <laughs> yeah. Especially is like when he says like, wave on lad. Mm. But that wasn't even a thing back then. This was just Neville, mm. Adrian mm. Neville. Yeah, yeah, those days. Oh, yeah, two names. I oh, God. I think there's too many examples of like the bad way, because you find out all sorts oh, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So not just Kane and his politics, um, but in a positive way. I've I got one. If you think the one, go on. Yeah, right. uh, Andy Bones. Okay, like because he's it is Andy Bones, isn't it? Yeah, Anthony. Yeah. Because I know an Andrew Bow. Yeah, throw me off that. I want to make sure. Yeah, Andy Bones um, was. He was being uh, very outspoken online about him being like, first of all, he thought he was, sorry, he thought he was, obviously, I know what I'm saying here. Um, he's like, okay, I think I'm by some of this dude at the party. And I'm like, okay. So I was like, okay. And he's just been tweeting his development, not obviously bit by bit, uh, but 
then it got up like two years ago, maybe one year ago. One, you know, what I thought it was by. Um, no, I'm just gay now. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I was like wondering, wow, that's a nice storyline development. I wonder what there's real life and why that is. And you see what his partner looks like. You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that that looks like a full time job to me, mate. Um, <laughs> and then just on bloody AW Rampage this week. Yeah. What's yeah. his name? Uh, bloody QT Marshalls, whatever. Harley coming out there. Quinn. And you could tell people did not, <laughs> do not usually watch Rampage. She came out the silence. Then she sung and be like, oh, go away. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting AEW audience is magnificent. It's like, me and you, Bowens. <laughs> and everyone goes, like, oh, goes, uh, sorry, I'm gay. Go, <laughs> yeah, he's gay. He's gay. Now, would I care about Bowens uh, that much if he wasn't? Probably he's not, honestly. The fact that we've got this representative of people who talk about, look, sometimes your sexuality's not your de final destination, it's just your journey. It's fantastic, something like that. And it's even nicer seeing the fact that he gets a lovely pop. Yeah, it was just, I am bones and I'm straight me. I'm like, I've thought. Yeah, yes, I will go with you, QC Marshall woman. I've heard you say before that there's uh, not to like specify any wrestlers, but you're not a fan necessarily when a gay gimmick is overly reliant on the fact that they are gay. Mm. Whereas in Bones' case... Yeah, they the, the, the F.E. debacle, we call it. Well, I didn't, want, to, I didn't want to specifically... Can I debacle? Oh, <laughs> I was trying to avoid... But, There's um, some more angry DMs. But um, <laughs> but in Bones' case, it's just that he happens to be gay, but it's not the center of his entire character. Exactly. Which is probably the way it should be, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. Yes. It's a better answer than anything. I, oh, no, I'm, sorry. I'm really struggling now. <laughs> yeah. Um, trying to follow Eminem in 8 Mile. I guess from... I guess one way would be if you, like meet a wrestler who's like proper sound and it makes you appreciate them more, I suppose, because they're a nice person as well. You want them to do well. I'll say that. Yeah, you yeah. back in the day, you'd meet someone and go, oh, hi. And yeah. then you'd be like, oh, yeah, he's cool. Yeah. I reckon we can all relate to bum-ass Corbin very, very soon because uh, apparently Google's about to be sued massively because their ads have been, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I saw oh, that. No. That's our main source of income. That, eh? that was uh, an interesting headline, but like, yeah, who's going to be paying for that then? Yeah. Okay. 80% of the ads YouTube serves across yeah. the web have violated their own terms of service. <laughs> and oh. are therefore subject to refunds. Yeah. This is a devastatingly huge deal, reads uh, Nandini Jami, who's uh, the co-founder of Check My Ads HQ. <laughs> Google Ads is about out of billions of dollars, and who will pay for that? It'll be YouTubers, won't it? Oh, It'll be the no. content creators. So Bumass Corbin will be the most relatable wrestler very soon indeed. <laughs> yes. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, I'm actually terrified. Oh, God. <laughs> no, no, every time we've seen a headline like this, the end of YouTube and monetization never bloody happens. <laughs> Anyway, good day, lads. <laughs> Hope you're all well. Clip that. <laughs> I'm writing in for two reasons. Firstly, Ross's pick for Hall of Fame last week, and secondly, a mailbag question for you. Ooh. Oh. As I write this, I've just gone back from a long drive where I put your podcast on to listen as I drove. Unfortunately, the drive was so long, I ran out of podcasts to listen to. Bloody hell, where'd you drive to? Lapland. But I enjoyed it nevertheless. As I got the Hall of Fame segment, I listened to Ross's pick of double espresso with a McDonald's Miller milkshake, and I was intrigued. So, as I stopped for a break at the services to grab some food and take a whiz, <laughs> whiz I decided to try it out. Well, it is now the case that I trust Ross's opinion even more so than before. My socks were off, and my bare feet, and the rest of my clothes body, were shook from the experience. However, as I poured the double espresso into the milkshake, one of the people working the Mackies did give me a weird look, but maybe they were just jealous of the innovation. Who knows? Regardless, I tell you this, whether Ross's pick won the public vote or not, it did not. It won my heart. 
Now, after all that frivolity, my question is fairly simple. My spirit animal Ross has spoken openly about being a fan of intergender wrestling. And as a woman, I am too. However, in my opinion, it needs to be booked carefully as to not become something domestic looking. I try to put this as YouTube friendly as possible. Thank you. My worry is that neither AEW nor WWE would be able to book this tastefully nor carefully enough to pull it off. Do you think either company could? And what would, so what would your first match or feud be? Obvious, okay, it's obvious we'd all want Mama Rhea Ripley, but who should she feud with? Thank you, lads, from England's fast bowler, Ollie Robinson, <laughs> a.k.a. Annabelle from Somerset. Thank, Thank you, you very Annabelle. much, Annabelle. Annabelle. Maybe you could have pitched the ball up a little bit more in the last half. Uh, <laughs> um, Should you have had the, the Ross milkshake before doing that? Yes. Ah, yes. Um, ah. But it's a good question because we've seen indie promotions like our own local North Wrestling do intergender wrestling really well because they just say these two are good wrestlers. They don't even bill it as like intergender wrestling. Ooh. They just go, bang, she's good, he's good, bang. Yeah. And they, they have a good match. Whereas I guess the point is on TV, if there's kids watching, you want to avoid anything that might look too, as they put, domestic. Yeah. Um, oh, we ooh, flashed the, ooh, still on, flash there, I'm scared. Yeah. Find on your screen. Oh. Okay. Maybe it's just the monitor. Yeah. Um, so I think that they, because they're, both different companies in terms of tone, they might just have to do it in different ways. So for WWE, I'd have, I'd have them continue doing what they've done in the past with like Triple H and Ronda Rousey, where it's proper mm. sports entertainment, but like in a fun, easy to get on board with way. And for that reason, my pick for the first WWE feud would be Rhea versus Dom after the inevitable break. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. You can't break them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Think mate. of the ticket sales though. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'd go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you've got to put the horse before the cart on this one, if this makes sense. Mm. You've got to have a storyline befitting of a match at the end of it. Mm. And I think having the storyline that be leads into a match, which is in a wrestling ring where there's no punches thrown by the man and they're just doing clearly, you know, you want to say choreographed, but you know what I mean? Clearly wrestling moves in a wrestling ring on a wrestling show. I think that's how the tone is achieved in the right way. Yeah. On those like bigger stages like your AWs and the WWEs. I think mm. AW, because it's kind of faster paced and there's more moves and stuff, maybe they've got an easier job of it because they can just book something similar to what an indie promotion would do a little bit more. Depends on who, though, because they've got such a varied roster. But for them, I'll go... Oh, it's hard. I'd say Jade Cargill mm. and all of QTV. <laughs> just get them <laughs> wrecked. Um, I'll go... Oh, who's like the equivalent of Dom in AW? Who's like the sniveling? You just want to see them get their ass kicked. Jay White. <laughs> it's probably QT, isn't it? Oh yeah, mm. it is QT. Oh, I'll go. The I'll go like Jade and Jericho or something. Jericho. I'd like to see Jericho. Yeah. No, I like Jade. Yeah, Keep like her away from Jericho. Losing. Oh. No, she Jericho beat, losing she Jericho. Her, yeah. That's the kiss of death. That's a first <laughs> yeah. step. Oh, That's yeah, true. Yeah. You'd have to have the rematch and then win, wouldn't he'd you? He'd win. Yeah, he'd, he'd have to win. Celebrate madly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'd, yeah, I think I think Ross's answer probably makes sense. Yeah. Wow. 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 That was a right touch, that mailbag. Mm. I can't wait to see what we got next week. Uh, oh, you guys sent them in. Oh. <laughs> to mailbag at cultaholic.com. <laughs> I love to try and do it like I see oh. on the, like, the wacky oh. little TV shows. Get to laugh oh. every time. I didn't see you. Oh, 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 you said You're like cooking with John on Instagram. <laughs> you seen him? Oh, hi there. Is he uh, the nice guy? Time for some cooking with John. Uh. 
Today we're making. Obi's a nice one. <laughs> I was thinking of the nice that guy, that meme. Oh, is that him? I don't know. That's oh. what I'm saying. Is it him? I've never seen Cooking with John do that. I mean, okay. I've only seen three or four episodes. To be fair, it's just the bit where he's always like, the camera changes and just him facing. He goes, "What's the highlight been of <laughs> your day?" Oh, he, he doesn't give you time to answer before going. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> Piss off, John. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mafu, Jack, and Ross. Or oh, whatever selected ooh, 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 scrum diddly diddler is filling the hot seat today. <laughs> scrum diddly diddler. What a good role, aren't we, of being us three in the room? Yeah. yeah. About to come into an end soon, though, because I've got not one but two Thursday weddings oh. over the next two months. Scandalous. Oh. Thursday weddings, eh? What a oh, concept. Bloody hell. With WWE heading to England, I had a thought. What if WWE superstars teamed up with legendary soap stars, oh yes. God, to form tag teams and battled each other? to earn the right to say, get my pad. I have compiled over a dozen tag team matches below and the competitors all have some sort of link between them. I will admit it went slightly off the rails towards the end, but enjoy. You better just have to start as well, mate. Um, thanks for all the hard work you guys put in every week. I started watching you guys during your name redacted days just before my son was born. Oh. He's now getting ready to head into what you would call year three. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry if that makes you feel old, but rest assured, Jack, your youthful looks mean you haven't aged a day. Oh. <laughs> Thank you very much. And congratulations as well. I think, yeah, three, you yeah, well, turn seven, don't you? About that. That would make sense if you did your redacted days, yeah? Wow. Should redact that email. God. Uh, here's the list below. Kylie Ray and Kylie Minogue versus Jason Donovan and Jason Jordan. Mm. I'll go uh, for uh, the Kylies. Yeah, the Kylies. Yeah. yeah. Spinning around, aren't they? Move out of their way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it like that. Gail Platt and Hurricane Helms. That one. Ooh. I don't know what the yeah. link Wait, is there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Gale and Hurricane. Oh, Gale. Oh, Gale, like the wind. Fantastic. I didn't get it. Didn't you get that? No. Yeah. <laughs> you ever see what? I know this because. <laughs> It's always a Facebook where it's like, oh, it's heavy gale. It was pictures of gale. I just got that in his head. Uh, <laughs> anyway, this is Peggy Mitchell and Father James Mitchell. <laughs> I'll have to go for the second team there because my mom hates Gail Platt. Like, she's... Why? Don't know, just whenever she's on on Coronation... Like, Coronation Street's like my mom's go-to soap. Whenever Gail's on screen and says or does something, my mom's like, I hate her. Which means she's a good <laughs> wow. heel, I suppose, the actress. She's not she's supposed to be a heel. Yeah, she's yeah. Gail Platt. Yeah. That's Sam Punky. Yeah, she's Sam <laughs> She's like Gigi Dolan, but in reverse. Mm. She had the troubled adulthood. <laughs> right. Yeah, great childhood. <laughs> horrible adulthood. I've got to go for the weather team. Yeah, I'm picking the weather one. people. I'm picking the weather people Fair as well. Uh, Jack Duckworth and Cactus Jack. <laughs> oh, yes. Versus Vera Duckworth <laughs> and Will Ospreay. No, 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 no. Cactus and Jack. They've both got a bird in their name. <laughs> yeah, okay. Duckworth. Cactus Duck. Jack. No, no, no Vera the other team, Vera Osprey. Duckworth and Osprey. <laughs> but I'm going for um, oh, right. Jack Duckworth and Cactus Jack. They're both one cut from the same cloth, you could say. Jack Duckworth and uh, yeah. Cactus Jack. Really oh, good well, I'm picking yeah. Osprey and Vera. What? It's a good week for Will. Uh, Norris Cole and Adam Cole. <laughs> <laughs> Norris Cole, baby. <laughs> Versus Dirty Den and Filthy Tom Lawler. Oh, oh, no, I'm going for the, the Coles. I'm going for the Coles. I'm going for the Coles. Yeah. No, oh. Imagine the promos Norris would cut. <laughs> Oh, I saw you down the corner shop this week. Imagine the entrance. <laughs> Adam Cole's stalking out all cool. Norris yeah. quivering behind him. In his old Adam, man coat. Yeah. Adam Cole will beat 
Tom Lawler, then he'll come back six years later for the rematch. <laughs> uh, Eric Pollard, oh yes, <laughs> straight away. And Eric Bischoff. Pair of... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Eric, yeah. Wait, I don't know if I know Eric Pollard. Dickhead, he's, he's the, the rich guy of Emmerdale. Have a Google mustache. Yes, go and ask the <coughs> mustache. He's, he's the richest man in Emmerdale, which okay. isn't saying much. Oh, I recognise his face. This is Rita Sullivan and Kevin Sullivan. Oh, Rita and Kevin That's Sullivan. Chalk and cheese, aren't it? Rita was lovely. Yeah. Actually. Kevin was evil. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll go for the Sullivans then. How could yeah. they? How could they possibly coexist? Oh, oh, Eric Pollard is evil, but still not as evil as Kevin Sullivan. <laughs> Zach Dingle, already getting picked, and Zach Sabre Jr., bloody hell, what would they talk about? Versus Lisa, oh, oh no, versus Lisa Dingle and Mike Bell, tag team called Bell Ding. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go for the first team because I think it's a wonderful mix of power and technique, oh. or technology, as Kojima would say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, much for the same reason. Love, yeah. love the Zach Dingle. Oh, I love Zach Dingle. Yeah, him. Uh, Bianca Jackson and Bianca Belair versus Ricky Butcher. And Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> Ricky. Um, Bianca's quite scary, isn't she? Quite is she still Patty? Yelling, is that yeah. Patty? What's her face? Patty Palmer. Patty Palmer. Yeah, uh, yeah I'll go for them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. The E A S T. <laughs> East. Oh, East oh. oh, actually trying to figure out. Yeah, what well, that mm. spelled in my head. I couldn't figure it out. Oof. Danny Dyer and Danny Birch. Yeah. Lodge. Versus Ian Beale and Sam Beale. Sam Beale. Is that from the Territory days? Yeah, who's Sam Beale? You were chugging away. Unless it's Beale is in Oh, the Beale throw. Yeah, but Sam... Oh, was it named after... Wait, was the Beale named after Sam Beale? Who the hell is Sam Beale? Sam Beale Wrestling. Impact? Samuel Beale? Oh. I've never seen this man before in my life. Debut in 2016. Hmm. You heard of Sam Beale? Oh. I like his hair. He's a one-time ruthless pro wrestling champion. Is is Aaron Steams rock star by Nickelback? Oh, I'm going for the other no, team. No, no, yeah. God, no. Yeah, go on, Danny Dyer. The only time I've ever liked you. Oh, uh, whoa! Whoa, what's Danny wrong Dyer? with Danny Dyer? What? Danny Dyer. He's always on like crap shows. That one he does on Netflix is good. Which one? Well, you have to like spot the lice. I forget what it's called. <laughs> spot the lice? Oh, it's <laughs> yeah, hairdresser. Spot the lies. Oh, lies. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, look at this bloke's scalp. England's <laughs> hardest scalps. Get out the tea tree oil. More bum cheeks are flapping. It's basically, <laughs> you've got to answer a question, but you've got like a screen in front of you and then there's, there's something tracking your eyes. Oh, and yes, you've got, I've seen you've got to answer, but yeah, you've yeah. got to also convince the people around mm. you that you haven't looked at the screen. To, yeah. Sorry, Dan. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. Forget what it's called, though. Not anyway. as good as The Floor is Lava, which I'm, I need to catch up on because I never watched that return oh, series. Oh, I watched the newest series, by the way, and Rutledge Wood is no longer a prize. Well, I'm not watching He's it. He's merely then. a presenter. I'm not watching oh, it. Shocking, that. Audrey you Bob. get a cup now. Like, you get a trophy. You don't get to meet Rutledge Wood? Heritage Cup. I don't know. Yeah. Some sort of trophy. Yeah, everybody else is winning it. Hmm. Sam Beale is 29 years of age, by the way. Uh, good for him. Audrey Roberts <laughs> and Jake the Snake Roberts versus David Platt and David Flair in oh. brackets two disappointing children. Oh. Oh. I'd argue oh. that David's a, David Platt's a far more successful heel than David Flair. Yeah, yeah. I'll go, yeah absolutely. They're a, they're a mismatch, so I'll go for the other team. I don't like that get. I think David Platt would carry that team to victory. Is that vicious? <laughs> yeah. No, I hope Jake gives me DDT. <laughs> Phil Mitchell and CM Punk? Yes, correct. Up That's the, the answer. Versus Grant Mitchell and Grant Holt. Oh, because he's a wrestler. Mm. Um, I'm going for Punk and Phil. I think the Punk could turn Phil Mitchell into Doc Gallows and he'd just be like <laughs> straight edge society all over again. 
I want to see Grant Holt pin CM Punk just to see what would happen afterwards. Yes. <laughs> I agree with that. In a shoot way. In a uh, shoot way, of course. Because football. Ken. <laughs> Ken Barlow and Ken Kennedy. Yep. This is D'Lo Brown and Deidre Blow. <laughs> right. Blow. Um, That's what's typed. There's a B apostrophe Barlow. Oh, yeah. Barlow. I don't know why they changed it. <laughs> it was Ken Barlow and Ken Kennedy. Yes. Oh well, they're the yeah. They've got such main character energy. It's those two. Anything yeah. with Ken Barlow and I'm on yeah. board. You don't drink in the Wolf Pack. Nah. Because that's nope. a midday. That's right. You don't drink in the Queen Because that's New Standards. Because that's Ollie Oaks. He drinks in the Rovers. Because that's in Coral. Ken, Ken Barlow. Ken Barlow. <laughs> Have you heard that before? Oh, Andrew. It's just some drunk blokes on a night out in like a chip shop after the night out. People Ken Barlow, just in case Ken Americans, I'm not even Americans don't know. Ken Barlow has been on Coronation Street since the 50s or the 60s. Since it started, he was, yeah. the, main, he was the main character. He's yeah. in his 90s now and he's still going. Andrew, could you just type in Ken Barlow portrait on Google? Because this is in, there was a documentary about like he was his, maybe his 90th birthday last year or something. So they went around to his house for like an interview of like this oh, is right. this is your life kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. And greeting there it is top left and greeting you in the opening. <laughs> oh god. In the opening. <laughs> In the opening, <laughs> when you walk oh into Ken Barlow's God. house, this is what greets you, not Ken himself. <laughs> a life-size portrait of Ken. It looks like a French king. What? Why, is there a, why is there an angel in the Because it's Ken Barlow. That's Deidre, obviously. <laughs> Passed away. <laughs> but that's in the opening to his house. Wow. How old is he? In his 90s now. Jesus. Is he really? Yeah, slept with over 10,000 women, of course. Oh, God, yeah. He claimed... <laughs> that was just one week. That's Bill Roach. That is not I'm Ken gonna Barlow. I'm going to have to look at a young Bill Roach to see what he looked like. <laughs> see if he was a handsome man. But I, anything oh. he's in, he wins. What a, what a, what a tremendous man. Oh, wow. He, was, he wasn't... He was handsome. <laughs> but not what, not as handsome as you'd think with a not claim James like that. Not James Bond. Or, no. Or Bret Hart. Mm -hmm. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, Cat Slater and the Cat. Versus Wait, which the Cat? The Jerry Lawler's wife? Jerry Lawler's or wife. Not Ernest Miller. Yeah. Oh. Oh, it's got the yeah, it's got the K rather than okay. C. So I'm sorry. Versus Pat Butcher and Abdullah the Butcher. <laughs> yeah, 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 yes. Get yeah. Abdullah the Butcher some dangly earrings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'd look lovely. <laughs> Bailey and Haley Cropper. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Versus Roy Cropper and Midian. <laughs> what? The, connection, the what? connection here is that after wrestling, Midian became a chef, just like Roy in the car. Oh! Ooh, okay. I really, I really like the team name of Bailey and Haley Cropper. Yeah. So I'm going for them. But the potential of naked Roy Cropper. <laughs> oh. <laughs> With naked Midian. You can't pass that up. Oh, oh God. Tina McIntyre and Drew McIntyre right, right. versus Doc Cotton and Dolph Ziggler, it says, doesn't, don't look for the connection. There isn't one. <laughs> well, then, even, they, even they've started tapping out with this. Who's Tina McIntyre? Is that Tina off Coronation Street? I guess she got married, yeah. maybe. I'm just going to double check that. But I'm going preemptively for the McIntyres, yeah. I'll go for Doc Cotton. Fair enough, then. Uh, these are getting weird now. Eamon, Eamon Holmes and Big Demo. This is Lorraine Kelly and Kelly Kelly. <laughs> yeah, Tina. Tina's Michelle Keegan. It's Tina oh, from yeah. the bar. Yeah. Um. So Eamon Holmes and Big Demo. I guess it's a yeah. rhyme. And they're Irish. I guess. I'll Eamon, go for them. 
Yeah. Eamon, was, what was the other what team, sorry? Lorraine Kelly and Kelly Kelly. No, no, Damo and, and Eamon. <laughs> Even though Eamon, oh, I hate him now. Jame, no. Why? Oh, he tried to make the Schofield thing all about himself. Oh, pathetic. I like to shoot interview. It's, shoot interview was it's a RF video shooting. It was really self-serving. Oh. It's just yeah. sad that he waited until it was all kicking off. Of course he yeah. did. <laughs> <It was a laughs> mm. Chris Tarrant and Chris Jericho versus Tony Storm and Tony Blair. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We've gone off topic now. We've got <laughs> yeah, Chris. No, this, this person's clearly at the uh, vinegar strokes of this. Too, uh, uh, awful phrase. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> too equally. Important I mean, look. How can you how can you pick between a war criminal and be Tony Blair? <laughs> <laughs> um, like like how my mom hates Gail Platt. My dad hates Chris Tarrant with a passion. Why? He says well. that if he ever he just thinks he's wanker the way he goes on. <laughs> he thinks that it, he says if he was ever the phone a friend. He'd have, he'd have to answer it to see if Chris Tarrant would fall for it by going... Because it's always like, oh, you're on Who Wants to Be Millionaire? And they go, oh, my God. And he goes, oh, my God. So my dad reckons if he said, I'm a wanker, he'd go, I'm a wanker. He's <laughs> <laughs> um, going... his lifeline for that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go for Chris Tarrant for that reason. Over the other team. Tony... No, wait, it's Tony Blair. <laughs> I'm over Chris Tarrant. Jack picked Tony Blair. No, I didn't. I didn't. He fooled all of us in the 90s, Matthew. He did. <laughs> Enjoy me in the bank if you're going. Lots of love. Uh, Ramus Tario. Ramus yeah. Tario. <laughs> it's been a while since Matthew was caught by one of these. Look at that, Ramus Tario. Ramus uh, Okay, that was Tario. all right, actually. That was good. Yeah, former Norwich and Ireland midfielder, Wes Houlihan. Two false names. Is there a real one? Joe from Wexford. I... <laughs> <laughs> How many falsy names? I don't know. Joe Osprey from... Osprey and Omega of all these false finishes. <laughs> Joe from Wexford Island. Thank oh, you, thank Joe. You, Joe. That was really Joe, good. that was a blind. I enjoyed that. Thank you yeah, very much, class. mate. Yeah. Bite yourself on the back. Mm. Oof, I'm not good. What we'll do here? Oh yeah, thank you very much. If you have any of the same quality, then well done. That was really good. <laughs> and if you do have, please send them to mailbagalcoholic.com. It's cultaholics. Oh. Mm. Sorry. What? Oh no. <laughs> well, I'm really excited for this next bit. Oh, it's the end bit. Ah, just a quick shout out to our lovely, lovely producers, Chris Ruth. Ralph. Rudo 2200. He's from the future. <laughs> and Noah Anderson. Now, I play a predictions game on the website Pro Wrestling Scorecards, where you, you type in your and all that. They have been affiliated with an indie promotion who are running a show soon called Violence Diversified 2. There's a man on the card called Noah Anderson. Anderson. A wrestler? Yeah, but he doesn't have a cage match or a Wikipedia, as far as I can tell. Is it the same man? I'm guessing not, but imagine if it was. This is how he's been getting publicity for himself. He'll come out, <laughs> he'll do Noah Anderson, and all the people will go, oh, it's him! <laughs> Where's Chris Rob? Where's, yeah. where's Reno? <laughs> not that one. T yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Please let us know, Noah. Yeah. Hopefully you listen this far in. Mm. That'd be a shame if they didn't. Yeah, we plugged yeah. them, plug them for years. <laughs> ah, the big question this week is, of course, what is going to be the best match at Money in the Bank this Saturday mm. in London, by Christ? Let's London have a look time. at the card, presented by the lovely Furry Andrew. <laughs> ah, here we go. And make your lovely noises to the uh, matches as they're announced. Ricochet versus Nakam. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So sorry. Jesus. The match is just, the match is so exciting, I can't. Sorry, the table nearly <laughs> flipped over. <laughs> This is an awfully designed table. Pack. It really is, yeah. I, it's I massive, hate it, but like anything. Any weight on that anything. side, it goes. I've never once 
been brave enough to shoot on this table, but I am fuming. Yeah. I suggested we buy those little legs you can get from IKEA just to put on this side so we can actually put weight yeah. on it. Deaf ears. It's a nice looking table. It's a nice table. And it's certainly sturdy, but not balanced. But the one job it has to do, it can't do. Yeah. It's not reliable. It's like Del Rio of who's a table. Yeah. <laughs> Ricochet versus Nakamura versus LA Knight yeah. versus Santos Escobar versus Booch versus Damien Priest versus Logan Paul for the Money Bank Men's Ooh. Ooh, 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 yeah. Sorry, that's just Ross Dean with a table again. <laughs> Zena Vega versus Becky Lynch versus Zoe Stark versus Bailey versus EO Sky versus Trish Stratus. Money in the Bank ladder match for the women. Oh, 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 yeah. I'll go, I'll go more. Like, I'm not as hyped as I am for the men's one, but it's intriguing, storyline-wise. The subplots yeah. in this matchup is what makes it very interesting. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Cody versus Dom. <laughs> oh. Oh, debauchery. <laughs> Seth Rollins versus... This <laughs> is Finn Balor. Oof, oof me arm. <laughs> I, I don't know what noise to make. Because I... I don't... I don't know what to expect. I'm going to go, hmm. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. Uh, that's the noise of Raquel smiling. <laughs> I don't imagine you can hear that if it's disgusting enough. Uh, Gunther versus Matt Riddle for the uh, Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> Ow. 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 Uh, and probably the main event, the Bloodline, which is, of course, just Rome Reigns and Solo Sokoa versus the Usos in the Bloodline Civil War tag team match. I need my brothers. <laughs> Cody Rhodes reference yeah. with Solo. Mm. I think that could happen. There's a few different <laughs> contenders on this match. Yeah, God, this looks like a bloody little show. Yes. Ooh, ooh. I don't want to think. Are you looking forward to anything in particular, Jack? Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got. Is it excited. all the strokes you're gonna get from just... all the lovely fans who love Cultaholic? <laughs> no, I'm not going down. Oh, yeah. you have to go to. Those strokes are reserved for me. Yeah. Me only. Oh, yeah. you hear that? If you see Ross, give him a stroke. Um, <laughs> crikey. Or a beer. Yeah. No, no, no. no. The first one. Um. I'm most excited for, as long as storylines don't get in the way, uh, Riddle and Gunter. Because I think we've had Gunter and Sheamus, lovely, ooh, ooh. We've had the triple threat of Mania Night 2. And now I think this will be the... We also had Dragunov versus Gunter. I think this is the latest in that loose mm. canon, the collection of Gunter's best work, if it doesn't get bogged down in interference and stuff. Mm. So that's the one I'm going for. Even though... You know, I haven't really been a fan of main roster Riddle at any point compared to his stuff outside of WWE or even NXT. I do think that this could be his best match as a main roster star. I'd say so, yeah. I've seen Riddle versus Gunther in VXV Ooh. way back in the day. And it Live. was as good as you think, so absolutely, yes. Oh, Uberhausen, indeed. Yeah, Uberhausen, they call it, because it's so good. Uh, so that's a good contender. I think it'd be good to get see what their actions could be like for Riddle in England. He's lost steam, yeah, mm. yeah. It will be. Mm. Mm. What about yourself, Ross? I think the best match will be the men's ladder match. But the match I'm most looking forward to, just for the sheer pint, uh, pantomime of it all, I said pint them, I'm tending to joke coffee now, pint pop, is uh, Cody versus Dom, just to be part of the crowd. Mm. If you can't do that mm. sort of stuff in the press area. Ooh, uh, Tom lost his voice at uh, the Clash at the Castle. 
and he was in the press bit. I think you were with him, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, straight out Triple H, a question. What's it like in the press bit? Everyone's just having a good time. Yeah. Coke oh. everywhere. That'd <laughs> be great. <laughs> Doing rails with South Cedo. I'll be there. <laughs> um, just the wrestlers there chilling, going, it's all fake. <laughs> but I just, for the sheer part of mine with the crowd for Dom and Cody, you'd think we're going to get on board with it, not mm. put out there what Tom mooted a couple of weeks ago saying, oh, could, could the UK crowd boo Cody? I think we'll play along with what, the heel. Why? Face. No. Because we're a bit weird, aren't we? I also think Cody mm. was. Cody was on his big indie tour that he did. He was so over in the yeah, UK. He yeah, he kept bringing up WCPW. Mm. Check my WCPW shirt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. That's How right. pathetic that was. was That'd be great. It wasn't. The, Cody, what? I'm still defiant uh, too. Yeah. I, went, I once went on an impromptu night out of Rise, right? And I was wearing, because I'd been wearing it earlier in the day, there was no time to get changed, right? Oh. A WCPW shirt. This was post, this was during Cultaholic. Matthew saw me and has never let me forget. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, I had forgotten about you, it. You but... thought I was trying to entice people to come up and be like, are you Jack from WCPW? <laughs> <laughs> you were. No, because it was, was called the Because he, he just finished work. No, it was called the Holic. No, I hadn't. It was called the Holic Times. Yeah, but you Why still. Why would I be wearing my? Because you look. Because you've uh, lots of shots of you wearing that on YouTube. So that's not what it I was looked thinking. like you were wearing. <laughs> well, they'll never recognise me without my WCPW shirt. <laughs> you know, that's what I thought. Like what? it would be more. I mean, you look more convincing if you saw a shot that said an arrow pointing up. You go, yeah, yes, it's me on YouTube. And yet, I'm almost certain. In my sort of self-conscious way, I will have said to whoever I was with, I, I'm scared of someone going to laugh at me because I'm wearing this. And then they did. Yeah. I see. Justified. Um, so don't wear it. It was my, ah, my advice would be don't wear a WCBW shirt. Um, wear a Botchamania one. So. <laughs> Ugh. Um, no, no, say your promo, Joe. <laughs> um, what have we got? Oh, damn, what were we talking the about? The best I'm looking forward to, I'm a nice, simple person, as you all know, I'm looking forward to the Bloodline Civil War. God, it's going to be good. I've mm-hmm. thought there's many things like, ah, oh, it's going to be one of these B shows. We're going to treat it as a B show. It's going to be like Puerto Rico, whatever. And then it's like, oh, yeah, this match is going to happen. It's like, oh, I would have been asked about going if I'd known this was happening. Bloody hell. It has been maybe the single biggest positive of Triple H's reign has been the improvement of the B pay-per-views. Mm. They've become really good. Maybe because Vince doesn't care about them as much. Yeah. And he just yeah. lets him get on with it. I think he starts talking, well, we're going to England. He's like, all right, you I can't be on with <laughs> Maybe that's why he's having them in all these different that's places. It, he, he can't be asked to travel. Yeah, mm. no, I think it's a, I think it's quite a, um, quite a, a deep card. Like you could choose one of like four or five different matches mm. that could be the best match. It, it looks on paper really good <coughs> on a year where we've had nothing but great bloody shows. What mm. do you think, Andrew? Mm? What do you think about which match you most about life? Um, I think the men's money the men's money about ladder yeah. match. Okay, it's a good shout. Thank you, Andrew. I should, I've realised <laughs> that I'm, I should have asked Joel who's actually going, but he's not here. So I had to ask Andrew. Because he's in the process of going. Yes. And you know what? I hope not. I'm going with him. <laughs> he's off. Oh, tell you. Sorry, mate. Sorry, he was just apparently going there normally, but he had one of your bloody Ross shakes, and now he's, had to, he's just running to London. Ah, so if you're not able to go yourself, um, what's wrong with you? Don't worry. Colorado's got you covered. We will have uh, live streams, I believe. There'll be a live reactions from Andrew and Adam, I believe. Oh, God, that's going to be loud. YouTube.com forward slash Colonelic forward slash live as the show is on. They'll also be doing their predictions, which go up on... Uh, Tonight. Tonight. Which is Wednesday. Wednesday at the time. Yesterday. Which is Wednesday. Two days ago. Two days ago. Um, Because this goes out on a Friday. This is Friday. Mm. It's ah. Friday, Friday. Gotta get also, down on Friday. We've also got um, <laughs> what I'll be doing. What happened? Whoa, watch out, journalist! What happened to <laughs> that bottle? I'll be doing what happened. At, 
Um, yeah. I will have plenty of content going from London Ten. There'll be wrestling oh. news and interviews and all the musings of fantastic wrestling journalists. <laughs> yeah. I finally walked, woke it up. Here we Whoa. go. It's like M&M's in Lyrical the house. Lyrical master. <laughs> oh, I need a plaster. Uh, mm. Yeah, there'll be content happening. Just keep your eyes on the channel. Uh, we will be interviewing the, the WWE wrestlers, though. We've got the roster list oh, really? through. I'm not oh. going to say who's on it, just in case we don't get to one of them. That's good, that. That's I good. am excited. Wah, wah, we were. So Any particular questions you've got? I don't know. Well, it's, if you I'm, could be a midfielder from a Premier no, League no. team. One question I really want to ask is just obviously money in the bank, money related questions. Just go like. Well, wow, it really is easy to hit that bottle, Jack. You are right. Sorry. Just say something on the lines of like either show us your wallet, how much you carry. <laughs> oh, what's like. Yeah, Get what's, your dick what's, out. What's the bank account like these days? Like, what, what, <laughs> what are you packing in there? So just we'll, I'll see if I have the bottle to do it. I said to Adam yesterday, I was like, oh, do you reckon it'll go down well? I was like, well, it'll be a game of two halves sort of thing. He didn't oh. actually say that. Yeah, like, well, it could that. work. It might not work. He did a Sorry. Richard Keith. Yeah. And no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. If you see us in London as well, just approach us and just... With caution. No, not caution. <laughs> Mawless. Yeah. Um, and especially Fraser, who want to do lots of content with you. Hey? He's a sociable boy. That's, right? how we put, that's how we say it. Loves a Vox Pop. That's how he says it. Vox hey. Pop. I saw his reaction to um, Final Countdown, him and Tom. Oh, you yeah. say Andrew and Adam are loud, but they they are Team AEW have got the, the decibels at the minute. You're going to have to top that, Andrew. Scream when things happen. Strip naked, Andrew. Yeah. Mm. Right. Do a Minoru Suzuki across the camera. Mm. Windmilling. <laughs> I should never, uh, ever have told this story. <laughs> Uh, and I have, if you haven't got enough stuff in your life. Oh, yeah, what you got? We finished reading the Bret Hart mm. book. And so we. Barrel laughs in it. Oh, absolutely. No, that was last week, that. Unless you know, show show yeah, you were starting. Yeah, then. so we're carrying on reading the book that people <laughs> yeah. on the Twitch stream voted to vote for. Which famous wrestling autobiography we're going through? God, there's so many. Jericho Foley. God, there's so many. OJ Simpson's If I Did It. <laughs> What's happened so far? Well, he's denied everything. Okay. And he's blamed it all on her. So oh, he's, uh, no. it's almost like he's a bad human being or something. <laughs> but legally, he didn't do it. So there we go. In the court of law, he didn't. He bloody did it. No, we can't. No, no he's Wait, because we're not in America. Can we just say that? He definitely did it. No, probably not. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> hey, God. Ah, uh, well, that's wrestling. You've been beautiful. <laughs> this has been Jack. This has been Ross. This has been myself, Matthew. And this has been the lovely Andrew behind the camera making all the computers click. Uh, can't wait to see you next week. Until then, patreon.com forward slash callaholic for all the voting for the Hall of Fame. And mailbag. Mailbag at callaholic.com. Yes, nailed it. Now we are going to look at this big old thing here and say our goodbyes. We're going to yell. Money, 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 money. Oh, Jay did it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. The count of three. Oh, no. One, two, three. Oh, no. Oh, Jay, Jay did, did it. He said it. Way. It's out of Allegedly. <laughs> oh, God, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 